Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and bro. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Greeting, Earthlings. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, there's no way there was new patrons, so why bother, right? Uh, well, I bother because I love the Patreons. I want to thank you to all the Patreons that are here right now and all yes. those who came all before, of okay. regardless okay. of the new ones that are just... Wow, throw me under the bus, huh? Thanks, <laughs> yes, it had, to be done. It had to be April done. showers bring May flowers. Yeah, now. I mean, it's, it's a tight time. People are forgetting to uh, donate, subscribe. It's the best way to support the show besides just sending me money, which when you guys do send me money, I always split it evenly with Matt Simon. Know that. Um, yeah, yeah, we can both call bullshit on that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to all the Patreons. Remember being, so it's the second best way to send, support send, the show. <laughs> people used to send us drugs all the time. Um, which yeah. you also split down the middle? Uh, no, or, sorry. I, I took all the acid. 33.3%. I took all the acid. Did you, you not see that do? someone wanted to send you Barocas or whatever the fuck those I are? I think those are still on the way. Okay. But what are those? Are what is a Barocca? It's like a um, it's like a fizz fizz. Like you throw it in water and it's just got a chock full of vitamin B. Like it's a good hangover. Like you piss yellow after, you know, your body can only absorb so much, but it gives you sort of a, it's okay. whatever in energy drinks. You know, a lot of them say vitamin B in them. B12, I think that's the... Why don't we have them here? I think it's like serious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a four loco of yeah, vitamin yeah, yeah. B. Okay, I got it's you. It's like those, those eye drops that make your <clears throat> eyes freeze. Have you ever had those? It's like Visine, but mixed with... Uh, oh, I, I wouldn't like that at no, all. It's amazing, dude. For a second, you think you're going to be blind, which is a little scary. But then when you get your eyesight back and your eyes feel like super refreshed, you know? But that's only legal in like three countries or something? Yeah, yeah I exactly, don't think you, exactly. Will you, Off market. Yeah, Cam, yeah. Cam Green, shout out to him. He's not alive anymore. But he used to bring it back from like he was a model and he'd go to like China or Hong Kong or wherever the fuck they would do those shows, not China. As anyways. free as we think we are, we are not free to do everything that's out there. Yeah, you can't freeze your eyeballs. That's... Uh, let me freeze my eyeballs. Tyranny. But you know, it really was. This was like before energy drinks. This was back in, you know. Two, yeah, yeah. Way pre- back. 2000. Back when yeah. Red Bull was a medicine bottle. Yeah, Back when Red Bull wasn't even around. But anyways, this felt like a real jolt to your system, you know? Yeah, that's... Amphetamine. Because I think I think you were like taking caffeine in yeah. through yeah. your yeah. eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, well, there's a reason why you can't just get it off over the counter. I'm sure there's many reasons, but Kamar, uh, do you want to tell us how your week was? Oh, I first of all, I want to start off. We forgot to say uh, last week the significance of the Joey Diaz um, episode was on 4:20. Lost because they released the date, but I, after the fact, heard Joey on his. Um, Did it come out on 4:20? No. 21 but it was recorded on 420. See, so that, that's it's just, futile. It's, just don't, a, don't it's a problem. To do these it's things. a problem. Man. Yeah, unless you're going to you release can it. Epi- con. Con. You can't con <laughs> episodes that 
or like important like that and then release them on a day that it'd be better do zero importance it'd be better do the 19th and release it on 420 Mm. that could have some sort of yeah no shit you don't need to tell us when it was recorded just when it comes out is Mm -hmm. important so there is that and uh he has the technology do just a lot like Spotify lets you do live streams for the fight companion. Be like, listen, I'm going to do one for 420. I, but I don't even care. Joey can go there like um, it must have been. on the 13th and record it for all I care. Uh, Just be, yeah, I work guess, it yeah. out. Work your shit no, out that you release that on 420. In the studio on 420 and it got released on 421. Well, that's stupid. Then, also, they made no mention of 420 at any point during a two and a half hour episode. No, that, that's also true, which is fine by me. I'm like to figure out 420 altogether. Yeah, fine. But if you're going to do yeah, a specific no, 420 episode, maybe mention it once. Uh, uh, hey, listen, we're in agreement here, man. If that button worked, you could hit it. I think they figured just all the super fans were down. Listen, I'm not angry at them. I don't give a shit. I uh, forgot. I forgot it was 420. I didn't care. I uh, I were I did some shows. I did a show in Arm Prior. Uh, it's yeah. going on. A lot of teen pregnancies there. But um, <laughs> a lot of teen pregnancies. I did yeah, not, I did not like go the, to that. But, it's um, the, it's to the that. teen pregnancy capital of, of Ontario? Ontario. Yeah, for sure. You were just making this up, but I thought I like it. Yeah. There Seems no, right. There were, no, there were no teenagers and no one was pregnant on the show. So okay. I, I can't confirm that. There were just like random babies strolling the streets. It was in a, it was a, this novelty thing where people now do it in a, like the, it's a brewery. Yeah. A microbrewery. So it's this room with this sort of a bar and then it's all these tanks, like it's all open. I think I saw Emmett do a show there not too and, long ago. And uh, they had hung this banner for absolute comedy. Who brought the show to him? And I just touched it and it fell on top of me. But so three minutes, it just so. As you were on stage? As I'm on stage, like, welcome to the show. We're so happy. This is the height of professional. <laughs> Kamar goes to lean on one of the giant beer kegs and they just the all domino yeah, yeah. It, it around just, him. It really affects your credibility. Obviously, I pulled it out. It wasn't me. That's his new yeah. catch line. He just steals it from Urkel. I love how then funny. he goes, it really affected my credibility. And uh, I served a function where it was all a bunch of doctors talking about vaccinations. And I learned that there's no national. About how good they were or about how bad they were? Well, everyone agrees vaccines are good. Okay. Everyone being all the doctors. This, this vaccine, thing? maybe the one we're talking about is a vaccine, but vaccines in general are, are good okay. for, say, um, polio or whatever. And our country has no national vaccine program. To every province, they were just saying. Everyone deals with it. Okay. <clears throat> I'm bored already. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, but they, they were very passionate about it. And I was like, okay, let's hear this. But they weren't talking about the COVID vaccine in particular. They were talking about health care in general. And they wanted a, more money for it, as, as, as you do. Uh, other than that, it was, uh, as you do. I thought you were looking at me like an, I said something. I was like, what did no. I do? It was just a beautiful way to end April. Lots of rain, shitty weather. Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty uh, par for the course, Matthew. Thank you for asking. Um, but what a great week on Rogan. I mean, he really showed me wrong. When you're catered to, all of a sudden, it's when you're a catered. great show. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. No, no. It's... Hey, listen. I have never claimed anything else. I've been pretty like transparent, transparent yeah. when it comes to hating. 50% of his shows, you know? Would we but, feel better if we understood how they're released, though? If we knew what was going on? 
I mean, I, I wish I had some inkling into why they do what they do. If there's an explanation, wouldn't you feel better? And who decides it? Jamie, I imagine. Joe can't bother himself with when things are being released. No, it's Matt, the booker. I don't think Jamie has Rele- anything to do with that. Matt Releasing? cares about when it's coming Oh, release? Out. Well, no, yeah. they all... I, I, You're I, talking about who he gets on. Yeah, I think that the, guy should be fired. <laughs> I think as far as the release, I don't know. I don't know how that works. That's a good question. I don't think Jamie decides. I don't like to see anybody lose their job, but the other Matt, he's got to lose his job, man. He's got to record an episode and think it takes five hours or whatever the turnaround is. There's editing to be done and it uploaded. Say it's five hours. It could take you a half okay, hour. Okay, let's say it's five so it'll hours. It'll always be up by two o'clock the next day. Five hours. You guys right. are so generous. No, no, no. <laughs> There's it, no... Sorry, it could be any... It doesn't matter what... It's a long say, time. Let's say it takes a day. Um, then he should release them every Tuesday at two and Thursday at two. And that's what you want, right? Well, and then we wonder when he does two in one day. I think that's what, what happens. Oh, records two in one day. And then the release gets pushed back. I mean, that happens a bunch because you hear constantly people who say, oh, the I crossover, saw him yeah, in the green as room. I was leaving Rogan or whatever. I actually saw a tour of the studio this week. I did too. Dude, that's so weird. We must have very similar algorithms going. Of course we do. Our phones are um, on like... It sounded like, like girls... you went to Austin for a second. Oh, sorry. No. Oh, I, I also then when he, saw the tour. It's crazy that um, it's nothing like I imagined it. Nope. Yeah, not at all. You thought of higher ceilings? I just, it, to me, it went, the it's outside like office, of it, it, it's like an office building yeah. it Industrial is yeah. like a Rogers telephone yeah. shop. Yeah. You yeah. can yeah. see they've converted it into something else. And then the studio is this other, just little room that probably would have been like their boardroom, you know? Yeah. 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 Or right. a stock room or any number of like, sure. yeah, yeah. Well, it's not like he wants to be like the Joe Rogan no, experience. Bells and whistles everywhere. everywhere. And yeah. I had no idea that he had so many uh, mug shots. I thought he had like a couple. No, the whole place is mug it's shots. Just all mug shots. Yeah. Bought and paid for, do you think? And then I saw his food dogs. That yeah. must have been amazing to have those at your house. He has cool ones, man. Those that food dog is awesome. Joe doesn't pay rent. You think he owns that mini? I, mall? I put that out as of a course. statement. I, mean, I have no idea. I don't understand why like I'm just talking about me. If mm-hmm. I had Joe money, yeah. I'm never renting anything You're ever never in renting. my life. But yeah, and maybe he's in the process of doing that right now, like building his own studio out. You know? Like if we fly to Barbados um, and rent a boat, I'm not renting them. I'll just buy the boat. <laughs> Fuck it. If you have Joe money, if I don't have, give a fuck. Joe, Joe money, yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, you. I, no, I don't have two dollars right now. No, no, there, I'm buying no. It. If I have Joe money, <laughs> yeah, it. fuck it. Someone else can use it. Pass it forward. Like I heard Kevin Hart. He's like, every city I'm in, we buy a new Xbox, just for that city, just yeah. to play, and I then mean, we leave it. A big difference between yes, an I Xbox and a boat. Matt's pulling up on Hold his on. boat in the beach and just throwing the keys to an imaginary valet. Oh yeah, I just pull it up on the beach. I'm like, you guys deal with this. <laughs> uh, uh, drawing from, I believe we heard Everlast gets a new pair of shoes every day or something and leaves them. My point was Kevin Hart. Scale up, my yeah. point though was like Kevin Hart's probably in a different city every day. He buys a fucking Xbox every single day. <laughs> Microsoft just loves him. It's just so funny uh, picturing that in my head. He's like, hey, you going to pack up the Xbox? No, that's a lot of work. Then they have to go and buy a new Xbox, and the person running out to do it is just like, I could have just put it in the bag. And Oh, listen, I'm sure <laughs> that guy is like, yeah, Kev, we leave an <laughs> oh, yeah. Xbox in every city. No, he, he wants to. His job. He has to break the seal, dude, you know? 
Oh, Kevin insists. Kev, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't fuck around. You're not fooling Kev. <laughs> but then he leaves it and says, just give it to the staff. And That's what they, they do. They give it. He gives they it, fight yeah. over it. It gets really ugly. He's like, I leave it for the, uh, the cleaning staff at the hotel. I am a great tipper. Yeah. I tip really well. It's just always been my thing. Even even, even in today's day and age where they expect even 35%. I mean, I don't go that well, but I've always tipped well and I've always tipped people who I, you know, even in the old days, you know. Yeah. I was good at hotels, all of that. I never, it never even occurred to me to tip the maids, which is crazy, but it hasn't been until I started watching or listening, watching Are You Garbage that they're like, yeah, of course we tip the maids, you know, but they just never. I mean, I've always tipped the maid in that they've always stolen my drugs. So I've tipped a maid in every hotel I've ever stayed in. That's unconsensual tipping. Yeah. I mean, I've never had my drugs stolen because I'm always so paranoid of my drugs being stolen that I would never just leave them out for the maids to get. 35% is ridiculous unless that's getting divided up to the whole, like the dishwasher's getting a piece of that. Like if they're doing that. Well, that's the whole problem with tipping is if you knew that it was being passed around, you'd probably feel pretty good about doing it, but you have no idea how they split their money in that restaurant. It works differently. You're just carrying the food from there. Some places tip out the bus boys. Some places dip out the dishwasher. Some places don't like most places that I've worked at that have a rest that have a a (laughs) kitchen. There's always a kitchen tip out. Always. It's not, it's non-negotiable. It's not a huge percentage. No, it's like 5%. No, it's like 1%. Okay. Of, of sales of sales that's what i'm saying so it's like which it which sometimes hurts you as a server because like i thought it was five percent of tips why are you doing it on sales because you're normally theoretically tipped. what you're getting tipped out on as a server you sell a thousand dollars you get 35 percent. you're gonna have 350 bucks also simon tips. i worked in that industry a long time people will juke numbers real fucking quick there's no juking the sales the sales it's a printout that you can get right away that says this is what we sold if you are a bus boy, oh, I see. If you're if a bus a boy, cash tip, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. No problem. No like, problem. here's the thing: when Fine. I I used to work at a bar, and for sure there was times where they gave me cash, and I was like, "Well, what did you guys all make total?" Because I'm supposed to get twenty percent of the tips. I did all the busing, and they'd be like, "Trust us, we gave you extra." And I'd be like, "Well, how do I know? I'm just, you know, the honor system." Yeah, gotcha. The best was the owner was like, "Hey, uh, if you made over two hundred dollars, I'm not going to pay you." What? Yeah, that was the deal. If I made over two hundred in tips, he so didn't, you just ha- he didn't always have to pay made one ninety five in tips. Well, that was the best part. Is I I told the bartenders about this, and he would always go to them. What did Floyd get paid? And so I, when I told the like the head bartender this deal, she was like, "Well, from now on, you make one eighty five yeah, every fucking every night, night without a question," which was nice of them. It's such a weird thing how the people are like you, you have money, you don't need my money. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> it's hilarious to me that like. We live in 2020, whatever. You know what I mean? 2023. This this time. Pretty accurate. And you have businesses like retail, let's say. Yeah. Have to operate by the book. You can't. You have to pay people minimum wage. There's no fucking around. You know what I mean? And then literally just one store over, one spot over, you have a different business that operates like the old fucking West. There's no rules. You don't have to pay people if you don't want to. Like, it's insane to me. It's, in, we, <laughs> because, um, because, uh, restaurant people and bar staff and want the tips, which is the most important part and not having to claim it for the taxes. 
you're willing to put up with like slave labor. Mm-hmm. It's crazy mm-hmm. to me. It's like a, it doesn't a even make drug dealing It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Well, that was the thing is I remember, you know, people ask me now, like, why did you stay working there? And I was like, well, like, you know, the money was good. I didn't like whatever. This guy wasn't paying me most of the time. That's fine. Um, I enjoyed the job and like, yeah, cache working in a nightclub. Yeah. Like, listen, I, I probably got a lot of pussy that I never would have if I hadn't worked in a nightclub. So hurrah to that. It has its perks, but if you want to employ people, you just have to pay them. Yes. <laughs> it's sort of old fashioned. I remember one night he saw me. So I had worked a, an early show. I'll make this quick, Simon. I had worked an early all ages show and then I worked the top of the world Christmas party. So like two really like I was there all day. And so I left with a bunch of money. Like at the end of the night, I have a stack of bills, probably like, I don't know, 600 bucks. And the owner sees that. And I could see him like seething. Like why? He shouldn't make that much money. I was just like, dude, fuck you. I'm sweating. Like I have, I brought three shirts to work. Like I fucking ran my ass around your bar all night. And you're like, "Eh." I mean, that guy in all fairness also give Jew gives Jews a bad name. (laughs) No one knew what was going on there. Um, No, no. I just know him. And if you were trying to describe the like stereotypical Jew, I didn't mention air quotes. Who's going to steal your money. I didn't like mention I didn't mention his it. religion one time for no, the record. No, I mean I knew I knew who was. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know why that got brought up. It, it was inferred, I'm sure. Yeah, it's fine. Nope. It was, <laughs> I didn't infer it either. No, it was just a job and a yeah, club. I just said a job and I got a guy I worked for. Anyway, let's. Uh, my week. How was your week? My week was fine. Thanks for asking, Mark. That, I haven't even told you how my week was. I, I just thought oh, sorry, your week Simon, was about how, was how you're your a good tipper. I, <laughs> Oh, yeah, you never got to the tips. So you were going on about how you're a good tipper. What was no, the he, end of that story? You never thought of tipping people in a oh, hotel. Oh, that was the it, the hotel. hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep, no, that was my week. Okay. I had nothing, but I didn't like how he just pushed <laughs> I through. I got you. you. Railroad. You don't, you don't decide what the fuck goes Ooh, on here. Railroad. Yeah, no, my week was whatever. Come on, it's fine. We can, uh, let's go over the guest list. This yeah, week actually, we have insane. a lot to do today, so uh, there's no reason to pitter-patter around. We start off with 1975. I mean, Simon's called his name so many times. It might as well be a call. 1975, Dan Flores. What, what? Year I was born, by the way. <clears throat> year in the year of Flores. Followed by 1976. I'm surprised Impulsive got to him before Joe, but we had James Fox on. The UF story from Brazil. That's sort of like a reactionary UF pull from um, oh, story. UAPs, whatever they're called. Then we had you our favorite. UF, which I'm not sure what that is. Unidentified flyer. Our favorite libertarian, 1977, Dave Smith. And then we had, I I guess, to come around for a victory lap because of her um, show success, 1978, Miss Pat. Good week, one would say. But just to add insult to injury, uh, he threw in 1979, Dr. C. Mahalcha, and uh, we all got scammed. But um, we'll get to that later. The the only saving grace about this week, Simon, is that the Mulhaltra guy was the Saturday drop because it makes Kamar hate that episode 25% more than he would. It's so hard to like get behind it. This is what I'm saying. Like normal, if that had been Dan Flores, number one, Kamar would have been, Kamar would have been in here. We just said that Dave Smith would probably stop the show. (laughs) They would have ruined the show. So uh, Joe works in mysterious ways. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So let's start with rating. Simon, I'm I'm very interested because you said it was a great week. So it was I'm... it was a great week. Okay. And even with Miss Pat and Maholtra, Maholtra, like I was bummed that it was a Saturday. 
And I don't want to talk about COVID, no, but don't. he had some interesting things to say. It's hard to uh, not find that compelling. Yeah, we are um, getting scammed. Miss Pat, that was a, a problem, but she's funny. I'm going to give the week a uh, 4.25. No fucking yeah. way. That's a five. It's, I well, mean, I it's, think for any long-time listener, the episodes are going to shine here and something might suffer. For any long-time listener, they know that if you're rating this week a 4.25, I mean, maybe it's more a four. I'll, I'll see by the end of the thing. Yeah, your math is just, never going to add yeah, up Yeah, just here. Judge, judging on emotion, yeah. it feels like a 4.25. Kamar, what do you rate the week? It was better than it was bad, but I'm only going to give it a three and a half. Uh, I can only go... Uh, I guess I'll go three and a half. Why not? I feel generous. I'll, three and I'll a half. Kamar's. Two and a half is... It, all right. It's an average so week, I'm, yeah. That's why I was going with three because slightly better than average. Yep. Like it, you know. You're right. By that logic, here's the thing. By too. that logic, I'm a four. Yeah. Like here's the problem. I think we can all agree because this is a job for us listening to these. Five is just like entirely too many episodes in a week. Yes. To discuss, to ingest. To- I actually think even even as a content creator, if I was in Joe's shoes, I think five is too much in a week. That's just me. And I know that I know that there are people that are like, well, I listen to this at work. So I would listen to like four episodes in a day if he released them. That's fine, but I used to before I had to talk about it. Um, <laughs> and most podcasts are an hour. Yeah, that's just you know ninety percent of them are an hour long. His are three hours, and you're getting five a week. That is a lot of fucking content. But no week, one puts man. out as much as he does. No, not even close. Because he puts out as much content now as he did when he had to build this thing. Which is probably why he's so fucking famous. You know? Anyway, come on, name and a number. <laughs> what if the, the answer it's just, just about? Past. It's just so about. Can't figure out how to succeed. It's just about content. Nin- con- continent content. <laughs> Nineteen seventy-five. Dan Flores. The answer just sailed past us. I. Uh... By the way, hold on. This week I saw, and they're not. Um, I don't think either of them are available yet. AI has just saved my life and this podcast because they have done it. <coughs> Adobe has created Adobe podcasts where you just set up a template, you drop all your shit in and it edits the podcast for That's you. It's amazing. Even crazier. Um, there's one for video. So if you have three cameras, this is so tedious for editing. If we had three cameras, a camera on Simon, a camera on you and a camera on to me. switch back and forth. That editing is like... I, Literally, when you said five hours earlier, I was like, oh, my God, it's way long. If you're really good, it's maybe five hours. They have an AI for that, too. So you plug in all the cameras you want. You plug in the audio. And in, like, 20 minutes. If if they thought there was going to be a lot of podcasts before. Oh, my God. It's going to be out of fucking, like fucking control. The barrier. Is the editing. The barrier to get 100%. in now is gone. You can All you need is, if you have $500, you can start. Yeah, the a bar- very successful podcast. The barrier used to be the editing because anybody can do a podcast. Literally, you can take your iPhone, plug it in, yeah. RRS feed. Yeah, it's not that hard. No, um, but if you wanted to seem even like semi uh, professional, yeah, you got to edit that thing, yeah. and that is where you like you know the wheat from the chaff. You know, it's just so funny that that's been the biggest journey for me on this podcast is the fucking editing, and now it's all of a yeah. sudden because. It's funny, like, I had a buddy that was like, well, at least, dude, you know, with the podcast, you've been, like, picking up skills for five years. And I kept telling him, I was like, I doubt it. Like, I don't think, now sure enough. 
Sorry, Kamar, let's get No, it really is, though, like, because I'm, I'm watching my son, like, decide what he wants to do in the world. You know what I mean? And you're like, don't. I'm, he, I said, you know what? Take a year. See what happened. Like, things change so fucking quickly, you know, that oh. exactly, like, you might wait a year and that thing that you just went to school for, like, any computer course, we know this, right? Like, if you took Linux and then the next day Penguin comes there, I'm making, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what no, else. Those, what, those but, are probably both things. Probably, um, you know, it used to take three years and then it was useless and you had to learn something else or, and then it was two years and now you now have by a, the time a your diploma lands in your for you and it's, he is looking at me like, well, like someone told me, it's funny because two years ago, someone was like, why don't you go to school for, for like video editing and that sort of thing? And I said to them, I was like, my concern is that I'm going to spend money and time and it's going to be obsolete by the time I graduate. And here we are where... And you're, you are absolutely right. To I be, also just To think, be lazy. I, well, I don't think it's lazy. No, no, I don't think it's laziness. I'm just I really think that just doing it is... Like, if you edit something every week, that in itself is probably just you as take good it for as granted. Education. I'm disappointed with myself. I thought I'd get a lot better at this than I have. A lot better A broadcast, whatever, just... I, I I still feel like I'm just learning it, but I'll, back to the AI. I will just want to. Your son wouldn't join the army, would he? Like that's crazy. They give you twenty thousand dollars to join, and you get paid. Look and at this recruiter. Two years later, Look at this recruiter shape. Yeah, I don't think my son would enjoy the army, but 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 uh, as far as AI goes, we are. Would at, you enjoy the army? He went. No, he didn't. Like, he pretends that he went to the army. I went to military school. Fair I've enough. I've seen photos of Kamar in um, Iraq. No, uh, I think I think doing just it all over every again. Muslim person. No, you know he uses the face swaps. I was just. <laughs> I was saying I've definitely seen a photo of Kamar in Iraq. Doing it all over again is not a bad idea. Having tea with Osama you want your university paid for? Doing it all over again. What do you mean? Oh, like if you it, could do it all over of tra- again. Instead of planning for three years, what, I could have joined the army for three why years. Why do you need your university paid for so you can get a degree that doesn't help you get a job? Obviously, I'm not a university person. I'm just saying join the military when you're young is not like writing your life off. I'm not going to lie. Now that I'm 40, I do think occasionally about what Kamar's talking about. Like I probably would have been better served joining the army I mean, at 18 When you're, when you're 18, though, you're yeah. like... Three years of my life. Like, I spent where my, will I be at 21? I spent <laughs> my whole life out. trying not to be bossed around. So the yeah, idea no, no. of fucking going into the army, like that, you might as well. When I asked the question. I couldn't even handle school. I said it knowing the answer. You don't have to get defensive. Um, it's not defensive. It's just funny. Okay, Dan Flores. Let's go. I don't Hold like on. Hey, this whole this fucking is a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> what attitude? I, 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 this attitude where you think that you're better than everybody else. Hey, we're on Dan Flores. We're not on the doctor yet. I don't think I'm better than anyone. I hate myself. Save this energy for the yeah. yeah. Hey, you got work to do. All I was gonna say about the AI is like every week there's like, oh, it does this. We, I feel like we're at the um, tsunami when the water's still coming out. Means leaving the beach. Leaving the beach. Yeah, yeah. We haven't. The wave hasn't even hit yet. We're not feeling the the. It's this is the tricklings. These. you know, podcast editing AI. They talked. They touched on a bit about teachers. We had joked around about therapists, but I digress. Dan Flores. This guy loves animals. This guy's great. Like really, really loves animals. And uh, what he's explaining, everything animals have is for some sort of reason. Evolutionarily speaking, like the 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 
There was a deer he talked about that ran faster than anything, and they're like, why does this exist? The Ibex or whatever. I, I think that's what it was. That is cool, though, that there used to be a cheetah. A North American cheetah. There was also a wolf. He talked about it in one of his books that could run as fast as a cheetah could. And usually dogs can't run that fast because they're, I guess, a dog's leg or a cat's leg bends like this where a dog's leg has three joints has some something yeah, something yeah. that makes it harder for them to run as fast as a cat but this one was like have you seen a cheetah run in slow motion that. how it uses its tail yeah it's, it's incredible fucking insane just to steer eh? you know yeah, it's, it, it's balanced it, it basically like throws the tail as like a weight dispersal it's fucking nuts the uh so cheetahs you know they lose 90 percent of their kills they can get the animal they're trying to first of all all predators, it's like a 10% success rate. Yeah, you know, that's enough gonna, to keep them alive. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. But for that's why like um, jaguars and or leopards, one of the two, takes their kills up the trees because they have to protect them. They can't. Or Someone else could jack Stolen by them. hyenas, whatever. But cheetahs, like they're such frail little animals, you know, compared to the other big cats. They just get all their food taken from them. Cheetah was my favorite animal when I was a kid. Remember there was that Disney movie, Cheetah? You don't remember that? It was? Yeah, there was a Disney movie. It was a live action. It wasn't an animated film. I feel like I was already an adult by the time that came. No, you were an adult, but you would have been like a teenager who would have not been interested, whereas I would have been like eight or, you know what I mean, that sort of thing. That sounds about right. I would have been a little more interested in it. But interesting enough, the cheetah's gone, but that deer stays. Cause it's just so fast. It's just nothing can catch it. Yeah. <laughs> no, even, it's never been seen either. Um, and, and to that, he was saying how coyotes have stopped howling as a. Um, well, I felt duped adaptation because Joe had been saying for years that coyotes and again, this is on me interpreting it, but it felt like Joe was saying definitively if they lose members, they make more noise and create more members. And Dan Flores was like, no, no, that, that there has been cases of that, and that does happen. But he's like, it's not just across the board no, if, if during roll call five don't check in they have 10 more but dan flores said that that does happen well that yeah, is where joe got it from that's where yeah, both joe and i got it from. i get it but joe said it happens every time no matter what my no, point was I, that's I how i understood it interpreted oh, joe's it. takes liberties over time it kept them populated sure right so then now the coyote yips but i didn't even know that they were until i read that book i didn't even know they were howling to find out if there were other, you know, I didn't roll even call, know why call, they were yeah. doing that. And we think of coyotes as just as a complete nuisance. Be careful if you go to the park, a coyote. Well, I was just going to say, we have, a, we have a huge problem here right now. That's what that's what I'm just saying. Every path you go on right now is like, has that's coyote warnings. Sign. Yeah. But have you ever seen the coyote no, on one of those paths? it's funny you mention that. I have not, no. Listen, I have heard stories like uh, my, I think I've told it on this before, but a lady who used to work for us, she was walking her whore, her dogs down by, um, uh, fuck, like just past St. Laurent. There's like that wetland there, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And uh, a coyote came up in front of them. And then she started backing up and she looked behind her and there were other coyotes coming behind her. So they had already, yeah, yeah. they were They'd coming for her, her dog. Yeah. And then luckily a car drove by and she waved them down and they all poured into it. But they had done the recon and they're, were coming. They're to right it. there. Like that is right in the city. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, Johnny Cash story, Joe got all choked up. 
I think at the end is dog Johnny Cash. If we take that apart, that was crazy. That happened like out of nowhere. They hadn't Dude, even been talking the about. Word. He said the word Johnny Cash, and then and got yeah. Crying. I was like, yeah. wow, that was out of yeah. He, he was, loved that dog. I mean, um, I get it, but but if you if you dissect the whole story, it is actually the pool guy's fault. He left. Yeah, he, he finally, left the door yeah. open. So yeah, and I always thought. I, I guess I had heard the story the way I wanted to hear it, but that the coyote had gone in and killed all the things. And now I find out that the Johnny dog, went in and killed all the The killer, the, yeah. The guy but only, no, only took one chicken. Yeah. But the coyote got the ball rolling. He said, look at I the mean, power you possess. That's what Joe has. That's, again, the narrative that Joe, Johnny Cash was a good dog. He wouldn't do this. The coyote, that, the filthy coyote. Serial killer. Yeah. That's what I was thinking as he was saying it too. I was like, you know, it is possible that Johnny Cash just, like was fucking around him. Oh, went. Oh shit! I'm strong enough to knock this over, and then went in and killed some chickens. Yeah, and then a coyote was like, "Hey, there's a dead chicken there. I might just leave with one of these. This seems like an easy." Doesn't fucking... mean that they were friends. Yeah, he isn't like they like dapped each other up. We're like, "You got this." Yeah, I got this. Hey, Bill. Hey, Ted. Ching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like trying to reason or not reason or get a comment of a it's parent like, of a criminal. You, you know, when you had a really rich friend growing up, and you'd go over to his house just to hang out because everything was so great. Yeah. That's like the coyote and Joe's yeah. dog. Yeah, he's like, wow, you live in the fucking lap of luxury. You got chickens? They're, they're, they're about smoking after Joseph. <laughs> you have a second fridge where you keep your live <laughs> snacks? Um, uh, do any of you think... I don't even know how to... Are going to try to befriend a, a crow or a raven this year? Simon would love to befriend a crow I'm going or to try. a raven. I mean, I would, for sure, but would be one of my dreams but i just don't think it's as easy as all that seems like it's pretty easy if you provide food then they get to know you have food and then they'll just follow you around town everywhere well, you go I would that be not so far to crawl i think you should try and do it just kamar driving around on a scooter with a raven fucking on top of him well he could just fly but maybe you could give him like a a cell phone and then you can cheap out on a drone i have said on my scooter riding i've seen birds like why don't I ever just grab a bag of bread and go to a bench and be that guy? Dude. I was just going to say, because that is a that is a place that you have not reached yet. Is it? Kamar, if you are driving around with a knapsack full of Wonder Bread and looking for to befriend birds, yeah, we got a problem. Man. Do we? I think well, we do. Well, I've never done it, but I just, but it's all right to, 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 uh, Honey pot a raven to I, go with you everywhere. I think it's like when somebody said, So, how did you know you hit rock bottom? Well, I started feeding the pigeons <laughs> religiously. I took all the, the books out of my bag to make room for bread. And now I just go downtown and feed the birds. Whenever I see someone feeding pigeons, I'm like, ah, that they're killing it. Come on. When I lived in Vancouver, there was this fucking crazy old prick that used to walk around with a giant plastic bag of bird feed, and he would only throw it on bar patios. That's oh, he's amazing. a dickhead. Yeah, oh, he's a right that's, fucking that's ass hat. No, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. You should throw it onto tables of people eating as you're walking by. Just don't even stop. Just boom. He, Simon, he threw... There were people on the patio. He didn't oh, give a I fuck. Gotcha. Like, he was, this guy would just pepper the whole patio. That's, that's great. It's great. If he had a bunch of friend birds that followed him around, so the <laughs> second he threw... They're just shitting all over the patio. They were already yeah. on the patio. Now, that, you're, getting, now nah, you're picking up what I'm putting down. somewhere. Um, he, but I don't know if a crow, like a crow's great and all, but like, you know, you kind of want like a raptor, no? That's the, I don't, I, I think people are pretty skittish. If, if something just came, caw, caw, they'd be like, ah. and it never even occurred Bite to time. me that the crows are out there eating rats and mice. Like, 
But of course they are all birds or carnivores. That's well, uh, whatever's left over after the cat carnage. Well, no, he was saying they would catch a rat and he would just feed it to the crows. So, and have you ever seen birds eating like that? It's gross. Man. Yeah. They've got a tough go of it. No, they, they just swallow beak. them whole. No, I've never seen that. I'm talking about I, <laughs> really. Yeah. They don't have I've like seen them pick it apart. No, but I've seen them pick just, apart. Yeah, like, tears, oh, I, I guess. Yeah. Like, no, you're right. Some of, would some pick them apart. Yeah. 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 But like a seen. seagull, you've seen a seagull eat a rat. I've never seen a seagull eat a rat, but I know what well, you're talking about. Where they pull just it up right now, hole. Jamie, because uh, that shit is crazy. They'll eat anything, though. They're like... Uh, I've seen the video of the pelican eating the seagull. <laughs> pelicans, you know how I feel about pelicans. They are the fucking scourge of the air and the sea. Those motherfuckers go around eating the baby birds off the beach. like and, just whole, and they just swallow whole hog, them down. Yeah. You they're see like it in their gullet, fighting like, in the mouth, <laughs> yeah. Um, Dan Flores... And uh, I think he said that wolves. Can I have a Red Bull? Was yeah, qu- yeah. quiet question. Grab me another to, yeah, one, yeah. two, please. Wolves, wolves learned our language, and that's how dogs understand us. Wolves learned our language. I mean, okay, sure. I mean, you could imagine wolves would hear us being tactical. Like they're over there, like or, or whatever, and under and figure it out. Hey. I mean, this guy just loves animals. I thought, and I didn't know he meant it that way. Okay. The way dogs became dogs is you had wolves Mm -hmm. who became more bold and would go up to like close to the fires, let's say, and wait for the humans to throw them scraps of meat. And over time. Those are intermediary dogs. Those are wolves. Half wolves, half dogs. No, those were wolves. They were wolves at the first and eventually, over years and years and years, they bred out the, the qualities of those wolves who were willing to come close to the, the humans. Bred out? Bred yeah. in. Bred in. And in that process, that's where dogs... Learned our language because them. they're coming close to us. I don't think they're hearing it in the woods as we're out, like, hunting. Do you know what I'm saying? No, no I understand. That's what I thought. I... We well, don't no. Have facts did, to fight did he back. say that? That's what I thought he said. I don't think he. Anyway, whatever. Either doesn't, way, doesn't it's matter. interesting that this one animal, um, in particular, has picked up. And it's not like they have a huge vocabulary, but there's probably you know what do they say? There's probably fifty words that your dog understands. I bet you it's any dog though. Sure. Like I imagine that. Like, like, say, African wild dogs, you would end up getting the same thing. They speak a language, not the dialect. Well, they didn't of their have country. wolves down there, and yet I'm sure they have dogs. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I imagine. But some dogs speak French, some dogs speak Portuguese. Right? Like, there's no way that, like. No, the, but we also brought wolves, uh, dogs everywhere eventually, right? So, places that didn't have wolves, we would have brought domesticated dogs because of their ability to. Yeah. Yeah, to hunt things. Yeah, or just protect be, things. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I just don't see why would it happen with wolves, but not with wild dogs. They're pretty much the same fucking thing. Just I'm not saying it couldn't. Of the world. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I'm just saying it. Like well, it, there are. Everything's a wolf, it, right? No. Canis lupus is the wolf. And all dogs are from that. Well, they're or in the, the canis. They're in the canis. What's it called? Uh, genome. Like a wild dog is once a wolf. I believe a wild a dog is, is probably in the dog. canis A wild genome dog as well. is like their version of a wolf. It's uh, not a hyena. It's uh, just a... They, it, it was those, never domesticated. In they were never... Do, they're called dogs, but they, they were never 
a dog. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll Google it. Wild dogs, you'll see them. They look like uh, they're way cooler than hyenas. I think it's wild cats not, too. They're not disgusting with giant like flappy vaginas and shit, you know? I think there are wild cats, like feral cats. The African wild dog. It looks a lot like a hyena. Well, it looks more like a wolf, though, when you think about it. Like, so it is a canine. So it's in the same genome. That's what yes, I was saying. Of, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. But why would why would dogs become dogs up here, but nothing becomes nothing down there? I, that just I, I don't get that. But it know? could be pure luck if they were humans. You're also forgetting it could be pure luck. Like there might have been. Let's say there was fifty thousand wolves. Okay, in North America, maybe only ten of them were ballsy enough or calm enough to go near the humans and then we just got lucky enough that some dude some tom dick and harry befriended that one wolf and then bred that wolf and bred out you know what i mean like that could just be i think you need like a certain amount of i don't think it just happens like that with one breeding you know like it's well not one i'm just saying but it's years and years yeah yeah, yeah, but if if, if that happens in 10 different places I mean, the only thing I can imagine is maybe it had something to do with winter. That would be the only, like, winter f- makes their less bounty for the wolves to hunt and pushes them sure. closer to humans. It, yeah. To And maybe that doesn't happen down south. Well, just winter creates scarcity is your point. Yeah. I mean, it just, you know, the same way it drives bears closer to yeah. humans, you know. But I don't know. I'm, I'm making all of this up. In oh, yeah. We're idiots. Like, oh, we're, yeah. I, yeah. We know uh, nothing. Sorry, go ahead, Kamar. Oh, I wanted to say, um, just before we get off the birds, uh, that whole dove thing was really interesting. How the the doves were like pigeons now. And they just got totally... The carrier pigeon. Out. Oh, was that what it was? A carrier pigeon and not and a that's dove? that's how we found out a stool pigeon? Stool pigeon. Oh, stool yeah. pigeon, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 10 billion, and they were just... Uh, and they, they had the stool pigeon and nets in the forest. And the way they were hunting them, like they must have been so... Like imagine pigeons in New York City in Central Park or in uh, Times Square where you can kind of not even walk, you know, that must have been, it must have been how it was all through the woods. Because if they were just setting traps out there, they must have been tons of Could you imagine the backlash if someone said we're doing this form of hunting right now? Like people would lose their mind. PETA and all that you you couldn't do these. Well, the CIA would be the most. There's no EPA or any standards on how to animals had no respect or um anyone sticking up for them no back then well, they didn't period. even think about it they thought it was like an unlimited resource right yeah i don't know and in some cases they you know like with the buffalo they made sure they got rid of them all so that the indians couldn't have them which yep. is a whole different type of extinction process but i he, he brought up at the end but uh, what he was saying is there was just a, was a different attitude though like I, I think what I understood he was saying in North America, for the most part, they had respect for predators. Okay. Like, and it wasn't something you had to get rid of it. Like, I, I'm a predator. It's a predator. Sort of. Those were the native, the, days. the native people to the country. And across the way, it was our sheep are the sheep. Everything else, all predators are, are to be feared and eradicated. Well, yeah, because if you live, like, let's say you live in North America, you've always lived there for your whole life. And you're just used to dealing with the wolves and the bears and you understand that that's all part of this ecosystem. And then your cousin comes over from fucking Italy and he pulls up and, you know, he doesn't know the rules. He doesn't know how it works. They just know that they want to be safe. 
So what are you going to do to make yourself safe? Well, you eradicate all the short-nosed bears. You eradicate all the the wolves. You we can't we can't even wrap our head about how many they eradicated though. Like we think there's issues today with overfishing or overhunting. Like it's well, no, but we might be so right. No, no, no. Hold on. Our overfishing is way more than they could ever do because in of a technology. million yeah. years. Like let's not get that twisted. You know what I mean? Also, be, like face. Now again, this is this is one of those part of our heritage commercials. Who knows how real it was? But they say when they full, when they first pulled boats out of the Saint Laurent River, the boats could barely move. There were so many fish. So we've done that over time. Like the idea that like oh well, we're not. We we still are. Like I get what you're saying. But there's a lot of protected animals out there for sure. But we do overfish. Yeah, we overhunted. Like, yeah. To a, a, like I think it was. Um, He's mentioned Louis Thoreau, or I don't know who it was. Some French was so excited about going over to America to see the wildness and stuff. And then two years later, it was like, it's not going to happen. Like, it it happened a real long time. Our overfishing has taken a long time. More so than the time it took them to eradicate all the animals in North America. Well, in well, all fairness, so it's 80% of the world. <laughs> like. <laughs> The fact that it's even in the conversation. Yeah, is the fact that we managed to overfish you know? it is ludicrous. crazy. It's nuts. It doesn't even make any sense. But well, it um, does because you said it. Like once we hit, once we hit a oh, technological, once we built nets that size where we just sweep the fucking well, ocean, and once you have eight, nine billion people living on the planet, like you have to feed them, right? Like yeah. it, it's that's why you end up with factory farming. That's why you end up with the pillaging of the oceans. I think that a lot of the extinction extinction came from them trying to like like we were saying with the buffalo we we want to make sure you can't have this resource and they weren't even like eating the buffalo meat they were you know maybe taking the head and burning the carcasses like the, it wasn't about feeding themselves it was about making sure that somebody Starving else couldn't feed someone themselves. else it's funny you mentioned that which because is an insane idea so the I think it's the Colorado River feeds like I can't remember how many states it's water. And so they have this huge debate right now about who gets to use how much of like the water. That's it's a massive issue in the states. And all these farmers have alfalfa farms. And they were interviewing them and they're like, "Why do you grow alfalfa?" And they were like, "It's one of the most water-heavy intensive crops on earth." And the guy was like, "I do it so that I can keep my water." It's like if I don't grow alfalfa, if I don't keep using the same amount of water, the government will come in and tell me I have to use less water. So he's like, so I don't even. He's like, the alfalfa I just have so that I can keep the same using the same Spending amount of water, the to and keep it's the and it's draining all this water. So there, there's literally farmers all across the states growing this fucking useless crop just in, so that they can yeah, keep the same amount in, of water. In every system, in every business, and anything that like where you're getting money from somebody else based on a grant or like that. It's always the same thing. It's always people spending unnecessary money just to make sure that they get the same yeah, amount of unnecessary yeah. money next year. It's crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. and we wonder why our <clears throat> systems don't work properly. Like that just creates this amount of back, um, you know, behind the scenes pile up. It's it's the, it's the story of those time is getting one having one problem and getting something else to get rid of the problem, but now you have that problem. Yeah. But it'd be super cool if they could have everyone move out of New York City, bar it up and just fill it full of wolves or some sort of super predator for the rats. 
That would be pretty awesome. Just, to just uh, give but them, of course, you have another problem. But give them could, a fighting just, chance. You go like. Oh. What a great show that would be! I uh, you there, just put GoPros on a hundred wolves in there, New York City, dude. There's a documentary. If you could wrangle them up at the end, take them somewhere. Nice. There's a documentary right now on Netflix. It's called uh, <laughs> Chimp Empire. Everybody should watch it. It's fucking awesome. So I had been watching all these documentaries from like years ago about the Nagogo Park, which mm-hmm. is this park where all these chimps live. It's it's like a huge part of. Uh, Maybe in Africa, Africa, Africa? Or South America. <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember where it was. Anyways, um, and they follow these chimps around and you watch like, you know, they've named them all and you can see who's in charge and who's trying to gain power. And this is all going on. And I watched all these ones about the chimp wars. They patrol their borders. This one is like present time. So things have happened to these chimps that I was watching and now I get to see how it turned out. It's really cool, man. It's a big week for you. The, how close they are to us. And I don't mean the way they look. I mean, the way they think like this idea that we're so different from them. It's not, it's like they are right there at that point where like those important decisions start being made. And the second you start making those, that's like that consciousness flip, you know? Well, Simon, it made me think, because you always talk about how, like, the Zachariah Sitchin, um, you know, ancient civilization type deal. There's a good, there's a chance that, you know, like, we're, like, right now, they're saying, you know, we're watching some of these animals start to use tools. Yeah, get out of their, or enter their own Stone Age. Or sure, whatever. there's a good chance that they just did that through years of watching us, and that we have potentially done the same. Like he showed the rat with the stick. Just like we watched the aliens for a long time and then mimicked yeah, We watched them build did. the pyramids. We watched them build a ton of stuff. And again, when it's like, when they say maybe we built the pyramids, like we built the pyramids, I mean, that's fine. The, the way we use horses, like we have no problem to this day getting a horse to pull a plow or drag whatever the fuck we need or elephants. Like there's been a ton of animals over the years that we've used to help us build things. There's no reason that like. They didn't pick something up along the way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we did build the pyramids, but we were just fucking apes at the time. But through, but through hundreds or thousands of years of watching something, we then picked up a hammer ourselves, and we're that's possible. But which is probable? They may have learned from us, but somehow we've learned nothing from them. I don't think we've learned nothing from them. Well, no, we still can't figure out languages. You just seem like AI probably will do it again here. What do you mean? What languages? recordings of whales or whatever and figure well, out whales what we have a problem with but i'm pretty sure like there are lots Dogs. of animals that they do understand the uh maybe with i mean they, sign they think language, they think they understand with sign language possibly but just i don't know well There's that's it the fact that the, there. the fact that they can teach an ape sign language is fucking wild but these chimps, like you see it, man, where like, you know, one of them is left out or there's real emotion there. It's not. And, and, that's conscious. What, and that's what I think the same is for every animal. You know, like you have a pack of wolves and one of those wolves is being left out, picked on by the other wolves. Like they're not having a good time. I, I just this idea that other animals don't feel things to me is insane. I, I can't get on board. with Squirrels. Them. Every animal feels things down to the I mean, maybe bugs are different just because at that point you're talking about like a totally different set of mechanisms, but mammals and animals and the birds, maybe fish are different because again, maybe just underwater changes so many things. I, uh, 
Yeah, like I saw a video of a baby <clears throat> a baby rhino the other day, like rushing a wildebeest. A baby rhino. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know what I mean? And again, it's it, you can put that human aspect on it, which I did, but like that's kind of how a human would act. You know what I mean? You see a little baby run towards something it's unsure of, and then that thing like might rear up, and all of a sudden the baby's like, oh, fuck, turns yeah, around and runs to- back. You know? Totally, yeah. I saw an orangutan the other day at a, it's in an enclosure, and it's swinging on this bar. And the bar is like, it's tough to explain. It's two bars on a on a thing, so it swings like this. Either way, it's holding on to one of the bars, and it swings, and the bar swings back and hits it in the stomach. And the thing lets go and drops and hits the ground like this, and it's like, <laughs> I just was like, holy fuck, that's exactly how yeah. I would react. Like, yeah. Other than it saying motherfucker. Sorry, Kamar, keep going. And you wouldn't even, if you were a kid when that happened, you would just cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have no language No words, yet, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, the He's story. so uninterested in this conversation. It's crazy, sto- dude. He's too good for it. No, I mean, no, 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 no. He no, proved no, a long no. time ago. He's no, much no, too no, good no. for a Dan Flores conversation. Full disclosure, I have way too many notes. I know like, you do. This like is going to be, yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm, so I'm trying to like, I'm trying to... Th- I don't want to miss out on something. I'm well, sorry. Well, the problem is this. Hold on. Full disclosure. You guys are pieces of shit, and I can't be bothered with the conversation. No, no. Listen. <laughs> I do. Is it all my face? I have to say, though, Simon, for the sake of time, you have to make a choice right now. Do you want to go deep on Flores, or do you want more alien guy? Everything on Flores, super interesting. I'm loving it. I, I want to talk I want about more it. alien guy than Flores. Okay, then Flores, because so, unfortunately, then we can only give Flores about 10 more minutes. I, I, I recognize that. I'm just trying. I know you that, are. And, I, and that's I, what I was just doing right now. Because yeah. like, like, this can't be a five-hour episode. <laughs> it could be, though. It, 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 it could be. Yes, this could be a five-hour episode. I highly episode. recommend listening to the Dan Flores episode. I'll, I'll just say that Give now. Give him a few more points. For all you people who are only listening, I am throwing my sweat. Come on. Well, uh... A story that we will come to know all too well is the owl with seventy five. Oh, I love um, I love that story. Uh, Mister Jangles and Posse. Dude, the visual on that is hilarious. Like as an artist, that is just a funny fucking. Of course. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a Far Side cartoon. Like a dinosaur. No, no, I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a Far Side cartoon. I forgot about the Far Side. So good. When you first said Far Side, I was like, the rap group? And I was like, oh my God, no, that's right, the Far Side. Because I was thinking the other day, I'm like, I can't believe nobody's ever done like a, a alien cartoon. It's because uh, car- comic strips are done, right? First of all, comic strips are done, but you could do it in like a internet-y way. But I then guess, I was like, yeah. oh no, every joke has been made by Gary Larson. There yeah. is not one funny alien, Bigfoot, whatever thing you can think of that he hasn't done already. It's so, so weird you mention of humans. It's so funny you mention it because like growing up, my parents had so many comic strip books. Like the the Charles Adams book where it had, had like all the best Adams family comic strips in it. Charles f- Adams? Yeah, the guy that created the Adams family. Like the Adams family, like um Morticia and yeah. it was a comic strip. It was a comic strip by Charles Adams. Okay. Same thing, the far side. My mom had all the far side books. I read every I don't think I Calvin and Hobbes was like my Calvin and Hobbes, yeah. It's funny how that's gone. It yeah, totally. Like did Dilbert, pi- Dilbert was kind of the and last one. And never to be made into movies. He, like there was never a Cal. Well, that's because he was so strict about his. Um, talking about Dilbert? No, Waterson, Bill Waterson, oh, yeah. the guy who did uh, Calvin and Hobbes. He would never let like. Yeah, a lot of those guys were real anti-establishment types. Yeah, same and with Gary Larson. Just hate him I for think. it. 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> we used to just ate them for We it. used to have this set of Farside books. It was like this special set. It came in two giant leather bound. Like they were huge, man. I loved it. I'd take it in the bathroom with me all the time. So, yeah, but it was too big books, to yeah. hold on your lap. You'd have to put it on the ground and flip the pages with your foot. With your shitty foot. <laughs> I can only say I I don't remember learning about any of this stuff in history in school. The short time I was in school. I don't like, remember learning about animals in school. This might have been more interesting had this been taught. Did you learn about... Other than dinosaurs, I don't remember being taught about animals in school. No, ever. we hardly learned about dinosaurs. I learned about dinosaurs on my own as a kid. Yeah. What I mean... Though, hold on, hold time. on. What I mean is like from like grade, I don't know, four till eight, if you had to do like a project or like a, a, a public speaking thing, a lot of people did on dinosaurs. It was That's, all about politics and shit. Historical politics. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't ever remember them teaching us about animals, the history of animals, e- any of that. Even shit. like we, when I was in grade seven or eight, I can't remember which one. Our history class focused on Indian, uh, Native Canadians. So like we picked the Ojibwe tribe. Yeah, and it was like mildly interesting. But even that shit that they teach you in school is so watered down. It's this version that the Canadian government wants you to... The, the government doesn't look all that bad. Right. They're not even involved in it at all, first of all. You know no, what I mean? But they have shit. so... There's so little um, evidence of... Evidence isn't the right word. Remaining of how they actually live that we have to fill in the gaps by I mean, in making their, up what we think happened. In their defense, too, how many fucking... First Nations tribes were there. Like the the history is so fu- you know what I mean? Like to teach it in to to argue that you're gonna learn it in high school is tough. No, but at least They'd they could s- be teaching it the right way, you know? Like, I don't know. To me, this idea that uh, okay, so let me ask you this real yeah. quick. Do you think you could teach the entire history of not North like North I don't want to say Canada because it's only 175 years old, and I don't want to say North America because that includes the states, but like if you went back to like 1500 till now, do you think in a four year span you can teach a kid about the history of like the real full, do you think that's possible? This is a real question. I'm sure it's possible. Okay. I don't think you'd be that in depth. I mean, you could pick one tribe. No, but you'd get a better idea of what what the landscape was really like. Sure. I agree with you. My point is here. There's people here 23,000 years ago. Well, okay, so have that as a this is what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. So let's say you're starting 50,000 years ago. Okay. Let's just take that number, throw it out there. 50,000 okay. years ago, there were 10 million people living in um, Canada or wherever. Let's just say that in Canada, there were three major cities at the time, one in Ontario, one in fucking, who knows? You know what I mean? After all that time, those civilizations rise and fall for whatever reason, an asteroid, a comet, whatever the, the remainders that are left are these people who kind of understand the old ways, but who are just trying to survive in this new world after the fact. Right. Okay. Which is why you're going to get left with all these different tribes all over the place who are, you know, the, we would look at it as um, not as advanced as like the white man coming over. Okay. But those are like the dying embers, the last 
bit that's left of this like glorious civilization. That's how that works, right? Which got yeah, but back what does up this to... have to do with my point? Is to, my point remains is like you're you're arguing about school. Like I just, it's tough to it's tough to imagine that they could have possibly taught us in high school any amount of like the proper amount of history. Like let's say because you were like yeah that any amount would have been better than what we got. Like let's say you're you're a high school teacher. You like Kamar said you have to pick and choose like which tribe you want to spend the most time on, and that and in this fucking climate you could it's tough enough. Well, I mean, the way we did it was different groups focused on different tribes and then everybody presented. So the idea was that within one section, you'd learn about 12 or 15 different tribes. Listen, all of that is possible. All I was saying was um, all we get taught, I get taught that there were the Ojibwe and the Cree and the this and the that, and this is what they did. And this is how they lived based on this tiny little bit of knowledge that we have that is absolutely incorrect. Like we don't even know what we're talking about. They don't even tell you that there were people living here before, which is insane. It's like insane. I grew up thinking yeah, okay. that the Indians were the first people here, that group of Indians, these but hold on, do 25 not... tribes were, they were not man. Yeah. But do you not think that we've just like the, what's Graham Hancock's fucking ancient apocalypse? No, 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 oh. no, no. The, the younger driest impact theory, like that's only 30 years old, isn't it? Just the theory. Yes, the theory. I'm saying, obviously, if it if it's real, it's hundreds of thousands of years old. But I'm saying, if when we were in high school, this theory was not there yet, then they didn't necessarily... Is it the being general taught public. today or being mentioned for, now? For sure. But also... Yeah, I hear what you're saying. That theory... Because all I'm saying... When the original white people would have come over here, yeah. they would have come over to the remnants of these amazing structures that they then buried and destroyed to make sure that they were never seen because they want their people to believe that savages live here and they need to be exterminated. And if they knew they were just like you, like one generation removed, two generations, whatever it is, they'd be a lot harder to kill, I would imagine, you, you know, to... To let why, these genocides on. go on. But why also, like, Native Americans were burning each other's villages too, right? That's not a purely white thing, right? Like, if a Native American tribe was warring with another tribe, they would go through and burn the whole village, right? My point is just, you were like, if we're going to come over here and knock down these buildings just to prove that they're savages or that they don't exist, they were doing that as well. It's not just... What I'm saying is, like, if well, you found a, a shit, a, an, an ancient old Native site that you were like, it's a... I don't know, a village that burnt down. It's not necessarily that settlers did it, right? It really feels like it's the missing link at this point. Cause well, in, I don't think... In, so. in reading um, Empire of the Summer Moon, yeah, all those accounts, like there's one or two from the chick and like one Indian guy, but most of it is from Texas Rangers, yeah. everyone else. There's a whole other side, and the reason we don't... They're all dead. Yeah. And it's in a different language, but they're talking about 3,000, 4,000 years ago. They would have all this information, and it's gone. It's not like hidden somewhere because I, I don't think they had any sort of written historical thing. But that's how, I mean, that's how ancient civilizations work, right? Like they killed each other and all that information died with the losing side, right? Yeah, I mean, I imagine, I, I think the hope would have been that these uh, civilizations that thrived and were taken out by, uh, let's say, a comet rather than they just burnt themselves out like we seem to be doing right now, mm -hmm. that maybe they were at a place where, I don't know, maybe there wasn't that much war. 
Like war is a thing that we see in very recent history, right? It's it was in good modern. Well, what do you mean by recent? Well, because we don't know what was going on ten thousand years ago or whatever the fuck it was, right? Like we. I guess my assumption is like the chimps. Like, I don't feel like there's ever been a time where we've been totally at peace as well, human I mean, beings. We definitely haven't seen it. But, but I'm even saying I'm just again just judging. You're by the looking way- at five thousand years of history. Sure. On potentially what we're talking about is maybe like... Okay, but even if you're using 50,000 years, what I'm saying is chimps aren't a peaceful people, if they're people. They're not a peaceful group, right? Like they war, they cannibalize, they kill each other. My point is, if that's what we were or are, then I have a tough time believing that even if you went back 10,000 years, that there was like seriously peaceful times. He was saying 10,000 years ago, there was 56 million. Well, this is what I'm saying. 10,000 years ago, you might have been looking at like that civilization in its midst it at its end time at its beginning like who even knows right we don't understand time at all are and I'm, I'm not saying i'm any better than you i'm saying all of us collectively we look at this tiny little slice of pie yeah but that's all we can look at fine sure okay but everything th- things happened before that we like to make it think like it was only dinosaurs and cavemen yeah i get it but simon it's even, a long but, time but even then my point <laughs> Most of the answers you want, you're not going to get. There's not going to be a way to go back unless we time travel. We're not going to get like the definitive answers we want. Like Kamara's saying, like because all those Native Americans died, we're, that's just gone. That part of history is gone. And that's how history works unless well, you have. I, and some of it is gone because they want it to be gone. Whoever. Sure. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. My point, though, is like it's not always as sinister as that. Like for you to say that we don't have good records of 5,000 years ago because we wanted it, that's not necessarily the truth. That's a, it's a narrative, but the records were just all oral. Like the burning of Alexandria. That's a good example of like, they probably didn't, for some reason, someone wanted all that information gone. That's a good example. I would use that. But to say that just across time, anytime we don't have good records is because they're being withheld. I just don't buy that. I think sometimes they're just, sometimes they're just gone for sure. But listen, sorry, groups get not groups get knocked out. Historically speaking, it's happened. So like we act like, there haven't been groups of people that have been wiped off the face of the earth many times over. It happens, unfortunately, all the fucking time. Genocides. And again, I know what you're saying. Well, if we go back far, maybe there weren't genocides. I think there probably always were. That's just my opinion. I guess it depends on what time in that civilization it was. Yeah, you're probably right. Beginning of civilizations probably require war. But even then, hold on. Forget about beginning of civilizations, because he's saying if there's 56 million people, there's multiple civilizations. There was probably one peaceful civilization but you went like 2,000 miles that way and that civilization was in chaos or... Or or maybe it was much farther than that and those two civilizations sure, never, met. never met. Yeah, I agree. But I'm just saying is I think that I, I have a tough time believing that if humans were on Earth, there was a peaceful time. That's all I'm saying. Ever. Yes, that's, that's my... That's all I'm saying. I have a tough time believing that as long as we've been here, there's... Just doesn't add up. And to I me. disagree. I think it's... Uh, all civilizations are going to start like you're saying there's going to be bumps along the road and hopefully you like the point is to get to some sort of utopia where everybody like the bonobos you know what i mean they're just fucking cool they don't have to fight because they're fucking all the time how if our civilization just on uh you know baseline is two thousand years ago they crucified jesus whatever, and now we're AI and computers. And these guys were around thousands of years, and they, for thousands of years, they just always were 
what he's describing the Clovis and stuff killing because they didn't have arrows or they didn't have the idea of it was well, always was cl- they, close combat. Well, oh, Clo- Clovis, yeah. Clovis is such a great example. And just as time comes, obviously uh, technology advances, but for thousands of years, they just getting your head smashed in by a hoof or a before, mammoth tusk or whatever. Before you go balls deep on Clovis. Every minute you talk Clovis is one less alien. Okay, fine. I'll, that'll be the last thing I say, though, is about Clovis and how just kind of limited we are as a species. Just, you know, they dig down 10,000 feet or whatever it is, and they find these arrowheads. And they're just like, this is it. This is what we've been looking for. This is where humanity started 10,000 years ago. Should we dig down further and see if there's anything else? Don't bother. <laughs> you know what what are the odds? No, but I mean, no, but you're doing this weird thing where like we will, like they might not now, but eventually. We- no, what happened, Matt? And this is a proven fact is that they went down that far. They all agreed that was where it ended. They wrote their textbooks and then nobody wanted to go back. Like they were like, oh yeah. So now we've gone farther. No, but this is where you're wrong. Cause there's the Graham Hancock's out there. Like you're talking about the establishment. I'm talking there's always about- people that are going so it's a fact. We know it to be a fact, but you, and you, you just made up a or thing. Your, they went 10,000 feet down. Your, they wrote their textbooks. Or your, <laughs> children, or your children will not be taught that. Like it, come on, man. Listen, you can see this. You're being arbitrary. Hold on. I'm not being arbitrary. No you didn't homeschool your kid. You put him in school. Yeah. Okay. Well, then what the fuck are we doing here? You can't be all like agitated that they weren't, that none of us were taught the right things. No, it's up to me to teach my son this after the fact, I guess. But like but you don't care, but you don't have the Can info. Can you make it interesting for him? Or is like shut up, Dad? Of course he's like shut up, Dad. I would have to get him to watch Ancient Apocalypse. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not intriguing at all. Oh, no, no. Hold on. Uh, You're his friend, and you've tuned out for half of this. No, so no, 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 no. Be... I, I sort of know what we're talking about. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm aware. I like how he didn't deny it. that he tuned out <laughs> for half of this. Let's move on. I'm done with this. Let's go. Just but the last point I want to get in is it's crazy how they were having. Even back then, because it was all hunter-gatherer abortion for population control, he thinks that might have been a um, catalyst for agriculture. He didn't really offer much proof for. I, I, he didn't much proof for anything, and there is what not was much that? proof of Sorry, anything. No, I, but said? that's that, that's one of the weird things about history to me is like when he said that, I just I was like, well, he's smart and he seems to know what he's talking about. I'm going to take that at face value. But like now that I'm sitting here, I'm like, well, how how can you prove that? <laughs> People were having abortions 5,000 years ago. Well, he, he was just saying population control. They're like, well, we only have, we only feed this many mouths. I mean, Nancy, listen. Nancy, uh, little Joe's got to go. Again, oh, I see the, the keep I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. Check. I'm not saying that doesn't make sense to me. I'm just saying just that. It would absolutely make sense, exa- especially if you were able to like forecast your crops and stuff. That, I that's get a no brainer. I'm not saying it's, it's before crops. They're saying because they were stuck in this, we only get we have only have enough people for the food we can go and kill to feed them. Actually, if we st- stuck here and started doing food, then you can keep your kids. We could grow. Simon, my problem is this: with history across the board, even Dan Flores, he didn't say I have proof that there are. He said, like, what I want from him is to say because I it wasn't clear. My hypothesis is that they were having abortions because of A, B, and C, and D. I can deal with that. I can say great hypothesis. He's laid it out, but it sounded like he was saying, I have proof that there was abortions. And I'm just now sitting here. I'm like, well, he didn't really offer up much proof. Like it makes sense. Again, I agree with everything that he's saying that, that I just, you know, the evidence is difficult. And I think too, that, you know, depending on where you are in the climb or fall of that civilization, 
you have those babies born and then you just sacrifice them to the gods. Like, I know it's not abortion, but that must have happened a lot. You know what I mean? Well, we don't know about We're talking about 5,000 years ago. They might not have had any gods. We don't know. Okay, sure. Well, I'm just saying, if we're going to play that game, like, we're unsure. I just think uh, this Aliens. abortion idea is a very recent one. It's probably far more likely that they controlled their population simply by killing children once they were born. Sure. Like, I don't know. That seems more likely. To yeah, me. I didn't I think, think the, was... the technical know-how just to push her down the stairs. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. let her give birth and then... Yeah, I understand. Off the and then say the, an owl got it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Take, take the kid for That's a That's right. It's uh, always weird to me, though. Wouldn't you kill an elderly person first? I think they cherish mm, their elderly people. The wisdom. No, but I'm just saying is like you have you have a fresh, you have a mouth to feed that needs less food. It only becomes productive, say, it's gonna need, eight years in. I think, yeah, I get it. But I'm just saying you're, you're, if your lifespan is only 30 years back then, or let's say four, we don't know what the life, but let's assume it was much shorter than it is now. No, I thought it was most interesting because I I thought it was like make as many things as possible. I think the elders were the most important people. I agree. I'm just saying. So the idea of because the idea probably back then was like you made it this far. It's fucking incredible. How did you avoid this many saber tooth tiger attacks? Baby could die tomorrow is the point, and you've already accumulated all this information. You can now pass down to the rest of the tribe. What do you rate it? Because you'd like to talk aliens for some amount. Yeah, I mean, this is why we need to split these up. Just looking forward for next time. Can oh, I see. Pile two together because then Simon you wanted. Share Simon the time. wanted like Flores you get one and one. Yeah. Simon wanted to do a, an hour and a half on Flores, fifteen minutes we on Miss Pat. We should just do that anyway. We can still do that. Let's switch it around on the fly. Okay. Because sure. that makes Audible. way more sense. So we'll so do we Miss Pat. A little, bit we'll do a little more, more Flores. Little more Flores. Then we'll do Miss Pat. Yeah. Like perfect. fifteen minutes of Miss Pat. Were there only five this week? Only. What is wrong with you? No, no, but there were there were five. Yeah. Because we could try and fit two in now if you wanted to and then do the last. But what no, no, no. Call audible. You still have to rate this one. No, no, no. He wants to do more Flores and then he wants to do like 15 more minutes of Flores and then go Miss Pat. No, that's just a, I mean, I, I thought we could just do the rest in post show, but yeah. Well, that's not how this works. Well, Reboot. Either way, I think we should do it, like I said, so that the alien guy gets as much time as we want. I'm with you. I, I listen. Whatever you want, Simon. It's rare that we get you in a good mood and enjoying this. So, so let's cherish so this. M- let's do uh, Miss Pat and uh, Dave Smith. But Dave Smith's going to be a long. No, one. we should do Dave Smith, not Miss Pat. Let's do Dave Smith. Okay. Sure. Because that is like an hour long one, right? That's we about take a we break have. and then Look, we start with John Fox. And, listen, and then we listen, start with John Fox. There's and no way. There's no is. way that this podcast is going to be less than four hours. No, so it, it's I, fine. I, there really should be. We'll keep it down. It doesn't have to be that. Well, let's, let's do Dave Smith. I'm confused. Are you going to rate Dan Flores? Or are we doing no. another 10 minutes on Dan Flores? Dan, do Dave Smith. Yeah, Dan, Dan Flores, Flores is getting a 4.1. I give Dan Flores a four. I thought it was really interesting. I give it a four. Amazing. We could have had an agreement. You could but, hit the button. Well, we know it won't work. Yep. Big fucking surprise. We got an agreement. It'd just be cool if something fucking worked. Go ahead. 1977, Dave Smith. An unassuming name from an unassuming man, but I would like to say, if you want to know what I think about stuff, just listen to him. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? The same yes. thing. Like, I, I agree with all the points, yet I can't articulate them 
We've established with articles. That. Yeah. Coincidentally, yada, yada, yada. I just happened to watch the roast of Big J Orkerson this week. Yeah. It was from 2015. Mm-hmm. And every joke about Dave Smith was about what a terrible comedian he was. <laughs> but an excellent commentator. No, but he's just come so far in, in this short period of time. Like that was like the running gag amongst the comedians, you know? Well, it was interesting what, what he brought up sort of, he he obviously gave uh, Joe flowers for opening the club and doing it right. It took so long, whatever. Yeah, like everyone does, as you have to do, kiss a ring. But then I don't think you. I don't think you have to do that. <laughs> yes, you do. You think Joe? If you don't do that, Joe's like, oh, you're never coming back. I think you might notice, Simon. That. It's like if someone if someone gives you playoff tickets and you don't send a thank you the next day, a follow up thank you, even if you're you thank them six times, you're never again. getting playoff tickets again, as you shouldn't yeah. realistically. Yeah. But, so. I'm with Kamar. I think if you show it's up, yeah, you got to kiss the ring. Club looks great. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. But there's only 52 spots there. A year? Are you about well, Dave was spots? saying about booking a week there. 52 spots in a week. 50, 52 spots in a year. There's 52 weeks. Headlining. Whatever. I don't even know how they do it there. I guess you headline Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Maybe I believe it's closed on how- Sunday. I'm not sure. I don't think it's closed any day of the week. But Joe said there's some comics who want to headline here, but it's like, you can't do that. Sunday's an open mic, he said it. Not mention any names. Yeah, he was talking about Brandon Schaub. There's no doubt about that. No. Are you fucking kidding me? He said, I can't believe there are comics out there who know they're not an opener and still want to come and headliner and still want to come and do it. No way. Dude, are in you... my head, I was imagining oh, older no. comics no, who haven't changed their no, act in no, many no. years. That was a hundred percent at Brandon Chubb. He's the only one who hasn't been there yet. A hundred percent. I disagree. <laughs> well, I disagree. you're crazy. There's something then. going on though. You have to admit with that. Yeah, of course. But I... Brandon should have. Uh, there should be a picture on the Comedy Mothership Instagram. Can of I Chubb killing it on the little band? Can I tell you what happened? I'll tell you exactly what happened, okay? Joe has given control of the club to Adam Eget and people who know what they're doing, okay? Yeah. He then can't step in and say, oh, you gotta let Brendan Schaub on. They are going to decide who are the best comedians in the business, and those are the people who are going to come to the mothership. It's the same way Brendan wasn't passed at the store. He did do spots there, though. As a favor to Joe Rogan. At somebody else's club. Well, Adam Eget was running it, so I, they, they have a relationship. I, I, did, don't know I just think there are enough comedians out there who have said to Joe, by you um, putting your weight behind this guy, and he hasn't gotten any better, Like you're, it's almost like you're lying to people now if you keep saying, go see this guy, you know? I, I just, I'm telling you, that's what's fucking happening. Look, I watch enough of these fucking soap opera videos... I'm pretty well. Is it an Indian in guy the, that you uh, watch with glasses? He's one of the, I hate him, <laughs> but there's a bunch of them. Like there, there must be for some reason this week, this guy started popping up on my oh, feed. And I was like, it's, this is because of Simon, yeah, isn't it? He's everywhere. Oh, you've been, j- he's terrible. Sharing an algorithm he something? can, he can hardly even read his script. Kamar, you forget that we're in this room talking about things. The Apple TV, the mm. PlayStation, the TV, they're all listening. And so when Simon's like, <laughs> the, Andrew Schultz, Whitney, the Whitney worst, Cummings beef. It's like, oh yeah. The thing is, the worst of the Brendan Schaub haters, and I mean, it, it's a living. <laughs> oh, you fuck Brendan Schaub, you get two two hundred k. Yeah, one of the hundred percent. One of the guy has a lisp. You want to make a video like, do well? By the way, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, the, there's one guy. He got a lisp, 
And I, I just want to comment. Shut up. You have a lisp. You really shouldn't be throwing shade. But I, that's. Yeah, you probably don't want to do that. Guys, people like. Hey, just, just between us three. People like. <laughs> and everybody else listening to your lisp. People like anger and hatred. Our biggest YouTube video is which one? Do you know? Do you know? Neither of you know. No, I don't know. It's the one labeled the guy's shit on Neil deGrasse Tyson for exactly five minutes and 38 seconds. Nice. It has like thousands of views. Again, it's labeled we shit on someone. People love that stuff. That's it's weird. That's going to come up later in the show. Oh, okay. Um, So obviously our goal is to get to that comic bar. Mitzi's, yeah. That'd, That'd be the coolest thing ever if you get there after 11. It's a public bar till 11. If you're there 1101, respect. Yeah, it's a sad dream, but it is a dream of mine to, to I, be I, high in there at midnight I and don't see think, Chappelle I don't think in. it's impossible. It is impossible. I don't think it is. I don't think it happen. is. I don't think it is. Um, then obviously it wouldn't be an episode if Dave didn't talk about politics. <laughs> I mean, that's a shtick. <laughs> we want the best person for the job in any position. I was just going to say, I love that Dave never falters. He comes in with the same fucking energy absolutely every time. Like, Well, for him, it's it's a showcase. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a bunch of right-wingers are going to listen to this and go, that's my guy or whatever. He's echoing and I'm going to go to part of the problem. So it really benefits him. I'm just tired. I'm not of him. I'm just, I'm so tired because it's like, none of us have the power to change this. Of it all. Joe has the biggest show in the world. And every week he has people coming on and echoing all this shit and nothing changes. Well, the bones were found in New York. So, I mean, there's small, no, I just ones. mean, politically, I, I under, I politically understand. speaking, like we could have someone come on tomorrow and, and expose the wildest shit the government's ever done. And a week from now, we'd forget about it. It'd be on to the next fucking thing. Like, well, we sort of in, uh, experienced that this week. Biden Harris, we want the best people for the job. They clearly are not the best people for the job. Do you think in our lifetime, will ever be like, wow. No, no. Those are good politics. Like the older you get, the more skeptical you're going to get. Like, and, are we ever going to get somebody good in office? Like our golden moment for a president, uh, who knows what's going on up here, but our golden moment was Obama. We all thought America finally got their shit together and elected a competent person who's going to do something well. We all thought that. Have you ever heard this Kurt Vonnegut quote? True terror is to wake up one morning and discover that your high school class is running the country. That sounds about right. Yeah. But that's what that's what that was our sweet spot. We'd seen George Bush or Bill Clinton. George Bush was the worst. Then Obama, and we were all like, "This, we're on our way." Little did we not know that he was as bad as them all because it's a uniparty, as Dave calls it. Doesn't matter if you vote Republican or Democrat; they all no, have the no. Same I think you're abso- lobbying. I think no, you're but- absolutely right. We thought Obama was going to be this moment of change and hope, and it he ended up being as bad or or worse than all the rest. And then you have Trump and you're like, okay, well, we might not like Trump, but at least he's different than the rest of them. And then he gets into the office. He's exactly the same as everybody else. Like, you're just constantly let down. (laughs) There is no hope. Well, think about it. It was Ronald Reagan, then George Bush. And then we got Bill Clinton, which was like, oh, yeah, great. And what did Bill Clinton do? He signed all sorts of wild crime bills. And like, he pretty much... We thought we were getting a Democrat and we got the worst person ever who ran, who had like Republican like, like all those crime bills are Republican bills. Well, because that's the side to say you're this way, but look, I'm, I'm on your issues. Like he was talking about Biden. Biden was one of the worst for those mandatory minimum sentences and the anti-drug shit and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Republican, uh, Democrat, it doesn't matter. Everybody's going to jail. Like 
they're not any better. They're the the Biden doesn't run on a platform of I'm going to um uh, take all the money out of prison systems or right. Like, you know what I mean? Neither party is trying to make it fair. Did you hear Biden this week say that they have to reelect Trump? Biden said they have Why? to reelect Trump. Who? It was, it, he was fumbling for his words. Oh, oh, sorry. And he ended up, his final quote ended up being, you know, he got to reelect Donald Trump. If, you could see everyone was like, ah, Joe. It'll be the cruelest thing ever if they make him run again. Well, not, I don't. I assume that he was a puppet, so he would not be running. But apparently, he's running. I'm going to call out Bernie Sanders because I no longer like Joe was like Bernie's different. No, he's not. Not at all. First of all, they railroaded him, and then he backed Biden, and now he just backed Biden again. And it's like, dude, there's no fucking way that if you- Ber- Bernie is one of those guys who's like the party is the most important thing. I, the, think been, I think he's been. I think he's been to Epstein Island at this point. Well, no, no, because that that kind of makes sense, right? Like he tries his hardest, but then in the end, it's better to have the shitty Biden in than Trump, because at least my party, right? Like that's what. But it if if he's just going to kowtow, then he might as well step down, enjoy the last of his years in Vermont, and at least have a, a predecessor who's got more spit and vinegar or whatever. Well, I just for listen. This guy's been like. Yeah, I just, for Bernie to back Biden at this point, come on, there's got to be some other Democrat that you think is more f- suited to the job of enter, running the fucking country. Enter RFK. Have you ever heard him talk? I haven't, no. So he, he had throat, he had throat voice, cancer yeah. or something, yeah, know, so yeah. that's a real problem. But it's interesting how they talked about how the CIA killed his dad and his uncle. Yep. They, they were more rid of the uncle, and I was like, well, he actually killed his dad. Yeah, that really yeah. is the right guy to have in there for the job. But look, look at Gretchen. Like he could, he had a terribly thick French accent. He had like that stroke thing where half his face was fucked up. He was prime minister of Canada. If he like, couldn't you speak don't... French, he wouldn't have. I agree. He would. He wouldn't have. Kamar's uh, right. Been prime minister. He was a French. It's true. First, and it, no one cared about how he struggled through his English. Yeah. But that's what it was. I, I think. I agree. I don't know what you're talking about. There was there was a guy saying, named. Um, what he's saying is like, Gretchen got a huge swath of French speaking voters. All of Quebec voted for him. Doesn't yeah, matter like, if it's so if you don't have or if, liberal, whatever. If he was an English speaker from Manitoba who had had a stroke, he wouldn't have had any of Quebec voting for him. Most likely, I'm oh, just saying. Okay, sure. And then all the liberals fall suit. Um, but 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 his voice was as bad as RFK. RFK sounds like. He's in agony every word he says. He should get some sort of voice boxer. Uh, that? that sounds way scarier. Well, no, he could be a successful comedian that way. Ariel Bilwani or whatever his name is. Um, Ariel Hawani? No, who's who's Ariel Bilal? Who's the guy from Canada, from Ottawa? I should know him. I don't think it's Ariel. Never met him in my life. He's huge on Kill Tony. I don't see why. It's weird that we live in this world. <clears throat> I, I understand that it's like a, a talking position, but you just want who's best for the job. Who gives a shit? And and time and time, so, so yeah. Um, at the very beginning of the pandemic, when the, all the leaders came on and said this was happening, for a second we all felt, wow, the, the people who are in charge know what they're doing. Yep. They, they sound like they have a plan, and like um, I've been surrounded by all this... Um, who knows what I've been on MD. I've done as much research on this thing. I've watched enough videos of people dying in the streets of China or whatever. And there's someone saying, we know it's coming. We've got a plan. 
we're going to take care of you. And everyone's like, sweet. And that has just eroded over the time. So I'd like to just take this time to fuck Fauci. Um, what, what, was that like a statement or was that, what, what, what are you doing No, here? I agree. There was a moment where it was like, the politicians no, you're agreeing charge. with yourself. You said that. <laughs> yes, yes. You said there was a moment. We didn't say that. But now, yeah, he's a, now he's trying to pat himself on the back. Uh, X years later, yeah, that in that same moment, if someone was incompetent, had no idea what they're talking about. We, you can we can only assess this after the fact. I'm saying I had confidence with the leaders in the very beginning. Okay, maybe it's two months, three months. I I, I can't pinpoint where I started saying this is bullshit, but. It's just interesting. In reflection, in the moment, you can get swept up or just need to have someone tell you it's going to be all right. Even though they're actually lying to you or they don't know what they're talking about, which you learn after the fact. So it changes it. Because, I mean, Dave is like saying never forget what people said or, or did. And I, I don't know if I agree with that. But we do know now that the lab leak was from Wuhan. No, but I, okay, look, I think what he was saying, I don't think he was talking about you, the buddy who was giving you a hard time. I think he was saying like Arnold Schwarzenegger, guys like that, said, you, can't, you cannot let off the hook now because they were obviously disingenuous, right? Like they weren't like you and me or, yes. or me and Matt who got duped. But, you but, know but, what but, I mean? He was, was what I'm saying. You can never forget what Trudeau said or... A lot of our journalists, that's I, another thing. I agree with that completely, though. Those are the people you shouldn't forget. You have to forgive your the guys who didn't know. If you don't know, you're operating off emotion. You know what I mean? These people knew. Well, I think the big thing, too, is, like, power. Like, Simon did not, like, if Simon was, like, at, like begging you to get vaccinated or, or telling you, I think it's in your best interest, Simon has no power. He's just as a friend telling you what he thinks is well, best. Did you, did you see what Trudeau just said this week? No, I'm sure it was heinous. He said, I didn't force anyone to get vaccinated. <laughs> I just provided incentives. Dude, he's hilarious. That's hilarious. And Fauci's doing the exact same thing. I never want lockdown or whatever. And we'll get back into this. Well, no, no, no. The- but Canada, for sure, like we had the passport, right? Like that is pretty much forcing people. Of course it's it either is. that or you're not allowed to uh, associate with society. That's the... His argument is that you could still, you couldn't go do things that you enjoy. We didn't but put you, a gun to anyone's head. Well, no, his I point mean, was... that is true. His point was you could still go the places you need to go. Yep. The gas station, yep. the no, drugstore, no, the true. shopping... That, like, that you is could, true. You could get the essentials you needed. You just couldn't go enjoy a basketball game. Yeah. You couldn't get on a plane, which I still think is gross to say, well, we're taking half of your freedoms... But you should be thankful that you still Unless, have those Unless, like now. Sam Harris said, the vaccines worked and this disease is way worse than we thought it was. That's a different then, story. Then, yes, different listen, story. if we're sitting here, if right now we're sitting here going, holy fuck, COVID killed, you know, 800 million people and the vaccine ended up saving us. Yeah, that's a completely fucking different story. Well, and story. remember too, they led us to believe that you getting the vaccine um, saved other people. And that was a whole different conversation, right? Because then you're like, why are you being so fucking selfish? If this one thing is going to help a thousand other people. But even then, we had this argument because Kamar brought it up. And I said, yeah, that's no a good brainer. point. No, Kamar said he was like, if you th- if you take it and you can't get it or pass it on, what do you care if I get it? I know, but we didn't know that at the beginning. The whole thing was. No, no, no. But his. No, no, no. His. We didn't. If they were, if what they were telling us was that if you get this vaccine, you can't give it to anyone and nor can you get it. Then it didn't matter if you and I got it. It and mattered we were, because some people couldn't take the vaccine for whatever reason. Sure, and sure, Kamar sure. was putting those people in jeopardy. 
None of that was true anyways, but that was the assumption. So you're still being careless, right? You're still... Listen, they used the BP playbook where they did this whole, we've been raping the earth for 100 years, but now we're going to create this uh, carbon cal- this carbon fucking footprint so that you know how bad you are. Yeah. That's all they did. They were like, don't you want to save your neighbor? And you were like, well, yeah, fuck, I do want to save my neighbor. And they're like, well, if you don't get vaccinated, you're a murderer who's killing your neighbor because they might be... They might be old. They might be vulnerable. And then they did the smartest thing where they were like, look, we're giving it to you for free. And there are no free lunches. We all bought that. Like, well, it's free. And the media being on their side and never uh, questioning back, like, what did we get wrong? Like, they just want to erase that. Well, and again, how did we, we let, what, 30 million doses expire? How much did that cost the taxpayers? $26 per. $26 per? (laughs) Don't do the math. It's almost um, better that they did expire at this point. It might have saved 26,000 well, people. We'll get to know? that. We're yeah. going to get to that. I didn't want to get too into the COVID because of that. Um, the Constitution is like a Bible. No. I, I totally disagree. First of all, the Constit- Joe does this weird thing. Yeah. Do you know how many times? Well, just hear me out. You know how many times they've amended the Constitution since the forefathers? And you have to because... Because times change. Like there could very well be something in the constitution. I'm not saying that there is, but at the time they could have put something in that said black people will have zero rights ever. And then today we're going to be like, well, it says it in the constitution. So I guess that's fucking stupid. Is the charter rights of freedom like a Bible? Nothing is like a Bible. The Bible isn't like a Bible. No rules. Well, it's not no rules. Just nothing is set in stone. Time there has change. to be some no, no, sort no, of no. framework. There right? has no? to be framework. It just can't be framework that is immovable. Yeah. Like you have to have people in charge who you trust, which is the whole idea of electing our officials. The whole system is broken now because the people we elect can't actually do anything to help you. They're they're not in a position of power where that's even a possibility. Could that have made religion better had they amended the Bible along the way? Uh, for sure it would have. You you wouldn't see so many weird, Gay marriage like, and something else and boom. Wearing burlap on a Sunday or like, the, you know what I'm saying? So like, it is course. not like the Bible because the Bible is ironclad. Hold on, hold it on, hold on. Hold on. They wait, should wait, both just be wait, scaffoldings. Wait, wait. Let's just back up. Most people that are very religious Christians don't follow the Bible to a T. There's certain things that they hold to be extraordinarily true. And then there's other shit that they're like, well, that's bullshit. Gay marriage. Can't sleep with another man. That's terrible. You're supposed to fucking, you're supposed to pray to God every time you spill seed. So every time you come, you're supposed to, there's something in the Bible about that. You don't do that? Yeah. See, that's my point. But (laughs) Well, you're going to hell for sure. But do you see what I'm saying? Like Jim Jeffries mentioned it. They mentioned not eating shellfish like 10 times in the Bible. Shellfish is hugely popular. <laughs> yeah, not wearing burlap on Sundays was like a super big deal. It's like at the beginning of every chapter, they were like, hey, by the way, don't forget that burlap thing. And this is what I'm saying. Now, again, I don't see a lot of people <laughs> no, in burlap, but no, but you, this just is the joking. thing is like to say the Bible is set in stone. It might be, but no one follows it to a T. I doubt there's any Christians. Well, we and- all agree there needs to be some sort of when in doubt, we got a reference back to this. Like we need a baseline of which can be changed, but it just... You have to have a scout. You do, there has to be something. And and so the Constitution, Charter of Rights and Freedom, is sort of like a modern-day Bible, sort of when it out, refer to here, it, it, and it, it can be changed. Well, again, like I said, they, they call them amendments because that's what they are. They've amended it. We've changed, like, the 13th Amendment. They said, hey, this slavery thing is a bit fucked up. We probably shouldn't do this. So let's put in the 13th Amendment, and then let's create a prism system that surpasses that 13th Amendment. But that's neither here nor there. The point is... At some point, they got together and said, hey, the forefathers 
didn't think about this. We need to change this. And then as a group, everyone, or the majority, because that's how democracy works, the majority said, yeah, I think that's a good thing to put in there. And is then it, moving forward, that was the framework. Is it best that every country has their own constitution or should we all have world rules? There probably should be some world rules, I imagine. Doesn't sound good, though. Rule, off the top. Human rules, I think they should be called. Human rules. But again, who enforces it? No, but there are. That's Like, why we murder have... should be a human rule. You are not allowed to murder. If you murder, there are universal um, Well, that's what the war tribunal is supposed it. to be for. Unfortunately, the war tribunal, like Cheney, should have been tried. Dick, um, George well, this, Bush should have been tried. Obama should have been one, tried. Who watches the watchers? Because, you know, in police, yeah. if a police kid commits a crime, there's a thing called internal affairs. And they're like the cops of cops. In the movies, they're always hated and they yeah. go in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. In governments, there's something else like that. But they're still know, what's, run by the we're, go- we're, no, missing, you know we're missing superheroes. Hold on. That's we're missing that level above us, the gods that are Who's able also to, infallible. Well no, Kamar, you fallible, you mean. The we're courts also fallible. The courts is who does that. And that's the weird thing, is the courts are the government. That's the law on the land. Right? Which is weird because you see politicians do this all the time where they try to bend the constitution and then it goes to the courts, and then the courts rule it either constitutionally. But we sound so or not. As we're talking like, so there's a system, checks and balances. This is how it works. But it's it seems to be a getting to a dysfunctional point. Oh no, we're and way our, past we're, dysfunctional. And, and we're not on high risk, but it seems a lot less uh, volatile in Canada than it does in America. Well, here's the weird thing. Dave is a libertarian. Um, he wants less government. Every time they've stripped away shit in the U.S. in the last thirty years, it's been to make rich people far more rich. Like Glass-Steagall, for example, that act was put in place in the 20s after the fucking stock market crash, specifically because they were like, we can't let this happen again. The economy is wildly important. And for every point the economy drops, we lose X amount of Americans. They put this act in place that said, we got to keep these assholes in fucking check. And then Bill Clinton came along and was like, I don't know, I got some friends in big business. And they got rid of the Glass-Steagall Act. And since they got rid of it, our economy has crashed, what, four times? That's why I don't really understand the libertarian idea because you need to, like, you need to have that government in place to... It's all private. Okay, so libertarian idea is like... Small government, almost no government. No government, businesses do their thing and the market will regulate it. But we see that, like, businesses are so crooked Right. So if you let them, that's with rules of the, if there were no rules, it would be fucking kill. The market would Well, he argues that it would all sort of something. It wouldn't regulate. We'll never it. know because we'll always. Well, have I it. think we can pretty much see, right? Like you would just have all these rich guys doing exactly what the fuck they wanted. You're saying that they would start paying money back to the people. And that idea to me is insane. They would never do that. They can't. How would they ever justify that to the shareholder? But it's uh, that's an interesting. But here's another good one, Kamar. They said, like, think about it. They eventually let all the pharmaceutical companies fund the FDA. And look where that got us. That's privatizing. We're talking about that one in the last episode. Sure, but my point, but that's a good point for right now is that... By privatizing it, they basically let these massive yes. companies with all this money buy off the comp- the thing that's supposed to be. It is the internal affairs yes. is funding. Like it just, when you get to the end of it, like, that doesn't sound like there could be any conflict of interest. Yeah. If you found out that the, the internal affairs was funded by the, by the police, police retirement of, fund of, of, or the is, union. But, yeah. but it is, it is, it is. Yeah. Um, people don't talk about Libya at all. 
on either point. Like Libya is an example of we went in there and those people are suffering and now they're good. Or no one will talk about because we have blood on our hands. We dropped bombs in Libya. Canada did. Oh, yeah. It's not a thing where we just, those Americans did that too. When have we ever removed someone in power and had it go well? Well, that I, I'm, I'm just so curious around, in the last hundred years. There's not one example because someone would use it. Yeah. Someone would say, see what we did here? And it made the world a better place. But we also never go in with a plan. Like that would help a little my bit, right? My biggest regret is not thinking about what happened the day after we killed Muammar Gaddafi. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like you do something. And so think about, my, just back up for a sec. Think about the budget they have that no one in the room was like, hey, do we have a plan? Just moving, <laughs> moving forward. Just, like, we're just going to shuck just and jive our way through this. Hey, so what's going to yeah. happen when he's dead? Oh, uh, didn't, I already pulled the trigger. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. It's just crazy to me that with a budget of like trillions of dollars, they don't have a think tank going, how can we clean up this mess after? How can we make sure that the people we're trying to save are going to be saved? Like, like imagine if you're drowning. Maybe it has nothing to do with saving people is the point. Well, it doesn't. It has Maybe to do it with money. Maybe it just has yeah. to do with taking that guy out of power because he is stopping them from exactly... So it doesn't matter how many casualties no, they don't. there it's are money. around it's money. them. It's, it's money. Of course. I'm do asking you, rhetorical do questions. Do you guys think the president presidents know something? Mm-mm. Something like... No. We don't know. I don't even think presidents they, have... The, the whole thing. They go in there. Here's a I couple mean, things. They, they know documents. something. They know they more do? than you do. Yeah. I don't think they They have. don't know everything they want to know. That's proven the by... The generals know That's more. proven by the aliens, but we'll talk about that on the I don't think they have the highest clearance. They don't. We know they yeah, don't. Yeah, so that... Show- Which is so insane, right? They have the highest... They have the clearance to end the known world. Yeah, but they you have can't the football, know all the secrets. But they can't know all the secrets. Get the fuck out of here. That should tell you that, first of all, the the it should mean that the president should not have the ability to launch a nuclear weapon. That's well, what all, it should you mean. You can't argue that you're in charge if you don't have all the information. No, but I understand why they don't want to give him all the information. You're only here for four years, potentially. You don't get to know everything that comes before you. But at the same time, if you're only here for four years, you probably shouldn't be the guy with your finger on the button of the fucking... But you just nailed it. If you're only, there, the for four, if you're only there for four years and there's a group of people deciding what you can or can't know, you are not in charge. I, well, we're all in agreement. The president is not in charge. Yeah. But he can just decide he's going to run. I'm so confused with how Well, the only thing now. apparently he can do... Is pardon people. Well, that, but is potentially and nuke people nuke people no you can get people out of jail or you can kill people (laughs) really there is nothing else that you have like the ultimate say oh you have a veto i think you have a veto the veto is important sure but anything like um you know i don't know in that four years what are you really going to do well what you're really going to do is nuke another country that's really all you have to worry about because everything else has to go through like a million checks and balances and then there's all the people who tell you that you don't need to know. You, know? you also, we, we go into, listen, that football could have nothing in it. Yeah, there could be no nukes. We've That's talked about saying. this. Yeah. No, no, I'm, nukes don't exist. Well, no, they could. Let, let's just say <laughs> nukes they drop don't it and exist. Gets the ground, <laughs> no, no. door opens just goes, boom. Yeah, yeah it's just a little. flag comes out. No, no, but let's say there are nukes. They could just be giving this guy the the feeling of power. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got it. This but guy in, follows you around every day with a briefcase. He's got to be important. Yeah, but in reality, there's just some kid in fucking Idaho using a drone who's like, I actually have the, the button and the key and all that. If you overthrow a country, you just got to take over the government in a country, you got to take over the whole country. Yeah, you just got to make it you like just, little America. To, if you're going to, if you're going to, you shouldn't do that. 
you shouldn't have to do that. But See, that's-, that's that's the big mistake that America makes. I'm and I don't know this for a fact, but in my head, when the Romans took over uh, wherever uh, somewhere in Africa. They then came in and they made it like a little Rome. They built the Acropolises. Like, we know this was a fact, right? Like, they did this other places. Um, that's what America should be doing. They should be going in, they, they, just putting up mini malls, if they're doing putting it, in McDonald's and hog. Starbucks and the whole nine, or get the fuck out. Can't just go, poop. Well, no, let's hope, it, hope that's, it works out. That's right. But let me ask you, if there's a genocide in a country... Should someone step in? Well, we didn't. No, we're being facetious. No, no, here, but I'm right? asking the question. No, what I'm saying Rwanda, is, we didn't, and that's why it brings me back to NATO. After uh, now is just it yes, doesn't make sense. Yes, they should. They should have, and it should be done by NATO, not by the United States. Then the United States should never why, step on. foot in another person's. NATO country. is a defensive pact. So what does that have to do with stepping into? Well, check- it's going to be vote. It's going to be voted on by um, the UN by a group, right? So it's not just the US deciding. Essentially, it would be all the different countries involved in this thing. Like that, it's a, de- a democracy. And that uh, takes so long, the genocide could happen before they even get their ducks in a row. I, I mean, listen, I think they could probably vote on that pretty quick. Do you guys you think NATO's I mean? a good thing? I think the idea of NATO is a good thing. But I think what NATO is right now is literally just an arm of like. The U.S. government, obviously. I mean, Kamar, if you break NATO down to its base, like think about it just two countries, okay, Canada, the U.S. It makes sense that we would sign a pact saying, hey, listen, I mean, it makes more sense for us than them, but it totally makes sense for us to go, listen, if we get attacked, it's mutually beneficial for you guys to step in and help us because if we get attacked and someone takes over our country... Then they're going to just point guns at you. That's precisely I mean, it. But America knows that. It, it makes way more sense for all these countries to get together, like you were saying, in case there's a Hitler that pops up. Though We know from history that those people have to be stopped. And sometimes they cannot be stopped by the, the countries around them. You, they need help from... Do you think NATO's expansion is a good thing? No, listen, we're all in agreement. What's happened has become just like everything else. It's become big business. It's become ruled by money and power instead of by a democracy of countries deciding what would be best for the world. If a president does know something, Putin knows so much more. Putin must... The fact that he was in the KGB. That, but the fact that he sat in power while all yeah, these yeah. presidents have hey, come and gone. Let's put it this way, Kamar. When Putin asks to know about what they know about UFOs, he gets everything that Russia has. He's he doesn't a, have somebody come to him and say, oh, by the way, you need a clearance for this. That person then gets shot in the head. That's his clearance. Even if he's a psych- psychopathic person, he's very interesting. Putin? Yeah. What he knows. You know, I... Look, we know we know this for a fact that every time the US goes to war or wants to go to war, whatever you want to call these things. Whatever they say is not what it's for. It whatever they say is not to be believed. It is not to be believed. Now, again, not saying that Putin is a good guy. I don't know, but we do know that the US government is filled with terrible people who do terrible things. All the fucking time. And I don't mean the little guys working down in the, the postal offices. I mean the fucking, the, the generals and the people, the military industrial complex who who depend on war to, to make their dollars. If you listen to this and what Dave lined out, do you think it's, because people tell you Ukraine and Russia were just sitting there, Putin got bored and decided to invade them. That's not what happened. No. Okay. That is not, look, I think exactly what happened 
would probably be just what Dave said is that the US has been slowly, slowly edging their way through NATO countries towards Russia. And this time they were like, you know, don't fucking do that, you know? And if you do that, if I let you do that, I look like a complete pussy. And well, it would be what's the, the point of me would, being Putin? It would be the equivalent of. Russia sent up here or Mexico. Sure. Like that, that would be crazy, right? Like Dude, imagine they would never stand. Imagine defending their border. Look, the best example is JFK. And when they put the, um, the missiles in Cuba, he said, look, if one missile goes there, I'm going to take that as an act of war. That's what Russia was saying too. You know what I mean? If you fucking put missiles there, we're going to war. So, after time, we've seen that Russia didn't just invade them. Doing that is a shitty thing, but he had his reasons. He's not just a psychopath. Well, he is I a think psychopath. Bo- I think both things can be true. Yeah, yeah, they're not mutually exclusive. Uh, again, he's being pushed into a corner, and he was probably being pushed into a corner because he wasn't the best guy to work with. Maybe you know. Well, what they're saying is what we've known about getting real leaders. Yeah, it's the thing it, you want the. Putin is the best thing to have there because if he gets taken out, that place is going to go crazy. The corruption, the oligarchs, it has nuclear weapons, it has tanks. I mean, we saw what happened the last time they were slacking and we got a great documentary about it and the guys were selling uh, submarines out the back door. Yeah. It could get crazy. On Monday, Tucker Carlson got fired, which is not true. He did not get fired, but they said he got fired and Don Lemon got fired. What do you mean Tucker Carlson didn't get fired? They don't want him on the news anymore, but they didn't fire him. Oh, right. Because they, they don't want him to be on the news. Because if they fire him, he could go on YouTube, start his own channel, go I mean, to the, OAN. Those news. are semantics. They kicked him off the network. He is no longer running a show at Fox. Yes. To me, that is being fired. They're still I, paying him, and they've got to figure something out. But what I was thinking is Don Lemon got fired because he's an asshole and doesn't know what he's doing, and he pretends it was like to be a journalist. Tucker Carlson got fired or let go because. He's he was not toting the company. He line. was saying the wrong things. So you have to choose who's worse, Tucker Carlson or Fox now. Does that does Fox firing Tucker Carlson make them look better? Because they got Fox rid of this is, asshole. Fox is the or worst. does Tucker Carlson look better because he couldn't even stay on Fox saying because the biggest thing that I think that upsets people and makes Tucker look like a racism is his adamant about the border and the immigration. Everything else you can say, it doesn't, he's not crazy, hmm. but Tucker Carlson's better than Fox. I haven't watched him enough legitimately to know. But like, you just hear I people say that Tucker Carlson's a horrible. I only see him in clips mostly of what asshole. you're saying, having to do with like the border shit and letting people into the country and I don't know. But the I fact that he's a deadhead makes him. him a little bit cooler? No, deadheads are the worst. Yeah, but they, they don't seem like they're out to get people. The fact that he went on his program on Fox News and said that the CIA killed JFK, that does a little bit for me. You know what I mean? That that works, more team. That works for me. And Did I, you guys hold on real quick? Did you see all the... So Fox had to pay Dominion the whatever, 718 million? 787. Sorry, 87. I read so much crazy shit. First of all, uh, because they settled out of court, they get that money like right away. Like there's no there's no appeal there's no nothing they get that money day of just fucking insane their company wasn't even worth it a potential to make seven hundred eighty seven no yeah yeah their company maybe was worth fifty million before this lawsuit they just took in a ton of money but here's what's crazy 
They released all the inner um, dialogue between Fox people, like Rupert Murdoch and all the higher ups. And dudes, there was someone that contacted someone else higher up, and they were like, <laughs> they were like, they were talking about Tucker Carlson, and then they mentioned Hannity, and they were like, Hannity's show has. <laughs> Has less nuance than the North Korean news. That was someone at Fox saying that. Oh yeah, because they were like, they were like, these guys are just out of fucking control. Because I wonder. Well, Tucker the whole time was yelling because his stocks were plummeting because Fox News stocks were going fucking. It dropped like six percent a day. And well, fall. Tucker didn't know he was being fired either, right? Like on his so. sign off of his last episode, I'll see he you said, "I'll see you guys on Monday," and which, he did not. Which is interesting because some see the problem is that the the. Journalists have become elite. Yeah. So not, they're not doing journalism from the position of everyday person. I, I make $50,000 a year. They're actually rich people. And so they've got a, this is what the world is like. This is what, this is what news, this is what news is important to this certain people. You should never agree with a journalist. A journalist should tell you facts and then you decide. Does that make sense? No. In in a perfect world, the journalists should say, these are the facts, and you decide right. what they, it is. They shouldn't have their own slant on that. It's not an editorial. You're telling the news. Yeah, that I agree with. And so you shouldn't have to disagree or agree with a journalist. You should just get information, and that adds to your, your thought process. <clears throat> Agreed. But we, are divide, but we are now divided by ideology, and that's a problem. And And we've heard, I know it's hard to comprehend, but your ideas aren't you. Your idea, your idea that you fight for this day three months ago, you could be completely. And if everyone just like go over their ideas a bit, that might take the pressure off. Well, I mean, it's easy for me to say, you know what I mean? Like I was wrong. No big deal. It happens. Shit no happens. I don't lose my job. I don't lose my friend. Do you know what I mean? It's different. It depends on how much pressure is on you. And that's what makes it more or less difficult to admit you were wrong. If you're a, a, right, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're a politician and you just um, forced everybody to close their businesses, it's a lot harder to admit you're wrong because, you know, you know there's a lot more riding on it. Um, yeah, but that's a weird, like, I don't know. That's a weird thing. It's like if I run a company and I run it into the ground and 50,000 people lose their jobs. You're Kevin O'Leary. I don't get to keep my job. Like I saw this woman, this woman this week famously went viral because she's the CEO of a company and she said, no one's getting their bonuses this year. I'm very sorry. She took a $5 million bonus. I mean, that's always the way it works, right? I get it. But then she took a Zoom call where she was like, I understand everyone's a little bit angry, but let me try to explain here. And like, then try to explain away Made why it worse. she... <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, the we saw it happen in 20... Uh whatever year it was when they first bailed out the banks, right? Yeah, they all got and bonuses. All got first bonuses. and foremost. Yeah, that was before, the first thing, yeah. Before they even helped anyone out. And the logic was... We don't want to do this loss. The logic the, was hilarious, right? Like, why are retention. you giving them bonuses? Well, we have to keep them. Why do you want to keep them? They're the same person who just crashed the goddamn fucking market. But that's my thing, is like, that. it's it's weird, because you were like, well, they can't... It's tougher to admit you were wrong. Yeah, it's tough to admit you were wrong, because you're never getting reelected, and your job is to get reelected. Oh, of course. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Yeah, I'm saying it's, it's easy for yeah. me to say I'm wrong, because I have nothing riding on it, and that's why people yeah. who have nothing riding on it will say they're wrong. But these guys all have too much at stake to ever... It's like the textbooks, man. <clears throat> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, if your um, livelihood depends on... 
one narrative. That's the narrative you're going to push. There is no doubt about that. And you are not going to stray far from that line because, fuck, it's buttering your bread. I don't know how many more... Uh, you got another analogy? Yeah. I mean, it's funny because you look at Wikipedia and Wikipedia is supposed to be, again, I know it's not, but let me just say it's supposed to be, it could be the future textbook. In like the sense, by the people for the people. Not even by the people, in the sense that like, hey, we have information that came out yesterday that proves this. We can change it right now on the fly. Yeah. So you reading it, so a student reading yesterday's thing it's would read it today. It's history. Sure. But the problem is, is that we know Wikipedia is obviously bought and sold and run by the same people that control all the other information. So it's a fucking moot point, but it could or should have been that. Mm-hmm. But again, everything boils down to money. Wikipedia, it's not free to run Wikipedia. Wikipedia needs to make money. Well, it's always make more money, right? Because yeah. essentially, I guess you could have a system where it's like totally equitable and let's take Wikipedia, for example, okay? And you want to still make money. There's still money to be made. It's just not exponential money that's going to climb every year, which is but what everybody you, wants. It asks for money every year. Well, it asks for money because they. Do. the idea is that if you advertise on it, it no longer is... Turns into CNN. Yeah, right? So the idea of the donations is that you... But it still doesn't work because <laughs> we know that they still suppress information. Like something like Wikipedia would be incredible, right? If it really worked, if there was really a source where you could go that gave you A, all credible information. I mean, untethered chat GPT is technically this. Untethered chat GPT. Without any of the parameters that are blocking some of the information it could give you, that would be chat GPT, right? Like if you said, hey, tell me about the dinosaurs... Chat GPT. Yeah. The problem there with there were no dinosaurs, you idiot. The problem with that is we have no idea what goes on behind the curtain, right? Yeah, we, it's just like the Wizard of Oz, as far as we're concerned. We have no idea what, let alone parameters are on it. But where is it even getting information? We just assume, like we said, oh, it's coming from the web. And Kamar said, no, it's not. We don't really know. We, we learned know. a hard lesson that day. Well, we knew, but we learned a hard lesson that day. <sighs> That's it? Oh, no. Um, well, we got to be done soon. Just, it was wild. I, I'm sure you were, you were old enough to remember when uh, George Bush made the speech. Like, George uh, Bush? George Bush George Jr. Bush. made the speech. It was like, we hear you. And they are going to hear And I was like, oh, us. shit. Ah. Like, for better or for worse, just because it. Just saying we hear you, they are going to hear you, means endless bombing, trillions of dollars, blood in the streets. Like, it it seems like such a subtle word, but there's I, I still in Iraq today. I can vividly remember after 9-11 and those planes flying into, and I don't, I'm not even American. I don't even live there. And just, like, being so angry. Like, this had never happened. And you're like, of course you want the Americans to fight back. That... Who cares how many people die? You know, little did I mean? you realize that the to... guys that flew those planes in were just fighting back. Or I mean, well, there there is that too. Someone's got to be the mature. I don't think stop. that was the case at all. But that was a nice story to. But so this... wait, you don't think that the U.S. has been bullying every other country oh, on I, Earth for I, years, and I, that it did, I, and that the I, piper finally came I, calling? Absolutely, ISIS is the clap back to that. Well, I'm just saying, Simon. If you listen. I'm not. I'm not for 9/11. It was an, tr- an atrocity. I'm just saying. I that, think the Americans did it to themselves, Matt. Is where we're. Yeah. If you go, there. if you go dropping bombs on people left, right, and center for 50 plus years, yeah, I, you're going to piss off some people for sure. That's all I'm saying. And then when you find out that oh, maybe actually it was the CIA that did the whole thing. Well, this is what I'm talking about. I don't think it. 
Do you agree with the statement? People actually um, flew the plane in there. When Dave said well, they had drone. It was just Alex Jones. No, 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 wait, I, 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 Remember Alex I mean, Jones got deplatformed by everybody? Yeah. And they was oh, it's just Alex Jones, but it's it has um But hold on. Yeah, Alex Jones broke terms of service. Yeah, and he got banned again by uh, on Twitter recently. Yeah, I'm just he saying, got back on. All I'm saying is like people use this free speech thing like, okay, I'm all for free speech. I also agree that if you're a company, you should have some fucking say. Like it's not But no, that that's I'm not saying whether they have the right to do it, but after that point, has the slope slipped at all? More people getting deplatformed, and because that's what because it was because of Alex Jones. If you don't fight for Alex Jones, it's going to happen to other people. And we, has it happened to other people? Like, have we, have we yes, not learned? Yes, it happened to other people, but it's hard with Alex Jones because you're like, it would be easier if he was just fighting the establishment. And then we could all get behind him. The fact that he's out there, you know, harassing families about dead children, like it makes it impossible. And no one, I don't see anyone defending him. I just him think back. he's a terrible example of what you're trying to. Uh, yeah. I think the problem is well, COVID. You need to use the worst example to. The problem is COVID too. If Alex Jones had gotten banned, if Alex Jones had gotten deplatformed and there had been no COVID and we had seen the same amount of D, like if I, I would agree with you, but it's tough with COVID because there was, I don't know. Because was everybody was getting time. banned because the second you said yeah. anything against the narrative, they took you off. That had nothing to do with Alex Jones. That had everything to do with COVID, right? No, but they could be intertwined in that, whatever. I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm just, I don't know that I can totally yeah, make no, the connection. I, 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 I don't know either. That's why I asked. Like, um, I don't think they took Alex Jones off because they were afraid that he was like telling too many people the truth. I think they took Alex Jones off because he did something that was like... You can't same, have other people doing. You can't no, have people I, out there harassing uh, the parents uh, of, of dead children. Like, it's just not a good look. I think it was the um, coordination. Like, if if everyone agrees on something now, I'm more skeptical of it than if 50% 50 of people think this, 50% think that. All companies, like, get rid of Alex Jones. Like, did do you think that Alex Jones got kicked off because they were worried that of his involvement with like January 6th and just use the Sandy Hook as an excuse? No, I think he... he Sandy Hook was first. Find a billion dollars for Sandy Hook? This is what I'm saying. So, like, he fucked himself. It had nothing to do with, like, the people keeping him down. That's why I'm saying Alex Jones is a bad example of the idea of somebody getting removed, like a, 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 a Malone, the doctor guy people getting taken off of Twitter because they were talking trash about the government. That's different than what Alex Jones did. No, we're saying freedom of speech. Hold on. What we're missing though, is that Alex Jones went to court in the U S and lost. Now I agree. The amount of money they asked for was absolutely egregious, but he did lose. And I agree with that because I think what he did was, but so Alex, I agree with Simon. It's kind of a bad example because he did, there was no free speech there. He broke the law and a court on one platform. But then got kicked off all platforms. Sure, sure. That's neither here nor there. I don't even know if it's across the board. My point was just simply that, like, you know, there's a lot of times where we're like, oh, this person gets canceled, this person gets canceled. Like, Harvey Weinstein went to jail. Uh, Bill Cosby's out, but he went to jail. Um, You know, Alex Jones got not convicted of a crime because he didn't commit a crime, but a court found that what he did, he was liable for. I can't think of anyone else who's been really canceled anyways. And in general, people get canceled. It works out better for them because they call following. But that was going to be my next question is like canceled. When we talk about canceled, we've realized that it doesn't really mean anything. If you get convicted of a crime, that's important. But otherwise you find a like Tucker Carlson, 
he will have a massively popular channel somewhere. Can you lie to yourself and say Elon's fighting the good fight no. and being a wrench in the control of information and buying Twitter? No. Okay. I mean, I, I that's the the bone I'll throw him, but my retort to that will be, that's what they would have said about Rupert Murdoch. That's what they would have said about all of these guys, right? When they first bought the paper, they weren't like, uh, this guy's going to do bad with that. It was probably like, oh, this young guy is going to help, you know, tell well, no, the but, truth. But hold on, and- Kamar, that's my question. How does Joe follow this narrative where like every other billionaire on earth that would buy a fucking publication, a magazine, some form of, of information distribution would always be bad. We would never be for that. We would never be like, but, hey, Jeff Bezos just bought every paper on earth. That's great for free speech. But for some reason, Joe he bought has- every paper he could. Rupert Murdoch owns Fox. Yeah. CNN's Viacom. I don't actually know who the person well, is. Well, CNN was Ted Turner. Though. Bill Gates owns MSNBC. Yeah. And um, so this is my, my po- point. The, I, I remain that Elon owns Twitter. So my point is Joe, Joe on every one of those you name before and Elon. Zuckerberg owns Facebook and Joe would have owns Google. Joe would have felt like that was bad up until Elon. Like, oh, this billionaire asshole buying a whole company. He closes his eyes to Elon. But like I said, I'll, I'll throw you a little bit of a bone that like maybe Elon is so rich that he's just like, I'm doing this only for to put a cog in the wheel against, you know, all these other millionaires. When was the last time you saw that though? You know, also it's a dictatorship. You could argue it. Now, listen, let me, let me finish this whole thing before you jump down my throat. Twitter used to have a board of directors. Now that board of directors was run by Saudis and big, large companies. So that I think it still is. If Elon bought it, what do you mean? He's friends with Saudis. No, now they don't have anybody. Now it's just them. Elon is my point. My point. Now, hear me out. In a perfect world, which I do, I do this a lot. The board of directors would be a group of shareholders that have an interest in Twitter doing well, not in suppressing people or any sort of government weird shit like that. I like that idea more than just Elon Musk at the helm deciding. Because again, if he, he's like, yeah, I cut down 90% of the, okay, great. That's fine. But now you're just the guy in charge. Like Kanye was a perfect example. Joe can't use free speech because the second Kanye tweeted a fucking swastika, he was gone because Elon didn't like it. Let's see what happens when something goes terribly lo- wrong with Tesla. Let's see how quickly they are to um, that would be a good to tell. sink Elon's company on Elon's company. That will never happen, guys. The, the Come idea, on, the idea, they're businessmen. The idea is so. What you're saying is anyone says something bad about. Uh, Tesla or tweets anything bad about Tesla, that tweet gets taken down. It gets suppressed. Well, we already know they can do that. Well, they they, they can do that, but the idea is he doesn't, he's not going to do that because Twitter isn't supposed to have an editorial anything. But it does. But it's not supposed to. But it does. now let's, since he took over i just gave you an, before he i just over. gave you an example kanye he's if he's no if, but he said because of the jew thing like doesn't matter free speech that's is terms of service no if you're going to no, threaten no, he, people he didn't threaten anyone posting a, a photo of a swastika is not a direct threat to anyone i thought it was the defcom on these lawyers which were jews was the tweet that got him no originally it was right I, I don't even know but I'm just saying. No, more. it was actually he got taken off because something to do with a baby, right? Because uh, uh, Elon said, "I just had a miscarriage" or something. That was the what was. We're that? lost here in the weeds here. All I'm saying is, Twitter has the least editorial push than a newspaper. Than a but hold on, okay, we don't know news. anything what proof yet. Do you have first of, of all, well, Elon no, just the Washington Post has editors that put out stories on the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You read the paper. 
uh, Twitter just sources information. Now we don't know what we they're containing or not. What we're, the fuck? Goes we knew on they behind. were. We knew what they were suppressing. Hold on. They're suppressing anything about Hunter Biden. Yeah, yeah. Hold anything on. about COVID. Maybe it's more. Um, what I'm saying to you, Kamar, is that open now. just because Elon took over, they might not be suppressing that they might stuff not. now. They might, they might, not. might be suppressing might other be, stuff. But we do know that news medias are just working for pharmaceutical companies. Like not not even we don't know what their angle is. We know what their angle is. Sure. Okay. We don't, and Twitter's losing money. But like Simon said, tomorrow there could be a fucking a tweet on SpaceX that says SpaceX is actually siphoning money from NASA, whatever. X amount of things. That's not he, getting through. He could just decide. If we find that out, then you're Well, right. you'll never find well, it out because you find, won't see what's happening other behind the, the curtain. Last point. Well, no, but hold on, Kamar. We probably wouldn't have found out about what was going on at Twitter had Elon not bought it, right? We wouldn't have. The, the twi- Twitter files. So that's a good thing. So I'm just, but, but using that moving forward, no one's going to, no one, no single person is, is going to be able to come along and buy, buy Twitter off from, Elon. Yeah. So there's no, unless Mr. B steps in or whatever, and then, we, then we do find out. Let's have hope that we find out. No, it's like he's made a treasure chest for himself. He's made Fort Knox. Of, I go to bed uh, thinking Elon's just created the Wow Wow West on Twitter and it's the most open it's ever been. And of course there's going to be some interest. Let me ask you a question. Be stupid for give me, not give me your be. honest opinion. Do you think that Twitter one way or the other being the wild West or not has any real effect on the world? I don't think so. Well, maybe, maybe it's swayed elections. I don't know. Let me ask you a true question, okay? Okay. Well, the swaying elections is one thing. Sure. Do you think that Elon is out there as a human being to make the world into a better place, or is he a businessman out there to make money? He's out there to make money. A hundred percent. Also, I find it funny, and that he's he- proven that over and over again. He's a brilliant businessman because all the businesses he goes into, he manages to pull heartstrings, right? You guys have done bad. You've ruined the environment, but I haven't your answer. It's the monorail. It's Tesla. Like, but that's all he's doing is he's making money off the, you know what? It doesn't even matter. Let's, let's, let's just end this shit. Talking about Elon makes me angry and listening to Joe talk about Elon enrages me. Well, it's so funny that Joe's like, he's so funny. Like when he made that tweet about Bill Gates, it's like, uh, I saw a photo of Elon on a fucking yacht where he looked less than human and so un- might be the most unfuckable human being on earth, not he, fit I at he all. He might have blocked the person that put that up. Um, <laughs> just because he's a billionaire doesn't mean he can't be petty. Uh, history of school. That's true. Oh, wait, and he's 100% petty. He's proven that over every, and Everyone's over. petty. Might be I, one of- I just don't like saying Elon does this, everyone does what he does. It's not like he's singled out as worse than anyone else on the planet Earth. No, I just don't think he's the uh, angel that everybody touts him as. I disagree with I don't, you. I, I think a lot of people don't like him. I bet you there are a lot of CEOs on earth that are just running a decent company. I don't. Okay. Like You he, don't think there's a guy that owns a mattress company that's just paying his employees well, making $20 million a year? And maybe like not he's that guy you know about, but for the most part, they're psychopaths, as and we've known any, to be a CEO of a company. The only way that happens, Matt, I'm in agreement it happens, but not with publicly traded companies. To minorities. Maybe not, but I'm just saying, yep. to sit there and say across the board, every nope. CEO is a fucking psychopath. Every publicly traded company has a psychopath as a CEO. Yeah, that's I think, what I think. Th- that's different because yep. you then have to have that fucking 15% yep. increase year over year. It's, yeah, I'm with that. But I'm just saying, there's a guy that owns his own company out there who's a CEO who's just coasting through life making $15 million no a year. Who has no interest in power of that's any exact, sort. Yeah. They just want to make money. I just want to live and, on the beach and yeah. have a nice truck I think that's and a, a boat. a huge minority. I, I think it's more than you think. I would, I, would, I, would, I just think at some point, 
all the money in the world. They have all the money in the world. It doesn't come down to money anymore. It comes down to power. I know, but I think there are some people that are very happy. No, no, I agree. I'm saying Elon, though. Yeah, like, oh, once yeah. Once you have that much money, like... His money dad owned is... a fucking emerald mine in South Africa. He was raised by a fucking megalomaniac who cared about power. What are we fucking doing here? It's hilarious to me that Joe's never mentioned that, by the way. That Elon not. isn't a self-made guy. I hope he goes down or is proven to be right before we die. Here, hold on. I don't, um, I don't wish ill on Elon. I've said this many times. I no, hope his intent exposed. Yeah, at some, no, I don't. That means something bad happens to him. I hope to God Elon is the guy that Joe hopes he is. I really do. I, I, I might sit here and talk shit about the guy because that's my personal feeling. I really hope there is someone good out there with a ton of money that's trying to make the world a better place. I hope that across the fucking board, every CEO that you're talking about is a piece of shit. I hope that guy finds the light. And changes their way. I just, I don't think Elon's that guy. I And I'm exactly with you, Matt. I'm not saying there can't be a person like that out there, a billionaire who only wants the best for the world, but Elon is not that guy. And his track record, track record, has proven him to be not that guy. It If you, like I said, look at it all broken apart piece by piece, they're just fucking timeshare scams. And by the way, I feel the same about Bill Gates. I hope he's a great guy who's actually out there doing good for the world. Highly fucking doubt it. And one thing in closing, I think all this has... I think he wants to be back on top. I think... That makes him a bad person. I actually think all of this boils down to the banks and to the stock market. And I think it's all... Dave Smith mentioned it. He was like, you know... What did he say? He said, Bill Gates owns... Coke, McDonald's, and then all these pharmaceutical companies. And I thought like, oh yeah, that, that is gross, right? But then I thought about it for a second. I said, wait a minute. I bet you the average American owns those same stocks, but don't know it. Because what the average American does is they Mutual give their fund. money, they give their money to a bank and they say, could you please invest this with four to five to 8% returns a year, please and thank you. And then the bank does, their, does that dirty work. The bank says, hey, you know what would be great for... Everyone, because the bank makes so money when you make money. You're supporting the people who are making you sick, and you're supporting the people who are presumably trying to make you. Well, better. this comes up in the next one that somehow everyone just hides behind the shareholder. But that's the thing. So like think, somehow the shareholder is the most well, that's, important that's person. That's what I was saying, right? Like the second you put something out to the world like that, it becomes evil inherently. But that's my point. Is like uh, whatever. Just the last point. The history of school was by the Prussians who created the education system for indoctrination. We were talking about this the other day. Like, we've come this far, and this is the fucking best you can do? I still, I'm just, I believe Dave. I haven't looked into it. What? That he, well, we're, we're all just sitting here taking Dave at his word. He's a comedian who just okay, told us. forget the Prussian system. Sure. It's the Rockefeller system for sure. sure. 100%. That, we don't have to go far back to prove that. No, they wanted you to be a good factory. They so wanted you, you to be. Overhaul the Constitution, you could overhaul the education system. Well, Simon, didn't I send you that thing where it was more about prisons? Yeah. That the school, it has nothing to do with factories, that the school system is more built to make you a good prisoner? Now that they're so worried about kids getting killed, they're now putting armed guards at the door and putting locks and they're building prisons so you get used to then either going into the or factory your five or minute, going into Or your five-minute city. Sure. As he, it were. Rate Dave... Rate the episode, sorry, not Dave. Dave's a great guy. I mean, this is a 3.8. I thought this was great. Think with 3.5? 3.5, yeah. We have a small agreement. All right, we're going to we're gonna take a break. We're going to uh, maybe pay a bill, and we'll be right back. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Next Evo Naturals. 
Health and wellness is more than just nutrition and exercise. It's all about the emotional, the mental, and the physical. You need to be mindful of how important all the aspects of wellness are. And if you're looking to ramp up your wellness, CBD can help. But you don't want your average CBD oil because it probably won't do the job. Next Evo Naturals developed SmartSorb technology, which is clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times faster than regular CBD oil. Because oil just doesn't mix with your water-based body. If you're looking to recover from an intense workout, if you're looking for better sleep, maybe just de-stress, this stuff works fast. Doesn't matter if you're looking to recover from an intense workout, maybe you're looking to de-stress or just sleep a little bit better, you want to reach for the next Evo Natural capsules, gummies, mints, and topical creams. Listeners of the show will know I've been trying to get a little more fit, been trying to sleep better, and Next Evo Naturals are nice enough to send me a little care package. I've been trying them. I love the gummies. I take them after workout, take a few before bed. Been feeling great. Next Evo Natural CBD is at its full potential, so you can be too. Next Evo is CBD at its full potential, so you can be too. Their all-natural products are backed by more scientific studies than any other CBD brand, developed by experienced consumer healthcare and pharmaceutical professionals. Vegan, GMO-free, gluten-free THC capsules and gummies derived from 100% U.S.-grown hemp. Make CBD a part of reaching your full potential. Try Next Evo Naturals capsules, gummies, mints, and topical creams with Smart Sorb technology, clinically proven to be better absorbed by your body. Get 20% off your first order of $40 or more at nextevo.com podcast and use the promo code JREE. That's 20% off at nextevo.com slash podcast. And don't forget to use the promo code JREE. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. There's 24 hours in a day, and if eight of them are supposed to be spent sleeping, that leaves you with 16 hours a day. Now, how many of those hours do you think you spend on yourself? There's a good chance that you spend them caring about others because that's what good people do. We care about others. But at the same time, you could be neglecting yourself. And what we don't realize is that when you neglect yourself, the care or help you may try to be given to others might not be that good. Therapy can help you find a nice balance in your life so that you can concentrate on yourself while still being able to concentrate on others and help them with their problems. Because after all, you got to help those around you that you love. Speaking with a therapist at the bare minimum can help you start with a plan. After all, failing to plan is planning to fail. So it's good to go out there with a plan in mind. And a therapist can help you get that plan on track, help you keep your eye on the prize. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Probably thank you to BetterHelp. Kamar, name and a number. Here it is. Drum roll, please. Moment we've all been waiting for. Oh yeah, James. Nineteen seventy six, Jamie Fox. I mean James no. Fox, not the entertainer who's like got pneumonia and is very suspiciously hospitalized for the last two weeks. I don't know if anyone's been following COVID. Sidebar: I don't think so. I didn't know that. That's interesting. That's sad. We wish you a speedy recovery, Jamie Fox. 
Now, let's preface this by saying... Um, I like when you use big words. It gets me so fucking hard. There's sort of like a thing with UFO guys, right? A thing like... A delivery White, style. Unfuckable. No, 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 okay. no. Not those demographics. More like just a attitude and... Um, like they've really put their so- themselves out there and they're stressed out. Yeah. Okay. It's a position of duress to like. I mean, the fact that this guy was in tears at one point, yeah, was pretty. I think you have to remember too that most of these guys are not just like jumping onto the scene now where it's popular. They've been screaming this from the rooftops when people thought they were fucking bonkers. So, like you with your COVID, I feel like they feel like this is somewhat vindication for them, you know? But with UFO guys, there's a whole lot of information, but it always seems to be missing one. You know, an antidote is told by someone and they will, will no one ever saw them again. Or just there's one missing. You found piece. that with this guy? No, no, I'm saying I'm generalizing okay. with UFO, UFO guys. Okay. Oh, UFO. I like that. In, in general. And the one thing I said is there was a lot of pleading. UFO. <laughs> there was a lot of him pleading on this for. Did he say him pleading? It, it, him pleading. It, oh, him him pleading. pleading. If you've worked for the government, if you if you you've seen that, like yeah, yeah please come yeah. forward. A, lot, love a of God. lot of that. If you were yeah. driving the truck that night, which added credibility. Well, yeah, and for now me. that these new laws are in there, I think a lot of people don't know that they're safe to come out and tell their story. Well, it so, added credibility that off the rip, he was like, "I thought this was all fucking. I, I wasn't even going to spend a minute on this." Yeah. Talking about the Brazil. Yeah, like he yeah. was like, anyone who mentioned this, I was like, quackery. Well, it's, quackery, it's please funny because Kamar got on me last week and said, you know, you never talk about this one. Did you even know about it? Blah, blah. And I was thinking to myself, like, why I never did talk about it? Because I've heard about it. I wasn't lying about that. But it was because it was one of those ones you hear about and you and immediately yeah. dismiss. Because even as a UFO guy, you're like, that's too much. I still example. There is a story out there. I can't remember the guy's name, but his his deal is these UFOs came out. They came down and they cooked me pancakes. That's he swore by it for like the length of time that he was ever alive. Aliens and pancakes. And immediately you're like, this guy is psychotic. I'm not going to think twice about it. Who knows if in 10 years we find out that they like pancakes for some reason, Matt. You know what I mean? Like, sure. we don't know. I can see it on your face. We don't fucking know. No, we they don't. could be made listen, of pancakes of, for all listen, we know. I have to have that face. You have to have that UFOs face. UFOs could be pancakes. No, I know, Matt. But all I'm saying is when I first heard about this story about aliens running around, guys touching them and then immediately dying 14 hours later, that to me was like the pancakes. That's all I'm saying. In my own defense... That's why I never gave this one any credibility. It really did sound way too crazy. Have you watched all his documentaries? No, no. I've only seen the one. A phenomenon, was that what it was called? I don't even remember. Um, I wanted to watch this one. This one is first it cost contact. me four ninety nine, so I didn't. <laughs> the truth is out there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a little rich for my blood. <laughs> um, <laughs> the truth is out there is just not the answer you're looking for. But but five dollars. <laughs> Jews really are yeah. cheap. <laughs> Somebody put that in the fucking uh, the New York Times. This There's fucking a fucking guy. article we can all get behind. Headline. Oh. Headline. 
Oh, Julian. Man Jewish, loves Jewish. UFO, can finally find out <laughs> answers, but refuses to pay $4.99 because he's way Jew- too Jewish. Jewish alien enthusiast refuses to pay $5 for the answers. For the truth, yeah. yeah. Looking for a torrent. So, I mean, you would. You'd go to Roswell and they'd be yeah. charging for tours and you'd be yeah, like, oh, I don't a, think so. I don't wait in lines. Don't wait in lines for anything, man. Not for chicken sandwiches and not to see UFOs. I didn't drive here 26 hours for this. <laughs> All right. All right, then. $5. Who's got $2? That's a good start. Now, what awareness did you have? Yeah, even there's no way I'm reaching into my pocket for $1 to go see them. (laughs) 50 cents. (laughs) Which is telling because uh, they start off talking about the Chuck Clark video. Okay. Have you heard of it? Uh, Keep going. Uh, Logan Paul. Okay, this is the whole Logan Paul one. So And took $100,000 in his pocket to... So when I first heard about this story, it was from James Fox. He was on a different podcast and he would not Concrete. give up any like information. He tells the story about, um, but the Logan Paul stuff hadn't happened yet or he wasn't talking about it. But that is such a crazy story, right? Can I be if honest? that's true. Can I be honest? The air really left the room. So he sits here and tells the story. He's like, I went on Logan Paul's podcast and I told him about this. Yeah. And Logan was so intrigued that he's like, I'm taking hundred grand cash to the desert and I'm going to yeah. find this guy. I'm going to buy this video. And he wore a fucking secret pin video. Super, super fucking weird. And then later on the, in the show, he's like, Joe, maybe you'll come with me to New Mexico. And we can find out the truth. And Joe's like, oh, brother, I don't have the time. I don't have time. <laughs> I, I know. Time it was, it was, was insane. Like, I was like, oh, the fucking, you could tell that the guy was just like, <laughs> like you have Logan to, Paul was, <laughs> you have to clip those things two things to, he logan paul god bless him for all his faults <laughs> went into the desert with a brick of a hundred thousand bucks joe doesn't have the time to like walk to the video store to rent a movie <laughs> joe won't go to egypt well you wouldn't spend five dollars from your couch so i don't know if you have a leg to stand on <laughs> but listen I i'll do. get to it you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. it'll be free eventually yeah, i'm with you joe yeah. ain't never going to egypt <laughs> no he's not no, I, dude, I thought, I remember that part too. I was like, dude, I should make a note of this in oh, my phone fuck. for the I podcast, laughed, but somebody I laughed remember. so hard because I was impressed by Logan Paul. I was like, wow, Logan Paul really putting his money where yes. his mouth is. Like, Anyone, any, for anybody out there who didn't listen to Rogan, Logan Paul goes and fucking uh, offers the guy money and is videotaping the whole thing, which is really like underhanded. And at the same time, so realistic. Like, what are we doing here? But I mean, is what's he going to do with that footage? Like, I, I wonder what the, can you just release that? Can you do it depends that? What can state. you film? It depends what state. Uh, there's certain states where it's one party consent, but it's audio only. I don't think video, that's what, video's a weird one. It's Because it's not online. So it's a crazy. I don't know. I don't know that. I just know that for audio, if I'm recording. So there's certain states where if I'm recording you secretly, Simon, and you don't know, not secretly, obviously, you fucking idiot, Matt. Um, there's certain states where as long as I know and you don't, that's legal. <laughs> what? <laughs> But, that's, but if you have the camera on you and you don't know it's running, then it's illegal. No, no, I don't know what I don't know where the legality falls with video. I just know that with audio, if I'm audio, but audio is a portion of video, right? So it would matter because let's say let's just say you're in Vermont. Okay, let's say Vermont is two party. If you record a video, you can't release the audio of that video because it's a two party consent. So it matters a little bit. Okay. Anyway, so with this video that they're talking about, it sounds like something right out of a movie. 
the best footage. The kid goes. The kid goes outside, lifts up his camera, sees the UFO, yeah. describes it as like a living organism, which is so. Um, I, did you guys ever see a uh, Nope? Yeah, of course. With the the UFO was actually like a mushroom type Jordan thing. Peele's it was moving. just so. Some of these things where. Uh, these directors get these little pieces of information, right? And you're like, okay, that's could be like a crazy coincidence. Or is it like one of those Steven Spielberg things where the people that they were talking to while they were making their movies had some idea of what was going on, right? Like Steven Spielberg's right-hand man during that whole thing was Jacques Vallée, mm-hmm. who is, you know, like the foremost guy on UFOs. He knew a lot what was going on, not only with UFOs probably, but also with uh, kind of government things that were happening at the time. So I imagine that movie, um, Third Encounter, uh, what is it? Close, Close Encounters, Encounters of the Third, of the third kind, kind, is probably the closest that we have to um, what's really happening. The end, I don't recreation. know. Recreation. I don't know if you remember. Classic recreation. Again and again. I don't know if you remember the end of that movie, but it all has to do with sound. Yeah. It's that song they play. Mm-hmm. Like that really mm-hmm. kind of pulls it all full circle back to like the Egyptians. I agree. I want to believe that happened. And then if you like put that together with this nope one as the living. Um, Look, Simon, if your it's argument is that aliens built the pyramids using sound, I'm fine with that. I don't think it, it was an aliens. I'm saying just sound may have been involved. In okay. Them. Well, I have a problem with that, but I have, I don't have a problem with aliens. Like what if aliens came down, they yeah. gave humans a machine that's that different. was able that's to That's still aliens stones. to me. Okay. So that's. Because, yeah, I have no problem with I have no problem with being able to levitate stuff with acoustics. We can already do it on a very small scale. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to believe that if we advanced a thousand more years, a hundred more years, whatever, we couldn't. Isn't it weird, though, that that is something that they've proven on a very small scale and yet haven't bothered to, like, I turn into something they can use? I don't think you can say that. I'm sure there's someone trying to. Or using right now. Why would we know anything? Anyways. But I'm with you, Simon. Like, for sure, if you could lift a hundred tons it's using just sound. seem to be very useful, right? Of course. Yeah. I mean, the military put, applications out of work. The military applications alone are massive. Well, the commercial applications to like, you know, you wouldn't have to have ships going across the ocean anymore, bringing giant containers. You would just levitate them over. Yeah. What yeah. if you could cut a mountain, flip it upside down and put it in and displace water and create new land? Like make an island. Yeah. Interesting. But the other way, usually it comes from the bottom up. Yeah. Um, sorry. How, how does Bob Lazar benefit Bob Lazar? That leads to his credibility. How does that story benefit him it after doesn't. all this and time? So, it's kind of brought him nothing but misfortune, right? And so that's why you think he's just like I guess you could torture truth teller. A guy like Stephen Greer, for example. Mm-hmm. You guys know who Doctor Stephen yeah. Greer is. Um, at the beginning of his interest in the phenomenon, let's say. Uh, he was a lot more credible than he is now. He was actually like, um, seemed like he was actually pushing for some sort of truth. Um, he's made a lot of money off it in his later years through uh, documentaries and his CE5, where he claims that he can teach you to 
bring aliens down. Hey, listen, this is crazy, right? Like, so this CE5 thing, I don't know if we've ever talked about it before. It's a protocol where Stephen Greer says he didn't, he's not saying he invented it, but he says he knows the like way to do it and he can teach it to you. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Because people have been talking about this CE5 before Stephen Greer. That's the, that's the, the little bit of credibility I'm going to throw to this. But the idea is that you like, it's like a consciousness meditation thing where you literally can bring UFOs down and credible people have done it. I mean, credible, I don't know. Randos have done it. Um, Serena Gomez did it. Like, you know what I mean? Weird people and say that it's worked and they've called down these like lights in the sky. So I I don't know why it doesn't really have to do with anything, but you were just so... I, I don't believe in him either. Listen, Simon, I have my attitude now. So my attitude with stuff like this before was like, I need some proof. Post COVID, now I don't believe anything. So there's nothing you bring to me that I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah, just I just think it's all the everything's bullshit. No, I just, I don't know anymore. Like, I just, you know, and that's what they want. They've Go won. Go on, okay. Um, so he then he talked about um, Harry Reid's interest in. Yeah, Senator UFOs Harry because Reed. they're going over nukes, which could be good because what if they turn all nuclear weapons into like cottage cheese? That'd be great. Or something like that. Well, but they seem to be able to shut off our nuclear power plants. So the fear. Um, well, that'd be hilarious if one of us launched a nuke and they just intercepted it. Right. Like it's never happened before, so we don't even know. No, it's happened. We dropped bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima, didn't well, we? Well, that, that was the first time. They probably weren't paying attention to us until that point. Yeah. Right. Like again, and I claim that it's not even then. I think it's when they right around the same time, but they shot the nukes into space. Let me explain something too. If you are a super advanced, what was the, was it tiers? The guy used tier one civilization tier type type type. Okay. Yeah. So let me, two things. First of all, they found a blank spot in space and I mean, it's completely devoid of anything. And they now hypothesize that there could be a type three civilization living there which is why it's blocked out because they've harnessed all the energy of the surrounding planet. They have like a force field. Precisely. Yeah. So you can't see, it looks yeah. like they're not even there. Just a blank spot space. Because there is no, it doesn't exist anywhere else in space that we can see. it's not a black hole. It is not a black hole because a black hole is observable. You would see the energy and time bending around it. Anyway, point being, so let's say that exists. If they do, they, they definitely have a vested interest in ensuring that if they found another living species that was somewhat advanced, they definitely, as we would try to preserve them. Mm-hmm. If it, especially if it's very few and far between, imagine if you've, you've crossed the galaxy and you've searched so many planets and the only thing you find is us. I have a feeling they would definitely spend a lot of time here. I, I look, I'm in agreement on that too. Like uh, it, it, we do the same thing just with monkeys and with ants, everything. There isn't a thing on dolphins, this earth that we don't observe yeah. from a distance or close up and, and then try to save once they, yes, or if we they are depleting or if we've done them some, yes. too much. Exactly. But we would do the same thing if they hurt themselves. Like, I don't believe that at this point in time, we would let an animal go extinct. Meaning if there was like a, if all monkeys all of a sudden, um, sort of mass suicide, yeah, I feel like we, yeah, would, we would put intervene. a stop to that. I agree. We would look for the reason that all of a sudden they were doing this yes. and try and stop. Sorry. Go ahead, Kamar. So uh, just to clarify, Nagasaki was 1945. 
And when did we shoot the nukes into space? I, I'm not aware of that. It doesn't matter. 45 is when they claim that's when all the alien um, appearances really you ramped could, up. Yeah, the engineered that's, to think. Um, well, Ros- yes, I'm just saying. Roswell that's... is like 47 or something or 49. Um, the, the, it was an incident in 1964 in New Mexico, which I believe is the one you were talking about. That's Roswell. Based on uh, Stephen Greer. No, no. Spielberg and Jacques Vallée. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. But something happened that that's based on. Am I wrong? That's what you're saying? No. No, Simon was saying that because Jacques, what he's saying is because Jacques Vallée was involved, that Simon felt like it was probably the closest representation of what aliens might look like. It was complete fiction, though, not based on anything. No, but it it was based on a lot of uh, things because Jacques Vallée was involved. It was a combination, okay. So he was bringing in, like, real things. A lot of knowledge. Like, example... uh, the Blink One Eighty Two guy, I can never. Tom DeLong. Like Tom DeLong. So, to the stars has now stopped. They're no longer a science company; they're a entertainment company because it didn't work for them on that side. But yeah. I think that the whole point of what they did was to all bring them to this point. Now they were never going to be a science company, but they needed to give themselves credibility so people would then believe the movies they're making. Okay. Um, the movies they're making now are called the uh, like Monsters of California or something. It's an alien movie, uh, um, and there'll be a lot of like real things mixed in there, real government stuff, real uh, UFO lore, yeah, yeah, things like that. Because the person making it is walking in both those worlds, you know, walking in both those worlds. So he's adamant about government cover-ups and says there is satellite info. Like satellite photos and because that's what you always ask. There's so many satellites going. Uh, ideally, that would be leaked, you know. I mean, that guy leaked. Well, that stuff got leaked. Hopefully, that'll be leaked at some point, too. Even against... Uh, that is interesting, though. I think most people don't realize that um, that New York Times article that kind of changed everything, that forced the government's hand, was not by their own design. It yeah, the was, government it didn't release leak. that. It was a leak, but then... It was a response to that, that the government now had to go and admit, and because it was out there. But the government says you shouldn't uh, report on leaks, because that's top-secret information, and... People shouldn't know that. And it's more than not the truth and covering up lies. When someone want, when someone um, leaks information, it it should be known. The government's like, please don't. Listen, this will endanger lives. The U.S. hates whistleblowers. Of course they say that. (laughs) That's the whole point. But the bomb lies say too bad, so sad. Like, did he just explain leaks to us? <laughs> no, no, but I'm, I'm saying the, the common citizen should be too bad, so sad, expose leaks, or yes, we should all band together and not leak our secrets. Do you agree with them or disagree with them? <laughs> I lost you. <laughs> He said a bunch of things that I didn't understand. He could clearly see I didn't understand, like by my face. And then at the end says, do you agree or disagree? (laughs) You're going to have to explain yourself better before I commit to. uh... Sorry, what are you saying? We'll put a pin in that. (laughs) Do Do you understand what's going on here? I got half of what he was saying. Just give me the short version. Leaks are good. 
Uh, yeah, I guess. Kamar, yeah, everyone at this table would like the government to be more transparent. Yes, we all agree that more transparency than less would probably benefit society. Like, when has there been a leak that has been a problem? That's been bad for us to know. Why is no one ever talks about Libya? It wasn't um, uh, Assange. It wasn't what's his name. Those were both things we should know. Yeah, but for them, they're like, we don't want you to know this. This is bad. There is the, some- the government. Yes, that's yes. what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean that just seems pretty self-evident <laughs> they, they to should, me. They should have three concrete examples of when leaks went wrong and why this is why leaks are bad. Well, simple. They'd be like one. Uh, Edward Snowden told you that we were spying on you. We didn't want you to know we were spying on you. That's bad. Leaks are good. Let's get more spaceship leaks. Right before we Let's get, into get Brazil. more spaceship leaks. <laughs> turn fucking, turn Le- your Italian Le- uncle there. Leaks are good. Let's get more space. Let's more, get more spaceship leaks. One of the keys about this thing is that should that be uh, the name of this episode. It was it's, this is 1996. This isn't Brazil. Uh, in the 1950s. That's what I was thinking. This was just like... Much, much more interesting, much more fresh in the this head. This is cell phone time. Right before he gets in, then he talks about a case in China in 1994 where a guy got abducted and had sex with a bunch of women. We learned from Miss Pat that he was just running around. One woman. <laughs> that's also a crazy story where you hear it right away and you're like, that seems way too nuts, right? Like it just, it seems like someone's saying something happened when something else. happened. Meanwhile, that guy's story is like super credible. There's been nobody who has been able to like refute some of the things he said. I'm just uh, like the pancakes. You know what I mean? Just seems fucking insane. You knew about 1994. I knew about the, the fucking, the, the woman one, the tall Nordic there. Um, when do you think you first got into UFOs? Probably as a kid. I think I was telling, or maybe I was telling somebody else last week. I had these books when I was a kid. They were, one of them was called UFO. And on the cover, it had a picture. I'll show it to you because I found them the other day. They're like a little kids resource book. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And one of them was about um, cryptids. And it had uh, Nessie on the cover. Okay. Loch Ness Monster. I'm going to show you these books and you're going to be like, oh. I know those books. And then from there, I got this uh, book called Bartlett's Guide to the Galaxy, which was a um, it was like an encyclopedia of aliens based on this guy Bartlett's idea of what the universe was like. <laughs> but they were incredible. Like the pictures were incredible. And it's just that's always been like. Well, you liked art. As I well, liked so, art. So yeah, it played into yeah. so this would, <clears throat> I would draw my own aliens. Hit that Venn diagram and, right in the guts. This would be 1996. When Simon had a full head of yeah, luscious Jewish Yeah, I mean, girls. how old am I? I'm 77. This would have been... Um, <laughs> what? Oh, I thought you meant like, oh, you're born in 77. I'm born I get it. I'm born I thought you were saying like, I'm so old. Because the way you said this it, I'm 77. What I've been, I would have been like uh, between 9 and 13 okay, or something so like that. Okay, so pre-internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Long would I'm, I'm going to show you these books. Would so you have benefited from the internet? Like... Oh, it would have changed everything. Yeah, okay. It would have changed everything. Like we could, I could only like, I'm going to show you these books. And then if I wanted to know any more, I had to go to the library and look in like UFO part of the encyclopedia or something, which was, you know, probably non-existent. And now your only barrier is four ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's 1996 in Brazil. Oh my God. Moment of contact is the, uh, 
meat and potatoes of what he did. So this was the book yes, I had yes, as a kid. I yeah, I you might those. be you do no, remember, no, I remember those, those, okay? Yeah. And then so the world of the unknown. So they had a whole um they had a whole bunch of different books, The World of the Unknown, and one of them was the cryptid one. That was my favorite. They had Patty inside it, the yeah. uh, Patterson film. That was like because I was always up at the cottage. That's a monster. They had, they they had a monster Patty movie. inside it. It's the Bigfoot, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. the Patterson the, Gimlin the film. in the woods. What, what else uh, you got, Kamar? For this oh guy? no, I, I thought I was. Oh, Simon's deep. still looking. For no, something. no, I'm Brazil, doing my 1996. You were balls deep into aliens as deep as you could get. Um, so that was the uh, the monsters one. Yeah, it had Patty. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was the ghost one. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Listen, if there's actual records of the U.S. military flying to Brazil, which he says there are. Well, I mean, again, this is this guy saying it. I'm going on. I'm taking him for his word. If he's seen them, and that's true, that's fucking. What about the Brazilian medical records, though? Like that's got to be something, right? You have all these. I mean, listen. If they actually tore down a wing of a hospital, that's. And they had these beings in the hospital because the guy took it, put it in his truck. That's the guy who died, right, from touching it. Drove it to the hospital because they were trying to get this thing help because it was hurt. Well, apparently it said, help me, I'm scared. The one part I didn't understand was, so the three girls see the thing. It tells them they're hurt, right? It says, help me, I'm scared. But then it's days later that the guy picks it up and takes it to the hospital. I was confused by that. I thought that all happened in the same night. The biggest thing is... What was the evidence in this that proved it the most? He asked to Joe, and it was none of us have seen it. Is was the guy crying? Yeah, he said the, the guy would have to, to be site. an Oscar-winning actor if it. So the the flimsiest of evidence, but I mean it, emotion. But there should be military records. I'm I'm just saying, like if. But like the guy said, any one thing doesn't seem like a big deal. But when you take all of these pieces of evidence and put them together, like that creates a more dynamic story. Um, I think it's one thing for three girls to lie, but for the three girls to lie and the two cops and yeah, yeah. 20 doctors I'm with and you. I, I, 75 yeah. witnesses and you, you know, it's my, my only issue as, as he was going through uh, describing this, he was whispering. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know why the, he was the change whispering. of tone. Yeah. It's literally like you're watching a documentary, but, but like example, um, the Phoenix lights. Phoenix Lights was the event that happened in Phoenix where a giant V shape of lights went over Phoenix. Yes, I remember. Yeah. It actually went over three states. Yeah, and a bunch and of people videotaped. A bunch it. of people, yeah. like thousands yeah, yeah. of people. That's, is that that's not a bunch? Anyways, there's no doubt that something happened that day. Like, let's not be crazy. Not You can't get all of those people together across three states. They didn't know each other. They're all describing the same thing. Something happened. Was it a UFO? Who knows? Well, no, it was a UFO. Was sure. it? Was, was it, it aliens? Was it based from Earth? As in, was it a military exercise? Was yes, right? Because I saw this explanation of what they think it is: a giant balloon dirigible. Um, dirigible. Yeah, like a, a like a balloon blimp type thing. Okay, I think that's what they're called, dirigibles. Okay, I may be wrong. I've never heard that word in my Dir- life, but oh, you're so smarter like, than I'll, I am. I'll either. Lifeboat. Anyways. Um, but it was something, and it was huge. Yeah. Well, and again, there's some people thought it documented. was like a bunch of guys in a row. 
but it had to be one giant craft because it just they never changed. They would have to. I mean, maybe. Well, we don't know if it's automated. First of all, like if it's a super advanced civilization it's, could, and it's automated, there's nothing saying that they it can't move in that perfect part unison from yeah. each other. But chances are, it was just a big yeah, yeah. object. I'm just saying. Have you seen those drone shows they do yeah, now? Where in, they insane. That's insane. what we have yeah, now, and yeah, we're yeah, yeah. fucking Ab- still abs- monkeys. Absolutely, so. absolutely. So it could that. But either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they saw in the sky was documented. We don't know what it was. Something was up there. When the government talks about this, it was nothing. They make up the most, in, like I'm telling you, this giant blimp thing that we couldn't tell you about because it was a secret project, you, you know? Uh, can we see it? Oh, it's gone now. <laughs> like everything you ever want to see, have you noticed with the government? The most important documents where you're like, there is no way. They keep everything. Yeah. And they they taped over the moon landing videos, Matt. All the footage from the moon landing, they taped over just by accident that they were just taping like the guy's little league game or something, you know, listen, price is right was on. Oh, that explains it. Listen, man, I'm coming around. Okay. Come on. Have Um, you seen all the videos they have of NASA lately where it looks like they're all floating around on a green screen? Where like the green screen fails and you can see wires. I got sorry to slay for that. You know what's so hilarious? I got to tell you something. So I'm watching this documentary on chimps, okay? Okay. And they're showing this baby chimp. And I swear to God, it looks so real because it's real mm-hmm. that it looks like a robot. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's beyond the valley. It's because they're shooting it in 8K, right? You're used to... If you were to show somebody that who had never seen a monkey, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you wouldn't believe it was real. You would think it was CGI. It yeah. was, it, <laughs> I, I just thought of them filming Bigfoot now. If you Too got easy. like up close, it would look so fake because it would be so real and you would just never be able to prove to anybody anything. You yeah. Know? But they're out there wearing like a John Cena cloak, so we can't even see them. Whatever. Forget nothing. Bigfoot, uh, an alien. Imagine the you got like a close-up of a gray, mm-hmm. and you showed that to somebody. They would think it was CGI, or it was fake, or it looked too real to be real. Like, oh. What would the fur be? Of, what uh, would the fur be? Bigfoot. Bigfoot? What do you mean? Like, Is it just all pubic hair? No, no, so like no, a, no, uh, no. A horse no, no. afro? It's not. It's, and you think it's long, or is it short, like a moshishi? I think think there are different types of Bigfoot, meaning different hair patterns. But for the most part, imagine it like Irish setter hair. I imagine too matted and very. Yes, there would be a lot of matting. Bigfoot would look homeless. Like dreadlocks. A lot of feces feces stuck to the ass hair. That's how people describe them. Of course, yeah. A lot of the time. I don't think feces in the. Feces? Feces in the ass hair. I don't think that's described. It's not like Sean Connery. They have very long arms. They're able and opposable thumbs. They could certainly clean themselves. But why bother? Because they're fucking people too, Matt. Nobody wants to walk around in their own filth if they can avoid it. That's true. Only pigs roll around in their own shit. Maybe cows have shit stuck all over their ass. That's because they can't do anything about maybe, it. They're, maybe their nose is too far away. They don't care. and their tails can't do shit. Sorry, Simon. Like cats. You ever see a cat with a dirty ass? All the time. Hardly ever okay. because cats can fucking suck their own dicks. No yeah, problem. So they reach you know? back and clean that shit with a tongue. Exactly. Yeah. You're exactly. coming around. I'm, I'm already here. So I'm okay. Go ahead. Come on. So the UFO seemed to be looking for something. Yes. That was interesting. Well, it was looking for the alien, obviously. The, the, the alien they took, uh, sh- there should be x-rays of it. Yep. 
like I was saying, proof from the hospitals. The doctors claim there was a telepathic communication and the alien was emoting or whatever's doing that it feels bad for humans for not understanding their real potential or purpose or something. So like that, that story is told all the time of like the, they don't talk, right? Like the kids who in Zimbabwe. Yeah. It's just they telepathic. said that the alien said to them, you're fucking up your planet. That seems to be like a going thing. And I guess that's an easy out someone could take. Imagine if they were the Zachariah Sitchin aliens. They're like, you're not using your full potential of mining, mining gold. Mining your own gold, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you would think that when you hear it from enough different people all across the world that you would start giving that a little bit of credibility, but they don't. You know, like the layman hears that and they're just like, pop. Well, Simon, it's because it's... Because we've been taught to it's think not even like ta- that. It's not even taught. It's that you've lived 40 years and you've never had anyone communicate with you telepathically. So your natural instinct is to say, I've lived 40 years and this has never happened. 100%. Or same thing, like I've I've been looking up at the sky, not every night like you, but I've been looking at the sky for 40 years, never seen an alien, never seen anything fish. You know what I mean? Like that's why when you hear these things, like when you hear a craft landed and an alien stinking to high hell landed and telepathically communicated with me and was walking around Brazil for four days. Yeah, of course, for the average person, it sounds like it's right out of a movie. So I, even if you want to believe, you can understand why the average person would, of course, be like, I, yeah, I just, it's tough to wrap my fuck. I go to a nine to five job every day and like, I eat the same fucking meal. I don't know. I get it. I get it too. And I mean, ideally something like what happened with the bones in, uh, New York Harbor happens from this exposure to this, uh, another leak, whatever you, you mean by the, the, uh, popularity of Joe's podcast, the reach that like some people in power are going to come forward. Like the, this doesn't end here. Just that someone with some info comes mm. forward. Yes. Kamar's saying that with, with, I feel like this is one thing like, have you seen them do the bricks? Yeah. They tap the one and they all hit all this stuff is free floating. Well, I feel a lot of this is happening right now independently of him being on Joe Rogan's podcast. They're like they're making parts of the government dedicated to this. So whether they're telling the truth or they're not telling the truth, like it's definitely in the conversation. There's a space force for God's sake. But okay, there and you contend we don't need to know any more than we know because it upset everyone. No, I think we should know everything. I'm just saying it's not like like, who do you think is going to come forward on... They're hoping that people who work in the military come forward yep. and give information. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're he, not going to do that through Joe Rogan's podcast. I mean, maybe they would. I don't know. That think would, of how backwards this is, though. The government is telling former government employees that the NDA that the government made them sign is no longer... Like, it's... What do you mean the government is if you're ex-military, you work for the fucking government and you signed a government NDA and now the government is coming out and saying, hey, by the way, that NDA we made you sign, don't worry about it. Like, I could see why people, A, wouldn't buy it and why, like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't, none of it doesn't add up to me. But based on the popularity of Joe Rogan, yeah, you don't think it's possible a YouTuber or two is now going to go do their own? Sure. We went down here. Of course, yeah. Well, everyone will do anything for views. Like, we'll see. We'll see. You're, um, saying, you're saying it seems like a situation. Sorry. Watch that fucking picture. 
you're saying it seems like a situation where um, they're telling the drug dealers to come turn in their guns, no penalty, and then they arrest everybody. Well, I'm just saying I can totally see why if you were ex-military, if you were someone with info, I could see why you'd have a huge distrust for the government being like, yeah, come on in, come down, I know, testify in front of Congress. Like do, Doing it in front of the world, that's what makes sure that you don't get killed. Like, why? We've seen so many people. That's why Bob we, Lazar came out and told his story was to make sure that he didn't get killed. That's why you come forward with the info. They kill you eventually. Look at the guy who said the CIA was selling drugs in fucking L.A. They killed him like 10 years later, five years later. They don't do it right away, but they'll get you. I mean, Assange and what's-his-name are both alive. Okay, well, look at the life they live. Assange had to live like five years of his life in an embassy where everyone hated him. And the other guy's in Russia. It's very warm there, There's Assange and... Snowden. Snowden. I'll say the only interesting thing... Those are the ones we know of. ...is the stench. That makes sense, that makes sense to me, though. If well, if, if it is an alien and it is in some sort of sulfur planet or whatever, that's what I was some saying. sort of the biological end. makeup that you have to pack in to travel universe, the sure. A- the atmosphere in another, on another planet could be completely different to ours. Like you, sulfur is a good example. They might live in a sulfur environment or their ships or... Whatever know. it is. Yeah. So I'm not saying anything here. I'm just making a couple of statements, okay? <laughs> Bigfoot, when he comes around, horrible stench. Some people say it smells like sulfur. Mm-hmm. Um, when aliens Walks come right down, that they, when aliens come down, they associate the sulfur smell and you know what they've always associated the sulfur smell with mm-hmm. devils, demons, Saltpeter. ghosts, anything paranormal. I'm just saying, I, I don't mean, know what I'm saying, but I'm saying it. Let's keep in mind too. It might not even be sulfur. It might sulfur might be the closest thing we can associate it to. Sure. I, Rotten eggs. I don't just, think, I don't think I, it is. Sulfur, yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm just, Rotten I'm making eggs. the point that like. We do that as humans where it's like the closest thing I could, you know. So maybe those things are all the same thing that people are seeing and just giving them different names. Yeah. Like angels, for example. Mm-hmm. Angels in the Bible that we know them are never described as winged creature, like winged humans who come down. They're always described as like a wheel within a wheel with a thousand eyes and and they smell bad. And I don't know. Maybe they do have a sulfur thing to them. No, I'm just saying in general, though, like we uh, we anthropomorphize a lot of things and then assume that's the way it's always been told. Yeah. What if, I mean, we've talked, this is the whole ancient aliens thing is like when they said they saw an angel in the sky, what were they really seeing? Just something they couldn't understand and then giving it a name. Yeah, we're just more advanced in the way that we can give things better names now, but we're all just seeing something in the sky that we can't understand and trying to describe it as best we can. Look, the idea of um, flying saucers, for example, mm-hmm. that came from a guy who wrote an article about somebody else who said they saw what they described as a flying saucer, but it saucer was only the best thing they could describe it to it like actually said, looked sulfur. more like yeah it looked more like uh i don't even remember what it was that it looked more like but it wasn't a saucer and then that just became the yeah. you know then a lot of people who would see something in the sky be it like a tic tac or that craft from um like i showed you last week from flight of the navigator mm-hmm. you would just call that a saucer because that's what people called it when really you're looking at a silver pill. Yeah. 
Well, just very interesting. It wasn't asked, but it's possible. Asked. <laughs> the whole town was dosed. That is just had a crazy. Yeah, totally. Some government you know mind control Kamar, experiment. That is a very good point because you're talking about a town only of like, what was it? Like, I thought it was 100,000. I thought he said it was 100,000. 12,000 people. Th- no, I thought he said it was a couple hundred thousand. The whole thing was a big place. But I did a quick uh, National Geographic. It's not like a city. By any means, or what we think. I of. thought it was twelve thousand people. Maybe. Well, remember, don't forget too. Like you know, the whole witch thing they now think is like ergot. It would be the same thing, right? Like maybe they had they all had a fucking mass um, uh, psychosis. Yeah, a shipment of wheat that the whole town got had gone bad, and everyone had the same fucking. Like I truly believe. I mean, I highly doubt that. I don't know. Just, There's yeah. a huge part of me that believes that the um, Betty and Barney Hill mm-hmm. abduction was a. Uh, CIA, FBI, I don't know what organization did it, but they dosed these people sure. and then implanted ideas into their head. And this was the first time they had ever done it like that. And Why not? Maybe it didn't go exactly as planned, or maybe it really did go exactly as planned, but that would explain a lot for that case anyways. Um, Mr. Fox said, Harry Reid says it's the tip of the iceberg, what has been released, which is Obviously. just what, a little cock tease there. But you guys, why would you? That's the only thing that's been released. So of course it's the fucking tip of the iceberg. Like you guys disagreed with me, I think a couple of weeks ago when I mentioned that. Um, well, for the record, I constantly disagreed. With uh, you. Had Hillary Clinton won the election, it, it, we'd be like at a totally different place with UFOs right now because she was so, a better place. Yeah, she was really interested in releasing. That was the whole. Um, was it the Podesta files? Yeah, I have a feeling that might have had something to do with her getting all the fucking shit off her husband going to Pedo Island so many times, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, it, Podesta could be a good guy, he could be a bad guy. This guy is friends with Podesta. I also have to make note that he called um, Neil deGrasse Tyson a national treasure. And then went on to like totally fucking bash him. Well, so. Just because he, he said if he saw like the Thomas Clark video... He said, he did a with all due respect. Listen, you're he, a piece of shit. You know who you was know? a national? Tre- he, you know who was a national other, treasure? Not, not Neil deGrasse Tyson. Carl Sagan. Yeah, Carl Sagan was a national treasure. Neil deGrasse Tyson is a fucking asshole. He's a bunion. Um, a bunion? Yeah, on your foot. It's annoying. <laughs> no, he's not that bad. I want to be less disparaging as well. I'm trying, but I'm terrible at it. Nin- yeah, me too. He's a cock. <laughs> if I say 1945 Trinity. Does that ring a bell to you? 1945 Trinity. Yeah. That was another alien thing? Yes. This is the first. He, now, so we've, we've discussed Brazil. I don't know if you want to discuss it anymore. No, that's fine. I I'm going to watch the movie. He did a good job of... Uh... <laughs> oh, well, you got to make we one or two more. You, we only have one or two more points for this guy. Well, what do you want from me? We have two more guests to go over, right? You well, wanna... we're going to make... Miss Pat, real short. So, so yeah, whenever we say real short, I'm, it's twenty minutes. I'm telling you, it's going to be ten minutes for Miss Pat. So. And then who's the other one? Um, it's the vaccine guy. Okay, well, Kamar's going to well, want at least a half hour on him, so that puts no, us at about. I, 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 we could just. I'll get up. You guys give a round of applause. We'll say no hard feelings, and then we'll, we'll rate it. What was the Trinity one, Kamar? <laughs> I. Well, you're supposed to know. I'm not. I don't remember no, them no. by name. What was the event? I think versus going through all these and fact checking you on what you know. It's more just the a mass of all the mentions. 
right? Yeah. There's a there's a letter from J. J. Edward Hoover. Uh, does that ring a bell for you? A letter from J. A letter from J. Edgar Hoover. He was um, head of the FBI or the CIA. He started the FBI. Okay, and what did he say? I I, I, I don't know. He was the head. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's an astronaut from Roswell who said Roswell was real. Jackie Gleason. We're going through all the mentions. Like it, it, it becomes almost insurmountable for it to all be explainable. Uh, The Mitchell is in the Edgar Mitchell. The Mitchell Citizen, so you know that. Uh, Evelyn Trent, does that ring a bell in 1950? The Ed, Edgar Mitchell is really interesting because he was one of the uh, astronauts that went to the moon there. And apparently he was part of like a weird like uh, association that was like really keen on what the Egyptians were up to and doing like weird consciousness stuff. And apparently as he was, because he was the guy, I, I believe who was waiting in the actual like spaceship as Armstrong and um, Aldrin yeah, went on yeah. to the moon. And well, he's the guy who didn't get to go to the yeah. Well, he was in there. <laughs> the mark of but, marks. But he didn't care <laughs> because I think he just wanted to go to space to be able to do all his like rituals. Okay. Uh, he was doing all this weird stuff as they were coming up and going down. So Interesting. They were all very interesting. Like he was the in whole, a box. You just see everyone shaking. Have you ever seen the video of the guy um, asking Buzz Aldrin something about the moon landing, and he just loses it and punches him out? Yeah. Well, this and is why then I'm, sorry, no, go on. Afterwards, yeah, but now Buzz is like, we didn't even go that first interview back, and they're all there, and they all look super depressed, and like they just got back from the moon, and I get it. You would be like shell-shocked, but at the same time, you would be uber excited to be doing that press conference, you know? But like I was saying, or like we were talking about, um, if you were going to fake it, it's just those three guys and a couple more people who have to be involved, right? Like it doesn't have to go much more than that to really pull. Everybody else thinks it's really happening, it's only those three astronauts who have to be part of it for sure. Cause they know that they never went to the moon and everyone else thinks they did it. And a couple, uh, a couple say, other people, still at least five people behind the scenes. I'm just throwing out a number, sure. right? Like the planning. It's not one it person. It doesn't have to be many though. Like Kamar or somebody. Always I get what you're saying. saying oh, all no. the people at like Houston, they believe that the rockets they, going up when they, they think they're cheer, doing their job. When they yeah, cheered, yeah, when it. they have that yeah. on video, it looks real because it is real. They thought they were. So you what know? about Apollo 13 though? Well, here's the thing. I think as time went on, they must have started sending people to the moon because then it starts getting crazy. You have 13 different missions, 14, whatever it is. Well, Apollo 11 was the moon landing. Apollo 13 was the one that was supposed to land on the moon, but had the botched. It was the Tom Hanks movie. They went to the moon 13 times. Houston, we have a problem. I no, be- Apollo 11 was the moon landing. All the Apollo missions, they might have sent, I'm telling you, Apollo 11 was Neil Armstrong's moon landing. If you believe that sort of thing. Yes, allegedly. Sorry, Kamar. But my point to Simon is that the Apollo 11 mission was the moon landing mission. And I would I would guess just everyone's too old. But if times are different and they were, if all the astronauts were 50 right now, they'd be on YouTube and the internet nonstop. You would, you would think, right? I guess, yeah. 14 total missions went to the moon. Okay, which okay, which was the first to land on the moon, Simon? A manned mission to land on the moon. Eleven. Oh, 
Correct. Okay. I, I wasn't arguing that. I was saying that we've been to the moon 14 times. My point was that in order to fake 14 of those, you'd have to have a lot of people in on it. That then you start. That's what I'm saying. Yes. No. And you, like Apollo 13, you're fake. You're not only you're you're not only faking a moon landing. You're faking a botched moon landing where you have to rescue. That seems yeah, like that, again more work than it's that? worth. Yeah. And, and look, we had. They were racing to get to the moon in 1960, whatever it was, when they did it because of the the Russians, which is probably exactly why they had to fake it. And then once they had more time and better technology years later, they actually sent people to the moon. I'm not against that. I can deal with that, I think. Or, Or, Or they could launch a rocket with nobody on it. Mm hmm. And it goes out of sight and t- now tell you where it is. You have no verification except for whatever NASA, right? Okay. There's no Fox News is there too. No. It yeah. doesn't exist. It's your footage. It's kind of like the the uh, the virus companies there. Or. Where they do their own research and then that's what the scientists look at, you know? Or, yeah. or, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You don't get the data. You get the summarization. Yeah, we think from the data. their yeah. data. You could put people on a rocket, launch it, and have it parachute out. But what are you saying? But you still have to get those pilots, to the astronauts, to lie. And that's what I'm saying. So then you're up to like 20-plus people you have to keep quiet no. as opposed to the three. You tell astronauts part of going to space is you will disassociate and completely go unconscious. What about the people who go to the moon? And then they drug you up for a week. And then they put you in a. Okay, I know. Then I, they put I, you in a B fifty two bomber, and they drop. Oh my god, that is interesting. The space thing that and there's just all I'm saying is that you have that, to at blast that time, off. Why not just drug you full of acid and convince you you've gone to and, the moon and, and just put you in a, a thing that looks like the moon, like when you wake what up. What a great movie! What a great uh, premise for a movie. You're an astronaut. It's a group of astronauts who actually think they're going to the moon, and then it's all about how they get tricked. There's into no way believing. to fact check how far that rocket got up. It would, it would. They could launch a rocket far, no could ever see it again, and then it could just stop there. Well, it can't get us. past the firmament, so we know it only goes up a certain way. But that's right? a lot higher than we can see, allegedly. No, that's really interesting, though, Kamar. I've never actually given that a lot of thought before, but that it probably would be very easy to do. And then everyone's in on it. Because look, you're going to space, right? Like you come out of your your spaceship. If you're not like, it just it's so containable. You're not you're not actually like flying millions of miles into space. Hopefully not. That's dangerous. <laughs> what do you mean you're not actually though? That's what they're alleging that you're. No, I, I know, but I'm saying so. Let's say we're doing it according to Kamar's plan. Okay. Okay. Like so. You're in your spaceship and it's time for you to do your moonwalk, okay? Okay. So all they have to deal with is like having a big dark room where it seems like it's all nothingness and this planet that you have to go on to. They you okay, go on you, to it. How do you then create you the ba- weightlessness? I mean, listen, come on. This is we're talking about oh, endless amounts you. of money. Well, they have rooms where you can go in and be weightless. So it'll no, just they be don't. one of those rooms. Where where, where do they about? have that? Well, that's how they train. No, they don't. They, they go up in the in vomit comet. No, they train in water. They train in the water. You go up in the vomit comet. I believe comet. they also have a room. They do not have a weightless room on Earth, Simon. Mm. That does not exist. Uh, yeah, they do. They have anti-gravity no. chambers. No, yes, they no. absolutely do not. They no, have a no, vacuum. No, no, no. no. no, no. NASA they would has make a, a pool with wicked 
painting. Oh, like, that's even better. Just You're just like sending it. people it's, it's underwater. Just like it was on Earth. Dude. Just like we said, anti-gravity is like being in water. It absolutely, what would the, be the difference, He's right? Bubbles. Don't, and, bubbles would be the difference. Don't take off your mask either. <laughs> He's doesn't matter. So they can't figure out a way to not show you the bubbles? That's hilarious. Uh, no. You're hilarious. No, we, bubbles, hilarious. bubbles would be true. Yes, bubbles. I'm surprised there aren't just bubbles in space and they always just told us that was a thing, you know? Like when you breathe in space, you send out space bubbles. Um, in 52, there was a UFO over the White House. 55, an Alabama B-52 bomber saw something. 57, Edwards Air Force Base. This the is one he didn't talk about that I thought he would for sure was the one, uh, there was an L.A., alien uh, sighting where the the military was shooting at it. They call it the Battle of L.A. Interesting. Yeah. And they were like, there's, you can see video of them shooting at these hmm. something. He did not mention that one. Uh, the most interesting one I heard or thought was 86 Anchorage, Alaska. A commercial pilot said it was bigger than the plane. It's crazy. No, he said you could land the yeah, plane Yeah, you could on. land a plane on it. Well, that's... Yes, that is Those are the, the crazy ones to me. Like, it would be one thing to see a tic-tac in the sky. It would be nuts to see something floating there, defying gravity like that in the sky. It, it would just be mind-boggling. Shock. Shock. But at the same time, it would be like, you know, you know there are planes out there. It's not that big. Yeah. Maybe. But if you see something like football fields long yeah. just floating in the sky that, that would do it for that me. just breaks your fucking brain into a million pieces that's like what that. i want it just doesn't I, I i for me it just wouldn't make any sense and it feels you know? like it'd be ominous not like woohoo. so here's my problem though is like okay so you you spot this thing in the sky that is whatever let's say it's three four, football three fields. football fields long sure or big however the oh fuck you want God. to describe it's like it. looking at a shopping mall in the air okay but not, my only problem is like none of not a lot of these then have people saying and then I saw a shitload of like MIGs or F-16s fly. like that's my only issues because the second something and I guess you could argue that they are off radar yeah. that would be the argument or you I guess. just don't see them coming out like I doubt they're seeing this thing very close it's so big you're probably seeing it from a long way or if they're my, holding time in my, space. my point is like right now that guy said the, the there was a guy a couple weeks ago that was like once we got this new technology we started seeing these things everywhere so like right now if something that big came down i would expect that it would pop up on some radar and that they would immediately scramble fucking well, maybe they just don't yeah you're right who knows man. or maybe listen Maybe, maybe the, the drones on. show up on radar, but the ships don't. Maybe the U.S. military knows that the precedent is every time we scramble MiGs, they shoot them down. We're tired of losing MiGs. We don't bother sending anything out anymore. I don't. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe. A hundred percent. Why would they? They're not going to tell us either. They would never, especially well, if they knew it wasn't from Earth. Well, they're not shooting us down, I guess, is the point. But right? you don't know that. The government wouldn't tell you. Well, you they're think not the shooting commercial flights. Again, it's down. one of those things you wouldn't know unless you were there and you know saw it happen in the air and saw the thing you would hear about the ground. I mean, there's a lot of places, Simon. There's think about big the Earth is in the mountains. Think of how big the Earth is. There's so many spots the commercial flights do not go. Yeah, over Antarctica. That's true. Maybe that's part not of over. The deal. Not even Antarctica. There's, I bet there's a ton of spots in the Pacific that never see flight paths ever. Um, what were we talking about right before that? Because I had something I wanted to say about. I don't it. know, but we have to move on. What was it though? You said something remember. right before. Uh, okay, fine. Sorry. 
he has, and Joe commented it in the thing that he had remarkable recall. Mm-hmm. This is one of those, like he's like the Dave Smith of political jargon or whatever his side he. Well, I think when you make a living talking about one thing, you'll probably end up knowing. We don't get annoyed well. that it sounds uh, rehearsed. Yeah, Simon's right. The recall thing, like, just dude, I could rap 50 fucking songs right now just because I listen to a lot of rap. This guy only talks about aliens, so it doesn't make, it, it makes a lot of sense that he would have all of it. Like, also, it doesn't give, it takes away your credibility if you're like, oh, what was the video? Where was it? Where, you know. I think Joe's doing a disservice now, and then we can end on this point. Okay. Is that um, when he says, I, you know, can't, I want to know too much. So that's the problem. I want it to be real. Yeah. Like, every who cares? That doesn't change a goddamn thing. Yeah. Poetic. I give it a three. <laughs> no, I just mean, like, it. it's so big deal. So you want it to be real. It doesn't mean that you have to discount the things you're seeing just because you want it to be real. Yeah, I think his point is that he's trying to straw man. He wants it to be real, so he's trying to straw man the other side everywhere possible. So that if someone ever came back, like... I don't know. So, like, he won't be happy until he shakes an alien's hand? Like, what are what is he looking for here? No, I mean, listen, this guy came and gave a bunch of third... Like, none of what this guy said would hold up in a court of law, if that's what you're fucking... Like, all he said was, I had second or third-hand accounts of this happening. He kept begging for people to come forward because he doesn't have the proper evidence to prove to someone like me, you, or Joe that any of what he said... No, nope, he didn't have a lot of proof. He's that's missing true. one thing everywhere. I agree with you, yes. he pleaded for it. And I give this a three, and I hope that this causes. Like, you know, I don't know if you heard by one of three or four YouTubers are to go down there and make their own video. I want to see. I want to see Logan's Paul, Logan Paul's footage. So, if nothing else, I implore Logan Paul to release that. Well, I'm sure his lawyers told him not to. I, uh, yeah. Listen, it would be great if like Netflix is throwing money at every documentary on Earth. Send a fucking crew down to. Brazil and figure out what's going on. Send them to South Africa where the other one happened. Anyway, I give this one, uh, I guess I'll give it a three. Simon? I'll give it a 4.2. Best UFO podcast you ever heard? I think it's been the best one on Rogan so far. He was like the most rational. He had all his examples that he was trying to get. I don't know. I thought it was really good. I thought he did a good job of also like placating Joe enough to make him shut the fuck up so he could tell what he needed to say, you know? You, the could, you could tell that he wanted five more hours. Whispering into a mic. And I didn't always, like I didn't like the whispering. Whispering was a thing. The most compelling thing in the Brazil video was the guy crying. The most compelling thing about him was him crying. At the end, just loving his work. That's what you may think he's real, right? No, that didn't help no, me at that all. No, that didn't help, didn't help me. <laughs> I'm a heartless oh prick, no. Okay. I don't like the crying okay. on the Rogan show. Yeah. Could do without that. Let's move on. Okay. Um, He's not even prepared, this fucking guy. 1978. That's crazy. We're creeping up on 2000. Three years after I was born, Miss Pat. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. So you just missed Simon's birthday then, right? We just missed 77? 77 was... Uh, no way. Was the 77 UFO the UFO guy? Wasn't Get it? the fuck out of yep. here. Wow, 1977, and Simon gets a UFO guy. There Interesting. I wonder if for 83 we'll get Chappelle. Ooh. Or something for... No, Dave Swiss is 77. Oh. 
Well, at least he's a Jew. <laughs> but no, it was recorded on the day that 77 was supposed to come out. Yeah, so we'll never know. Uh, so yeah, 78, Miss Pat. Um, she's all right, the black Roseanne. Yep. Sure. Way yeah. funnier than Roseanne. Way funnier. Yes, and she has a very hairy pussy. Gross. And I love how she broke down, like, you know, the writers went to her and said, so what are we going to do? What's the show's going to be? I was like, I ain't getting into... I ain't getting hit in the face by no pie and I ain't chasing no dick. <laughs> if you don't write jokes about that, we're on our way. She got stuck up on a movie about a guy in a mask. Uh, who was it? Was it Ben Affleck? Yeah, it's, obviously, she mentioned Deadpool. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. The movie. Oh, the button's never You guys see that? Yeah. You, you, you see this? It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again for Matt and Simon to rack their brains to guess the budget and the box off. Budget and the box off. We all know they won't guess the year and the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on. It's the Take movie it game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing Deadpool. And she used it as a reference to like, um, no one succeeds without no's. Because this movie was, he tried to make the movie for years and no one wanted to make it. They did to make it. And as we know now, after... Whenever it did come Just out. side note, Ryan Reynolds group. Did you see what they offered for the senators? A billion. A billion dollars. Is that enough? What a cheap team. MLS. Well, you can't compare the two. Come on. MLS. Or sorry, who are you going to say? Every MLS team right now has a valuation of around $2 billion. So it's, it's insane to me to think that. And it has been around a lot less time than the uh, NHL, right? Uh, yes, substantially shorter than the NHL. Deadpool. Wow. Yeah. That's the American Soccer League. Yeah. The MLS. Yeah. Major I think League it Soccer. Just, yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on how much. Uh, like that can't be every team. That's like LA. That's right? an average, probably. I, well, I said the average was two billion. Ryan no, I'm Reynolds. just saying, like a team in Atlanta is probably a billion dollars. The team in Atlanta is big, actually. What, you yeah, get yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. In Kentucky sure, or wherever sure, the sure, fuck Sure, sure, sure. Ryan Reynolds, Marina Baccarin, Ed Screen, TJ Miller, Gina Carano. Was she the one that got into tr- trouble? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and Brianna Hildebrand. And, of course, Ryan Reynolds, the billion-dollar man who already uh, owns a soccer team. I'm ready. Oh, by the way, no, I, I was, I did get it right last week. Never mind. Don't know nothing. Oh no, I did get something wrong. If you are in the the top, whatever, who cares? The top two teams in the oh, Champions, the, the top two teams in the championship move up automatically, and then four teams play a play-in for the third spot. Just a, well, that's um, a super fun game to watch, then, eh? Well, what's even crazier is they they play it at Wembley. Well, but they're all like it's a. To win is like you're in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the play-in, but the final game of the play-in, Kamar, is at Wembley in Sold front out. of like 60,000 people. So, you know, people that don't normally get to play in front of that many people, it's it's a big deal. Soccer is just the easiest on the body. I don't know, man. Simon, are you ready? Um, I mean, it's easier than like American football for sure, but I think basketball. Okay, uh, I'm I ready. I think it came out in 2014. That's exactly what I said, Matt. 
Well, you're both wrong because it came out in 2016. Mm. Fucking cunt. Okay. All right. Well, I said it cost 110 million and it made 527. I said it cost 79 million and it made 425. Well, you'd be surprised to find out that it was made at a steal of 58 million. What? 58. I, I don't think it was a lot of locations in the first it one. It was all Vancouver. They shot yeah, the whole thing in Vancouver off. while I was living there. Box office? 782.6 million. Off. Jesus. Holy fuck. Fuck, and ever since they called him it. Mr. Reynolds. Yeah. Wow. And that's the movie game. Imagine make, if they made $720 million off that movie. Sweet fucking Jesus. Off like a beeline superhero. That's insane. And guaranteed that fucking Wrexham is going to be worth 10 times what he bought it for. Mark my words. Anyway, let's move on. She's a straight shooter. Miss Pat got reprimanded for how she was talking to her coworkers. Had to get counseled. Um, they have laughers for hire. You knew that. Did I? Yeah. Well. Did I? I think I'd be a great. There's an episode of, fuck, what show is it? Where his girlfriend is a laugher, maybe? Anyways. The character is a laugher. But the we, character's girlfriend is a laugher, I think. In maybe. I used to laugh back in the day. <laughs> the laugh circuit. That's a sort of a side job, though. Like the laugh circuit. Um, we must realize at this day and age, at this year, 2023, 20, um, TV shows are just for advertising. Yes. The actual content really doesn't matter. Like jokes are jokes. She's Not trying to be original. No, they make good programs to keep you there to watch the ads. To, to get to the ad. That I mean, it's not about the but why do you act else. like that's new? That's what it always was. No, I, well, anyone out there who is under the guise oh. that it they, is, but, but no, you but, know, you think to yourself, like, oh, they used to make But again, HBO is not. It's not. It's the only Netflix one that is not. Prime is not. Um None Any of no, no old school. It's television. only things on cable television, yeah. which is a weird subscription sort of mode. Well, yeah, because you're paying the you're double dipping. They're double dipping. Yes, you're paying them for the cable, and then they're selling you ads on top of that, which I'm sure Netflix is going to get to eventually. Is that? Well, you pay cheaper to see the ads. It's that now. What's that? That eventually you speak of. What is ads on Netflix now? Yeah, you pay. Less, ah, but you get ads. I if see. you pay more, you don't get ads. I see. I pay the max. They just give so. you an option. Yeah, I got you. Um, abortion, gay marriage, leave people the fuck alone. <laughs> um, her fan base are called the Crack Babies. This is exactly the same podcast as the last time she was on. Almost identical. No, she's much more successful now. We're, yeah, but <laughs> the it's the same. I, I I thought it was a victory lap. She just came around sure. and everything's Listen, coming up, Miss Pat. Congratulations, Miss Pat. Good for her. She's yeah, fucking she hilarious. Her comeuppance. I'm yeah. glad to see it. This episode was goddamn useless, and we don't need to waste another second on it. Well, this is a couple of things. We, uh, the fan undercut her at her own party. It was a party. She threw a party, free to come, and in the midst of the party, the woman started collecting stuff for Miss Pat just to steal from her. She started collecting donations to give Miss Pat a purse and then stole the money. Yeah. Uh, if Miss Pat was on Are You Garbage? <laughs> she would be garbage. Garbage! Oh, yeah. Hot garbage. Sure. Um, I'm going to question. Talk about from fame. You, 
loaning money is giving it away. You know, when people come around you. Yeah. And she says, whenever people start talking a lot before they ask, which is, you know, if a guy comes to the street and says, hey, man, I need a buck. You'll give him a buck. But a guy, hey, I'm so sorry to bother you. I just missed that trade. Yeah. <laughs> my wife was supposed to make me and he's still going for that dollar, but you're like, you yeah, you want my dollar me. and my time. Yeah. Ain't going to happen. Now you're getting neither. <laughs> um, she got three cane corsos, which she doesn't know anything about. Joe was very concerned. Yes. It was very, I felt like he was going to intervene or something. She's like, Joe, I raised crack babies. I can take care of three cane corsos. Like the next morning, social services for animals shows up at her house. Animal. But it is, I think the most endearing thing about Miss Pat is in her career when she was struggling, um, her husband supported her and put himself out and now he's retired and she's rich. And that's a really feel good story. Yeah. Supporting um, each other. Like I said, she gets all her flowers, but we've done this before. We gave her flowers already. We already gave her her flowers. You don't get flowers twice. Can't get flowers every time you come on. Yeah. Uh, Unless you were on the clock, Joe. Unless you're a florist, oh. Joe learned or from Cat married. Williams to not perform on an empty stomach. No, we're not. We're, we stomach. are not doing. We're not doing this. We want to see Joe's playlist, though. He's got a playlist for his green room. Yeah, it's Cool G Rap, Peter Frampton, a Wu Tang Clan. What a <laughs> imagine your <laughs> whatever. I just can't imagine being like listening to Wu Tang and being like, "Fuck yeah!" And then Cash rules everything around me ends. Right into Frampton, I'd be like, motherfucker. People who care about you need it to go like ease me into it. You need some yeah. sort of yeah, like yeah. bridge yeah, music. Yeah. Play like, some Shaw Day first or something. <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't I don't mind uh No 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 you can't a, just a genre. That's a terrible drop. No, 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 that's a terrible drop. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You no. make a mixtape, you can you no. can fly anywhere you no, need no, to no. go. Even Joe can't get away with that. I'm sorry. Um, Kamar, you agree with that? With which? Can you go from like? Uh, well, Kamar's a wildcat, of course. Welcome to the jungle. To uh, right to Wu Tang. Sure. Well, that's a weird. Those are both heavy songs. <laughs> what he's saying is the genre flip. Are you okay? Yeah. Someone, oh yes, 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 yes. I hate playlists like that. Yeah. Like I hate. I can't yeah, do me it. too. No, all like, over the. You place. don't listen I'm to music, all... so it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is his opinion matters <laughs> you know, a little bit. I assume he listens up. to music. Uh, 80s to the 90s to the 40s to that's different mumble though. rap to yeah. whatever not mumble rap but i was with you everything two late shows you want to throw a little western you, in there your, your playlist is a is a is a is a vibe yes that's what i'm getting yeah yeah no mine. i'm not into the vibe mine is just what i can choose bangers yes and a banger could be there a slow song it could be a heavy yeah. song it could be, loud could be song. rap it could be western which no. doesn't work because you need to have lulls, but then that's another story. No, well, I'm yeah. You're both your playlists stink. If oh. I was the marketing exec and I was going to go through with the um, Bud Light Dylan Mulvaney thing, I would have limited edition or put out Bud Lit, <laughs> and just have that as their same beer, different can, different label. The Bud Lit. Bud Light. Nice. And they can be as eco or as Whatever, uh, yeah. social yeah, justice. As Bud Light is for the bros. <laughs> Bud Lit's for the I don't know. For <laughs> um, politicians oh, are all liars. Here's uh, um, your point. She was like, in defense of trans, everyone needs to bust a nut. But if you give these kids the uh, treatment when they're kids, they never get to bust a nut ever. It, yeah. I, I think it's an oversight. 
I think the bust and that oversight. Uh, Joe called his chicken a mammal. Uh, sort of caught me off guard. Who's just probably trying to get out of the studio. Um, There's nothing, Kamar. She's very nothing. scared of rodents. She doesn't believe in UFOs. And she thinks Disney's the happiest place in the world. And I bet you she hates camping. And I think camping is, or, or at a nice cottage, is the most beautiful, happiest place in the world. There's no way anyone who's been to Disneyland can truly tell you that it's the happiest place on earth. Some people love Disney, man. That's but fine. That's hold on, hold that's on, hold on, hold on. No, no, stop. There's nothing wrong with people really enjoying Disney. And when you go there, you see people geeking the fuck out. I'm fine with that. But for every person you see geeking the fuck out, there's an angry father of four in the corner yelling at three kids, get the fuck back here, this fuck, spending so much. Like, Disney is not the happiest place on earth. Not even fucking close. And the someone who can't afford to go to Disney and is looking from outside the fence. You know where the happiest place on earth is? It's probably a beach somewhere. I think that's the happiest place. a forest with no bugs. Well, that doesn't exist. There's always something somewhere. I mean, it's a pretty subjective thing. The happiest place on earth. I guess. And depending on how much you can spend at Disney World. If you like anti-Semitism, I guess Disney is a very happy place. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I'll never go there. Well, I've never been there, so I'm a good person. Uh, Yeah, so she doesn't doesn't buy UFOs whatsoever. Doesn't want to. Joe, I don't want to hear about it. Doesn't let her children curse. That was the funniest Which is hilarious. And beats them. And they will. Not that. They're not old enough. They will never curse. Says, don't fucking curse around me. <laughs> and she calls him Elon Musk, yeah, which yeah. I thought was adorable. Adorable. Let's move on. Elongated muskrat. I give this one a two. Uh, she gets all her flowers and I'll... I love Miss Pat. I just I'll like Simon a, said, this was the same. There's nothing... Yeah, I'll give it a 2.5. Generous. That's nice of you. Yeah. Mar? She's hilarious. I give it a two. More appropriate. I need to. So I'm just trying to bump the, the average up. I know what you're doing. I'm with you, buddy. Four. No one's angry with you. Okay, last one of the week. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Dr. Asim Mahultra is a cardiologist. Okay, I'm going to go take a piss while Kamar does his victory lap. What hospital? No, this is. I'm, I'm, I didn't realize this. Where do you think he practices medicine? In a trailer <laughs> yeah, down I, by no. Giuliani's. What country? Uh, Brazil. Yeah, oh, he, he said that? No. I'm taking a guess. You're, you are correct. Hmm. I, if you ask me, I assume he was out of Britain. Okay. Because he talked a lot about the national. He was British. Yeah, I think he got like chased out of those countries. Yeah. It would appear. Um, but he started questioning unhealthy food in hospitals. Why are hospitals unhealthy places? Sorry, repeat, Kamar. I wasn't listening. He 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 started his crusade before yeah. whatever his crusading ways. Um, I believe he refers to it as activism. Okay. And he's become a controversial character in COVID since COVID. But before he, that, he was questioning. He dropped Jamie Oliver's name. Unhealthy food in hospitals. Okay, I didn't know that. Serving junk food. I thought he started with the statins. The uh, the nope. medicine that's, for that's coming heart down the um, that's coming down the pike, mm. which is also a whole other interesting thing. But uh, just and he would be vilified as like um, fat phobic, yeah, be- because it just happened to be that unhealthy living obesity is causing a big scare. It's so crazy to me that like. 
I don't know. We look at um, the whole sugar thing. Yes, big food and big pharma. Yeah, how they like use this campaign to get people to not know the truth, to change the narrative, and they've done that before. Well, this is it. It's like the military playbook. Yeah, it's crazy. It really like we're really dumb as people because we're just. It's not that we're dumb. It's that most of us don't have the bandwidth to have, be able to worry about something like that. We're just going to listen to what the best people in charge advice wouldn't is let that and, happen. But well, like, that's just it, right? But like Matt with the noble um, corporation or that one yeah. thing, the rest of them are bound but to. It, it's funny because this guy said exactly what I said. And that's why at the beginning I was like, okay, I'm not just going to dismiss this guy right off the bat, you know, is he said, at the beginning, I trusted that, you know, uh, Big Pharma, I, he's like, I never trusted them because I had worked with the statins. But with viruses and um, vaccines, I was always, I was like, they're not going to fuck with that because it's so important. Meaning the government was going to be able to moderate this one. And of course they didn't, right? That's the whole thing. They, To me, that's the bigger thing is the erosion of trust in the government. To me, that's like they lost all credibility but just across the, the board. I won't believe anything the they government, ever say ever again. The government is using data provided to them by the pharmaceutical company. Yeah, but that that just to me that makes that's the government's problem. Like, of course, the pharmacies or the pharma companies are doing that. They're in it to make money. It, it's like um, the scorpion. Why did you bite me? I'm a scorpion. Like that's what they do. It's up to the watchdog groups put in by our governments who are there to protect us. No, no. Listen, once when the when the pharmaceutical company said we want um, immunity across the board, that that's the biggest red flag immediately for anyone in the government. I would have said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me you want us to pump this thing out to every single you want us to mandate this for every man, woman and child on Earth but you're not willing to, there's no consequence. Like that, I don't no, know. Agreed. I think we're in agreement. My point is it's the duty of the government as the body there to protect us, right? That's why we pay taxes. That's why yeah. we do all of those things. They're there to protect us. And they failed to do that. The pharmacy, the drug companies are there to make drugs to make money. There's nowhere that says that they have to be um, ethical or whatever. Oversight. That's, that's not their job. Their job is to keep doing what they're doing. And then they're supposed to be kept ethical by the structures put in place by the government. You can't ask them to police themselves, which is what they're doing by taking their data. You're just asking them to police themselves. That never works. That's also another good example of the... Kind of, of the fox watching the hen house. It's also another good example of even when we do have government oversight, Kamar, the free market will not work itself out. Because these companies, like, you could... Yeah, well, it's you, like the free market got a loophole with that not being liable. Not even the liability. Forget it. Even when they are liable, they pay out a fraction of their profits and they get to continue doing business. Like That's the cost of doing business. Like, to me, the... I guess this is the thing. If the governments all across the world, really, but for sure in the United States and Canada, could do themselves a huge uh, favor by um, using this opportunity, 
this schmozzle that was the COVID vaccines to take this opportunity to set new legislations and new rules that demand that the pharma companies uh, are completely above board, ethical, all those things that we wait, that we want them to do. The reason that they don't is because they're like this right now. But just scrap that. Whoever ran on the platform of we are going to make pharma accountable it's now going to be safe for you to take medicine, you would win, hands down. There is nobody out there who wouldn't vote for you. If you put out there that these pharma companies are lying to you, straight up lying to you, people would be outraged. Just most people don't know that even after COVID. I don't know. I feel it would, it would make it look like the truckers are right, so they won't be doing that. No, I think I you just, don't. You, it doesn't have to be a trucker thing. That was the problem with the truckers is nobody knew what the fuck they were fighting for. If they had been there saying we are we are people fighting big pharma, you would have got a lot more people behind you. Fuck Pfizer. We're, we're the truckers here to block your streets. That's all people heard, man. Agreed. Um, so he was talking about doctors lying. Uh, still with obesity about sugar and stuff. Yeah, and there wasn't a lot of money. 50,000 bucks a Some, piece. Something like but that. But I mean, back in the day, that was millions of dollars. So uh, three, I thought that, Yes, it was in 1950 or 60, whatever. I can tell you it's about $400,000 So now. we think that's enough money to... Yes. Well, it's okay. more than 50,000 is my point. Yes. That's yes. like retiring money. No, it's not, but you know. So that was his foray with the um, saturated fat scandal um, and he became an activist, sort of medical professional. And then he said statins work, but they're overrated and he got fired. And yeah, this is that really set him on his way to be an activist. Um, he says where anybody's work in the healthcare industry, healthcare affects an industry, you will be attacked. So this yeah. might be an interesting tell to look for moving forward. Like as we say, these are textbook manufacturing problem. Whether you're the pharmaceutical companies, you're the military industrial complex, it works every time. No one else can save you except for us. You need us. Do you not think, though, just sorry, going back to what I said a couple of seconds ago, do you not think that if you had, like, let's just take Canada, for example, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's say you had a a conservative party guy come in. It wasn't, what's his name? Um, Pierre Polyev, that crazy person. It was instead a younger guy coming in, like kind of like Trudeau when he first came in. But his whole thing was, I am going to remove church and state but the we're, we're going to remove government from the clutches of big pharma that's all you're running on you know what i mean we are going to make it safe for you the people to take medicine again the way it's supposed to be you use all your um your power of advertising for these things i don't know how you do that the podcast you go on that everything to tell the story of how we got to where we are right now with government and pharma actually being like basically the same entity and that it will only get worse. And here's what happens. Uh, Like I would vote for that person a hundred percent. Anybody with any sort of ethical values would vote for that person. Why don't they do this? I don't think because they pay. They don't want to get killed. The money. I imagine that's part of it, right? Like you get assassinated by. No, you're not going to get assassinated. You're not going to have a. Your campaign's not going to last more than a month. 
Why? No money. Because they have all the money in the world. But to you lobby. don't need that much money to run in Canadian politics. Do like you, you just? They still spend money on ads. I know they do, but it's not like in the states. It's all about messaging. Mm. You you take for granted how like because an influencer can get a message out to a million people in six hours, but to get your message out politically, if you're just on CBC one day. Out of your whole campaign lately. In the in the olden days, now with podcasts and all this alternative media, I think if you if that's the message you're putting out, I my name is Simon Anisman, I'm running for Prime Minister of Canada, and this is what I'm planning to do, you would get a lot of people who wanted to talk to you. Well, I I, I guess that doesn't jive with any of the parties because the NDP wouldn't even do that. The problem, Simon, too, is like you forget that that that's not how government works. Everyone comes in with a plan, and never do those plans come to fruition ever especially anything that involves massive change what was obama's first campaign what was the word he used hope and change and he didn't provide either (laughs) so i just i don't like i'm with you that i mean you might be able to get elected on that platform but i don't think you're going to be able to pull it off I think you could do it here, and I'll tell you why, okay? Because all of these pharmaceutical companies, they want to make money. They need to make money. They're yeah. Like we said, they have shareholders they have to respond to. If you gave them a new set of guidelines, they would be forced to follow them, or they would no longer be in business, meaning none of their shareholders would make money. So it might require them to spend money differently, maybe lose a little bit of money here and there to... But they do that anyways by trying to push these things through and then getting sued on the back end. So if you were just doing them ethically in the first place, I'm sure you, these checks... Anyways, that's not my my problem anyways. Point is, they would do it because they would need to do it. To be able to cre- keep making money for their people. Like You realize how small our market is, though? The and shareholders are the weirdest thing. And also, they they, but hold on. They also have all the power. Like, think about it. If Okay, so let's say we change. We don't have an FDA, but whatever our FDA is. Let's say tomorrow our FDA becomes super stringent. All these companies will just be like, listen, we're just not... Like, first of all, Canada is a terrible example. We're a very small market. Most of them don't give a shit. They'll be like, we'll lose the Canada. they can sell here isn't worth their yeah. time. The U.S. is the market that matters. What you're saying is... I know, but as soon as we do that here... As soon as we do that here and we show that it's doable, then other places start doing it. Other states start following suit and then... Which is good that they're separated. It won't be such a hard push in the states. You do it state by state. But Simon, we have way cheaper medicine than them and they haven't changed anything. They They come here for medicine, a lot of people. No, we go there for medicine. No, a lot of people come... Oh, dude... First of all, Ozempic right now. Do you know how many fucking Americans are coming here for Ozempic? I think for the most... Oh, yeah, maybe. Okay. Anyways. He said the third leading cause of death in North America is over-medicated. Which is crazy. Well, again, because this stupid system isn't there to help you. It's there to make the most money of you possible. This is what I mean. It's so inherently fractured. Somehow like shareholders are more important than people. Well, of yes, course they are. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. They're people. Like they're yes. not. Yeah, you're worth about a hundred grand. Like that's it. Um, if the shareholders start overdosing from the opiates, is that good for Pfizer? Yep. Okay. He's just convinced the drugs are not as good as 
exercise. There, there are there are drugs that work, but there's over. Um, they're being overprescribed. That's the problem here. Is there are definitely drugs out there that work. We just don't know which ones are the fluff and which ones are the ones that are going to save your life. No, most of them are fluff because anything with serious side effects, which is most drugs, and I'm not. I, I mean serious side effects. I'm not talking like. Like to me, it's a weird one. If you let's say you were immunocompromised and uh, you got COVID, like it's an easy it's an easy choice being like, well, I can take the vaccine and potentially be like not feeling great for two weeks, but the benefits I'm going to get outweigh that a great deal. Like that's how we do stuff a lot of the time, right? It's a fucking cost benefit analysis. This is going to benefit me in the long run, but I'm not going to feel great for two weeks. Like like if you want to go to Africa, you have to get X amount of vaccines right that's not a choice you might feel like shit for two weeks but hey i'm gonna go spend a month in africa i don't know i'm just i'm talking about serious um side effects like if you have to take a pill and the side effects are um i don't know constant diarrhea that you then have to go get another pill for well they've just won at the end of the day because they've just given you now you have to buy two drugs when you were originally just trying to fix one problem you just had to buy one drug. Now you have to fix two problems. Mm-hmm. So they're winning in that department either way because like yeah, penicillin. But what, what's better to have diarrhea or to die? What's probably better. That's is, the cost. Yeah, analysis. I get it. I mean, what's probably being better is just living healthy. And that's his point is like, we're, we don't even put like. That is his point. The cigarette tax. I've talked about it before. Like what right now it's the lowest number of smokers ever since we started smoking. It's one in nine people smoke. Vaping, I thought was going to be a higher number. It's one in 15 people vape. I think that number's... I don't fucking believe Hold that on. for a second. Hold on. I was going to explain it. The reason I don't believe the numbers is because I think they do like a census, and I don't think they have numbers for people like under 18. You know what I mean? That Because I think a lot of kids vape. And I, most people don't tell the truth in those censuses. Well, who knows? Either way, the point is, those were the numbers they came back with. So the cigarette tax uh, worked, obviously. Okay. Well, I'm just saying we do that with well, it doesn't a, have to just be the cigarette tax that worked. No, a lot of stuff, but it we be don't a combination of a lot of things. Sure, but the cigarette tax was a big one. People don't want to pay twenty dollars for a pack of cigarettes. When a pack of cigarettes was two bucks, anyone could buy a pack of cigarettes. It was super accessible. Why not fucking smoke? When they're twenty bucks, mm-hmm. that's when things get a little more dicey and you're not likely to smoke because you're like, This isn't even fucking worth it. I'm just killing myself and dumping all my money mm-hmm. into it. You're not as likely to start smoking. That's the Like again, we have free health care. What do you think? What do you think all the major fast food players cost the taxpayer in Canada? I bet you it's a lot more than the cigarette companies. Probably. And they don't, we don't. Uh, probably 100% it is. Well, now it is. But it, if you went back 30 years, it might have been, mm. right? It might have been even. But now that they, but again, that's thanks to the cigarette tax. The point is no one wants to go to McDonald's and spend $50. But that's kind of the, that's kind of the whole idea is guess what? If you want to live unhealthy, go to McDonald's. We're going to tax the shit out of it because you're going to be an unhealthy fat Well, fuck. that was the idea with like the soda tax, right? Yeah. Well, and again, seatbelt laws. This was his point for government intervention being yeah. effective to people's health. And, and again. And unfortunately, the va- COVID vaccines may have not been the same. No, they're not. But like you can go back when they implemented seatbelt laws in certain states in the U.S. You can go back and watch news clips where people are like, this is supposed to be America. It's supposed to be free. Not yeah, wearing a fucking seatbelt. I, I mean, yes, that's that happens all the time, right? But now we're in a position where, like, there's fucking cameras set up all over the city that'll get you for speeding or going through a red light or. Well, that this is Canada, not America. 
Yes, that's true, yeah. Um, 80% of your diagnosis is your history. It's, doctors really can't tell what's wrong with you. They just ask you a bunch of questions and say, hopefully it's this, this, or this, or run some tests. That's depressing. Um, he Speaking of, he said the vaccine made him depressed. And then he, I think he told a horrible story about how he saw his dad die of a heart attack on FaceTime. Yes. And that lit the fire because he associates possibly with myocarditis, heart attack from COVID possibly. But it, it sounds weird like that episode of Succession, right? It also so, uncovered that there's a huge ambulance issue. Yeah. In England, which they don't want you to talk about. Just everyone tells us how good the healthcare is. And don't get me wrong. I think it's pretty damn good what we got here. I don't know any doctors and feel don't feel like comfortable going to get checkups. So maybe it's not as good as it is, but it's. Lars has his advantages and disadvantages. I had my life saved by paramedics. So, and I've called an ambulance twice and had them show up quickly. I can't complain. I think the other thing too is doctors right now are under attack because of these pharmaceutical companies. Like a doctor goes to school and learns anatomy and, you know, stuff about the body. I don't fucking know because I dropped out. And then you're supposed to keep up with it, right? Like papers come out, you read the paper and you're supposed to now be up on the new science or whatever it may be. But if all these papers are coming from pharmaceutical companies that are funding their own research and lying not, about the numbers. This is not the doctor's fault. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, that's, that's who's attacked on the front line. Well, no, is, I, I what I'm it. saying is right now there's an attack on good, by and large, good people, right? Like if you go see your doctor, that person is probably someone who is like, I wanted, I grew up wanting to be a doctor, help people. Also, it pays well. That helps good people by and large right but yeah they're being led down this path of like why don't you how about we go for a nice dinner but that just goes more to what i was saying right like it's not up to the doctors to make sure that the peer-reviewed studies are legit i agree it's up to the government to make sure that the peer-reviewed studies are legit the watchdog organization the people running the fda or though i don't know what our version is uh i don't know what it is either but you know you understand what i'm saying like you can't you can't ask us to do it. We're just human beings and you can't you definitely can't ask the pharmaceutical companies to do it cuz we see what happens. They bastardize the whole system. It's up to the government to do that. Whether it be local government or federal government or provincial government, it's up to the people who have the responsibility of looking out for the citizens. That is the government. That is Justin Trudeau. That is the person that you elect to be in charge. Listen, I've gone back and forth over the last month on taxes. I've now, right now, <clears throat> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contradict myself, I've landed on probably zero tax. But I'm going to say this regardless. If we had that 90% corporate tax rate that I was speaking about, that they had in the 50s, none of these pharmaceutical companies could do this because, think about the financial industry. The government is not funded well enough to go to battle with the financial industry. The same way the government isn't funded well enough to go to battle with the pharmaceutical They'd have companies. to take all the money from social programs. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's not an unlimited amount of money to... What do you mean funded to go to battle? Listen, if, if a trillion-dollar company or a trillion-dollar organ... Let's say all the pharmaceutical companies together are worth trillions of dollars, okay? They're trying to push through a drug that they know is unsafe. They're going to do everything unsavory on Earth to make sure that you don't know that it's unsafe. How does a, a poorly funded government fight that company or those companies you make them fund the government we've done that we just the fda is funded by the pharmaceutical yeah, companies but that's, amazing so get them to pay the money they have zero another police over the police though okay my the, point though simon i go back to it just listen if 
if we tax them at a high rate, they would be forced to either put the money back into making the drugs right, as in hiring more people, more R&D, because they can't take all the money out and give it to shareholders. That's no longer an option. It's either give the money to the government so that they can properly regulate you, or you have the other option, which is, like I said, pump money into R&D, more staff, more... It just... We've let these companies become far too big where the government no longer is big enough to fight them. We used to live in a world where no company was bigger than the government. That didn't exist. I understand what you're saying. We're in total agreement, except for the fact that the government can't fight them. They have no interest in fighting them. They are them. That's why we need somebody to come in and say, we're going to do things differently. We can't just say, oh, well, this is never going to change because this is the way it goes. The, The fucking government makes the rules. Yeah, they they are God. They come in. They say there's a new tax that you guys have to pay or you can't do business here anymore. Yeah, that's the law. I get it. And you obviously don't know how lobbies work. I am worth a trillion dollars. Okay, you make 50 grand a year. I come to you because you're about to make this law. And I say, guess what? 50 grand a year doesn't seem like a lot. There should be no lobbying. Like, okay, again, Matt. So that's a different point you're trying to make. And I agree with that. You should, we should take away the corporation. As in, you can be a corporation. You are no longer an entity. You're not a person. You don't, you can't lobby Congress as a fucking corporation. Every, everything that we say is impossible is just about money, Mm -hmm. right? The government doesn't have enough money to do this. Yep. You take the money from those people who want to do that business in Canada. And really what I would do first, if I was the government of Canada, if I was the prime minister, the very first thing I would do is I would get the government. I don't know exactly how this works, but you buy um, a drug company. Look for one that's going to go out of business because they're in trouble and AstraZeneca or something. You make that into a crown corporation. You then allow all of these other drug companies to do the business they want to do. But they're going to know that if they fuck around, you are there to step in and take control of the situation. And it's not going to leave us as citizens without medicine. It's just... Hold on. I just... I got to back up. You're talking about an inept government already right that's all you've been talking about is how the government well i'm talking about me now controlling the government okay but i'm prime minister okay that's fine but your government is still even though you're prime minister you're still surrounded by inept people okay okay just hold on just wait those inept people are supposed to run a drug company that now the government owns right and i will remind you the worst bank in north america right now as far as ratings is rbc which stands for Royal Bank of Canada. It's a fu- it what used to be a crown corporation. Now it is the worst banking institution in North America. But no it's way, no longer man. it's no longer a crown corporation. I know it's you not don't my know point. That. My point though is if the government does that, they're going to create this fucking drug company and in 10 years there it's not going to be viable because it's going to be run by the government and a pharmaceutical company is going to come along and buy it. I'm not sure I understand what viable means to the government, but you have viable is very they simple. Fuck everything Simon. up. I think you don't to have to make money. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Simon, so you want, but what you're asking then is the taxpayers to pay for this company to exist. Well, I mean, I I think it'll be the drug companies that pay for it to exist. Or if you want to take that money from somewhere else, Matt, if you want to tax um, some other business for something else and use that money for the, go to it. Like, again, you're missing too that a lot of these, a lot, and I know you're like, well, I'll change that too. You're going to have to change 50 laws. You're talking about inept government. And I'm just saying that we, we are satisfied with that because that's the way it's always been. I'm not satisfied. We've never seen anything different. What I'm saying is again, I'm fine with you being prime minister, but it's 50 laws that you're going to have to change because most of these companies don't operate within our country. 
Like think about Apple. Well, Where's- that would be the very first law that I changed. Like, again, I, I totally understand what you're saying. This is so important though, that like, it's all surmountable. I just, we don't want to do it because it actually changes like the dynamic of what's going on right now. Meaning that the government isn't there to help us. That's the truth. We learned this during COVID. We should demand that they're there to help us. Like, I get it. If again, if this is what the truckers were saying, people would have stood behind them. Freedom wasn't good enough. If they understood. It just was too broad. It didn't make any sense to anybody. Freedom. We all seemed free <laughs> at the time. You know what I mean? If yeah, you had I'm- said these people are trying to kill you, not with the COVID vaccine, just across the board with all the medicine that's put out there. I think you're right, Simon. Um, the vaccine is more dangerous than COVID. It uh, raises the chance of a heart attack. And the more you take of it, the more dangerous it is. I mean, I know that it makes you blind and it makes you fat. That's all I know. I mean, that's anecdotal. Here's the problem is Mm. when COVID came around, I didn't know anyone who died from COVID the same way post COVID. I don't know anyone that's had like a severe. No, that's interesting. I'm just being real again. But Joe knows two people who have died of a stroke. Like, come on. Well, he knows more people than we do. Let's be serious. But I'm just, I'm saying like, you know, you know enough people through enough people that you would have heard of somebody dying from a stroke from COVID. I'm just saying anecdotally speaking in my world, I haven't seen it on either side where I, during COVID, maybe someone I know third hand lost like an elderly relative. I'm not, that probably happened. From a vaccine or COVID. From COVID. Yeah. Uh, but as far as vaccines are concerned, and I know a lot of people that were vaccinated. Yeah, but why not from a vaccine? How do you know which is which? Well, I because, well, I guess I don't, sure. Right? Like they took I'm, the vaccine. No, what I'm saying is I meant like people that died during COVID before there was a vaccine, oh, I see. that okay. sort of thing okay. versus I, I don't know of anyone. Like, yeah, you're right. COVID, uh, you wouldn't know. Having you're right, COVID no. and taking the vaccine makes the vaccine more dangerous. Um, well, that's, <laughs> I, I wish he had clarified there. Did he mean like... If you got COVID and then got vaccinated, yeah, or if you're like, I think he meant. okay, because I because I got vaccinated and then got COVID, so I was like, is I that think that's good? But we don't know, right? <laughs> well, I, the bottom line is, if you if you got COVID, you shouldn't have got vaccinated. Natural immunity is is the best. Like COVID is the one time I guess would be the one time when you would be willing to give like the the government a pass on it because well, no, just because you it's all happening real time, right? It's a little different with like something like Vioxx or something where you have all the time in the world to do the trials you had to do and you still killed, you know, a hundred thousand people. Like that's insane. This one at least is happening in real time. There's a disease that at the beginning, everybody thought was going to kill a lot of people and you had to act real fast. Like you didn't know that wasn't the case until after the vaccines had come out, right? Yeah, but the key there is, you didn't. They they probably did. But maybe they didn't know too. Like who knows, right? Because they're having to do these trials in real time. We're all working at, unless no, no, what, they knew it was point. coming before. What I'm saying is, if they knew COVID was just the common cold, a little bit worse, right? Like the common cold kills old people. No, I know, but how would they have known that? You don't because know they that. had been studying it in a lab for five, ten years prior. Okay, well that's a whole other. Uh, well, I'm just saying if it did have. if it did leak from a lab and they had access to it this whole time. My assumption would be it wasn't just sitting in a Petri dish. My well, assumption would be... If it did leak from a lab, they wouldn't have access to it because it would have been some underground fucking... Do you know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? If it leaked from a lab, it was in the lab. They had it. Yeah, I know, but it was a secret lab. 
No, it wasn't. No, it was the Wuhan laboratory. That's where they think it leaked from. That's not a secret lab. Well, you try and go get some information from the lab. Like, you think the, the Canadian government can just request information from the Wuhan lab? No, Rand Paul's on it right now. Um, well, but the U.S. government could. It was their lab. And I mean, as again, a country it affected was like by one it, of these that. dark Okay, my, things, my point so. remains, whether dark op or not, if the, if the top, top no, brass can, of the... I U- think you can see it on Google Earth. If the top, top brass of the U.S. government knew in fucking December of 2018 that COVID didn't have a high mortality rate, probably wasn't going to kill that many people outside of like what the common cold does. If they knew that and they still put up this ruse, then yeah, that's probably one of the biggest cover-ups in the history of humanity, arguably. I, if we all, already got our blue check mark for this fucking one song. All I was, so? all I was saying, I think, was that um, it happening in real time like that, like how if they don't have this information beforehand, if it's really happening in real time, like how are you? Sp- only they know that they're sure. Only the pharma companies know that the shit is fugazi. Here's what the really government fucks. doesn't necessarily know that. What really fucks me up is that we're five years removed from like day one, give or take a couple months. And five years. 2018 to 2023. March, March 14th. I thought it started in 2020. March 14th, 2020. Came from 2019. Why are you saying 2019? Well, because 2019, they believe, is when it originated in December, but they didn't have a name Before. for it and they didn't De- know. December Before. and then it's January and oh, we're in a sure, new 20, year. Fine, so three years. Either way, my okay, point that's is... That's better than five years. Whatever, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry. Two years, two years I, 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 removed. No, I, I wasn't nitpicking. Fucking three years, Jew with his three numbers. Years, three years. My point is, three years removed. COVID, like this thing, still had that big blue warning. Like despite, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. That's an algorithm, I'm sure. Yeah, but the point is, there's still a massive corporation out there that's worried about you spreading disinformation about yesterday's disease. Well, how about disease. this? All the employees at the company are glad it's still going up there, and the upper bees don't even know that it's happening. There is a certain donut shop on Wellington who never bothered to open back up. They still do street-side service. Yeah, that's gay. Um, throw a chair through the door. Here's the irony. Here's you want to go into the shop? That's... You shouldn't be able to just all of a sudden decide that like we're still operating under COVID rules, even though COVID is done. You know what live I mean? Open the fucking door. Um, enough is enough. Irony. Ivermectin may help cure and, some of the effects of the vaccine. Yeah. He said he couldn't document it, but it is safer. So I mean, and, no one on this show ever had a problem with Ivermectin. Well, no, Joe had a big clap back again at the end of this yeah. at CNN. But just the hold, three of us all agreed that it was the one of the safest drugs on earth. Well, I, my problem at the time was that I didn't feel that there was enough definitive evidence for Joe to be saying ivermectin will cure COVID. That's all I said, which I think was fair. My problem the at the time the- was you couldn't offer people to take ivermectin and tell them it was going to do the same thing as the vaccine. You didn't know that. Nobody knew that at the time. So you were really being disingenuous if you were. It ended up being right. Not, the, I mean, not necessarily right. But let's be serious. At the same time, we were requ- we were suggesting he got vaccinated and we had no fucking... No, absolutely, yeah. Same shit. We were doing the exact yep. same thing. Well, I mean, kind of. No, it's we the exact st- same thing. No, we still thought that the vaccine stopped you from spreading it and stopped you selfish. from getting it. doesn't matter. This guy thought that ivermectin did the same thing. My point is we were saying because we were told that it was going to do this, we told him... Hold on, let's back up. Sure. He couldn't get ivermectin. I'm not talking. Forget it. I'm not talking about him specifically. I'm saying the guy a, that a came on, person. Mahalcha. 
The guy that came on at the time and was saying ivermectin was the Dr. Robert Malone or whatever. Pardon me. When he was saying it was the cure-all for COVID, my point is that that same week, you and I could have been saying to Kamar, you should get vaccinated. It's going to stop you from getting the... He was saying the same thing under the same pretenses. That's all I'm saying. He didn't know. We didn't know. If Kamar had said, I'm going to take ivermectin instead of the thing. Yeah. And ivermectin worked. Mm -hmm. All the power to him. Kamara was saying, I won't be forced into taking anything. Why? Because they can't force me to do it. You're missing my point. My point was that you and I suggesting to him that you're probably best getting the vaccine is exactly the same as Joe saying, you're probably better just taking ivermectin. You said he didn't know for sure. What I'm saying is you and I also didn't know for sure that the vaccine did jack shit. Sure, 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 sure. We were just going off of a narrative. Absolutely. Absolutely. The thing we were suggesting that people take or whatever was available, ivermectin wasn't available to you. If you had gone out to go looking for ivermectin, nobody would have prescribed it to you. Yeah, but that's also because of experience. (laughs) That's also because Dr. Robert Malone went on Joe. If that hadn't happened, you might have been able to get ivermectin. No problem. I mean, probably not. They again, and I don't know if this is because they needed there to only be one option out there so they yep. could, you know, get the free money and the carte blanche from the government. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that's the reason. I'm just telling you, at that time, when we were arguing about taking a vaccine or some other form of whatever, ivermectin wasn't an option to you. So you Fine. were pretty much saying, I'm going to take nothing. Instead of taking something. My point remains, I said at the time that I didn't think this guy should be on there saying ivermectin was the cure-all because I just didn't think he had the proof. I'm also backing that up by saying you and I had zero proof when we were telling Kamar that we thought it was best that he get vaccinated. You and I didn't have any proof other than someone on TV telling us if you get vaccinated, you you won't get COVID and you will stop the transmission of COVID. Both of those were a lie. That's all I'm saying. I'm backing up that, that we, I at the time, I'm calling myself out. I at the time said, I don't think this guy should be saying it because I don't think he has any true evidence to back it up. Guess what? I took a fucking vaccine. There was no evidence to back up that it did anything at all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that is true. I just think. But it's psychologically. It's a weird way to do this. But I told you a couple. Never. Kamar, I I truly think you don't give me any credit during the pandemic. How often did you see me in a mask? I was outside the bubble. No, I felt that from you for sure. But I'm just saying. At the first, when you're getting the vaccine, even me, I didn't want to get it. I was like, well, at least I'm, I'm going to be better off I, doing this. All I said to myself was, like I'm, I truly, Kamar, was like, I'd like to go places and travel. And I don't, here's the thing. I wasn't like this guy or my dad who was like, you're going to be dead in four years from taking it. I smoked cigarettes for 10 years. I've done terrible, like I've made awful life choices what do you care throughout about what you my put 40 years. That was, that was the biggest pushback. I, I just kind of looked at it like this shot, I don't think is going to kill me. This guy's telling me different. I. It also seems, and I don't have any proof to back this up, that the healthier you were, the worse the vaccine was for you. That if you're of my health, maybe it didn't do shit. Because it seems like fit people because i did look into it and it does seem like a shocking amount of very fit people in sports not at the highest level but in sports have had heart issues and if say like out of 10 celebrities that died around the time if you have five of them it was actually because they got vaccinated that would change the whole thing about how you think the thing about ivermectin that 
everybody failed to mention, I think, is that it was a completely harmless drug. Yes. You could take that drug just, and this is what I said a couple of weeks ago, you could take that drug just as a fail safe. Like yeah. whether it works Placebo. or not, it doesn't do anything bad to you. We might as well have all taken ivermectin. Like, yeah, which shows you how fucked up it is. How is you couldn't it, even get I it. I know. It's insane. That's the insane part that like the government, again, I'm going to blame them. Let there be only one option. And the, and the best option actually was vitamin D exercise and doing stuff. He claimed again, I have a problem with that because yeah, okay. That's the best option. It doesn't mean that people are going to do that. Do you know what I mean? You still have to have an option for lazy people. You don't want them to die. Mandated exercise. Mandated exercise. Wait, but hold on. But Simon, I know you're saying it like that's ridiculous. They mandated a shot and I know you're like, well, you just go in once and you get a shot, but there's no different. Like I'll bring it back to you. It's a huge, healthcare, dif- it's a health- huge difference. Okay, well, healthcare costs you, a taxpayer, a great deal. If we mandated some sort of... Keep in mind, you went to school. Physical activity was mandated. Hold on, you're an, you're an adult. Yeah. And the same way you say that I have a right to take any drug I want and yeah. get high if I want and I agree, all of yeah. that, you can't... And you, you can't have people. Simon, when I overdose. Simon, I'm not for mandating exercise. I'm not for any sort of mandate at all. What I'm saying is if... If the government is willing to mandate a shot, then what the fuck is the difference between mandating health, like some sort of health? Again, they mandated a shot. Yeah. During a very, it was just, uh, I'm going to say it again, real time. You're not going to make people exercise in real time. This is like, a, it's, it's not an instantaneous. Ideally, this shot would have been, had it been done properly, would have been one shot stops the vaccine, stops you from spreading it, everything they said it was going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I go so, back to it. Like, you keep using this real-time example. like Meaning that you could tell everybody to go and get vitamin D and go and exercise. It doesn't help them in the moment. It doesn't help them while there's actually a virus spreading around. It did, it, actually, though. It did. If you'd done that, you'd be better off. If <laughs> Okay, but Simon, so if like, you don't listen hold to on, it, that's Simon. your own thing. So if you're big and fat, if you're if you weigh 600 pounds right now, I agree. I cannot fix you overnight. You have to fix yourself over a long period of time. But your argument is like, well, we have to fix that person now in the now. So can't we give them something that like I, I kind of agree with Kamar that like if let's say they knew that vitamin D exposure definitively helped fight covid and the transmission of it. That was never once expressed on any I, mainstream media going outside was frowned upon. Like they shut down parks and shit. So I think when they talk about, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I think when they talk about vitamin D helping you, it's in mass amounts. It's like, get outside every day. You should have been outside. Your, your levels should already be up. You're never going to raise the levels. If you're depleted in vitamin D, you are not going to raise those levels by going outside. You're going to lay taking it. You're going to take the vitamin D. It's going to raise your levels and then you're going to maintain them by keeping and going outside. It's the same idea as um, when you lose different levels of whatever in your body. It's very hard to bring them back up. I'm pretty sure direct sunlight is the best way to ingest vitamin D. Okay. It just may not be possible for everybody to go outside every day. You might have old people who can't get outside. It's not a bad idea for them to have, like, you think vaccines are a bad idea? This one was a bad idea. But the one that the point. keeps vaccine, your kids from getting fucking polio I never was said a it. great idea. I never said a vaccine was a bad idea. What I, what I am simply saying is 
pushing a vaccine through in like three months is a bad that you idea. haven't tested really on anyone and you're juking all the numbers. And let's keep in mind, as this thing plays out, we're finding out that they were juking every fucking single number, that every death, every death of every ilk was basically labeled a fucking COVID death so they could scare us all into spending a shitload of money on PPE and fucking vaccines. And now, guess what? A loaf of bread is like 80 bucks because they printed a shitload of money. Who's to- they? The government? Whatever, the powers that be, Simon, if you look at the amount of money that moved around during COVID and how many billionaires were created and all the fucking... The the, the people that didn't lose money, too, because a lot of people lost money. Yeah, poor people lost money. Middle class people lost money. Like, if the government was actually against having to spend extra money on PPE and all of that stuff, it would be in their best interest to have a drug that works, right? And to only use a drug that works. Like, it serves them no purpose to have their own people dying from. Yeah, but that could be an unintended consequence. They could have been told, listen, let's assume this thing's some giant fucking conspiracy. And they're like, we're just going to give everyone a sugar water shot, an insulin shot, not even whatever the fuck, a saline shot. And we're going to charge the government's fucking $26 a shot. And they're going to have to buy whatever. There's 30 million of us. They're going to have to buy 180 million doses at 26. I don't know, man. Listen, Weird shit happens for far less money. And when you look at the amount of money that was moved during COVID, you look at the amount of fucking Congress people that invested in all the right stuff at the right times. Like, it, I don't know, man. It fucking stinks. And I'm not this dude. I'm You are now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The argument, the original argument was um, just send everybody outside to do exercise and get sunlight and everything's going to be fine. No, but my original... I don't no. think that's the case. My original argument was... If vitamin D helps that much, why are we shutting down parks and why are we telling everyone to stay inside? Uh, I agree with that completely. That doesn't mean that you don't have a vaccine. No, but it means you say, listen, until we can get the right fucking vaccine that we're certain works or actually does anything, till we do that, get the fuck outside, get some vitamin D and start exercising because it is your best bet for not dying from this thing. But hey, guess what? If you're under 70, you're probably not going to die anyway. So why don't you go to work or why don't like that was the whole lie anyway. Was that everyone, oh, it doesn't matter if you're healthy, healthy 20-year-old, you're going to die from COVID. You have any sort of respiratory issue, you're going to die from COVID. Oh, listen, trust me. I Look, I was thinking about it today on the ride over here. I was like, why did I care so much about COVID? It was only because of my business. That's the only reason I gave a fuck at all. I couldn't get sick because I, I didn't have enough staff to cover anybody while I was sick. I would go out of business. I had Simon? no choice. No, but they backed me into a I corner. Know. And guess you know what, what I guess mean? Guess what? I gave you that pass throughout COVID. If you go back and listen to any episode during COVID, I said Simon's in the bubble because he's protecting his family and his business. I get that. I'm not sitting here looking at you like you're some sort of chump. It really had nothing to do with my family, though. Like, it was all about the business. The business keeps your family. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, I, I wasn't worried about me passing it on no, to No, no. My, my point is, is simply that without the business, your family doesn't yeah. have food on the table. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, the business yeah. is paramount. It's also your family's business. So, your parents are... Got, and, and, and really, this is where the government totally comes into play. If you want a question about whether they were neglectful in dealing with the pharma companies and being in bed with them, all of that shit, them closing down the businesses, that is like, people should be sent to jail for that. I agree with Dave Smith. I agree hundred percent. hundred percent. You can't put all of those people out of business. I mean, it's a, it's a little better in Canada because at least they were giving the businesses some money, but there were still plenty that never recovered from it, you know? Do you know why we send people to prison? The idea, of course, is rehabilitation, but it's also so that other people moving forward are like, hey, if I do this, I will go to prison. 
That's yeah, why right. we, there that, has to be incentive. That's why when I shoplifted when I was 14, I got arrested. And guess what? Deterrent. I stopped fucking shoplifting. So the same way these government assholes that like get away with literal murder. Like, like I said, there's that stat where for every percentage the economy drops, 100,000 people die. I can't remember what the number is. Let's say it's 100,000. That means that if you know you're shutting down the economy, you know that you're killing X amount of people because people are going to get hooked on drugs. They're going to lose their business. They're yeah. going to lose their home. And those are just numbers. This was like you could actually see it happening right in front of you. Yeah, you it, watched businesses closing left, right, it, and center. You didn't even have to look to statistics, a percentage. You could just see it right in front of you. Every person who looked out their window. Anyways, let's end this because we're so fucking far deep. That's they made up hybrid. Four hour fucking podcast. Yeah, it's crazy. They let's, made up hybrid immunity. And uh, do you have any anxiety about if this happens again? Like, no, because I really believe that there are a lot of people like me now who bought in because they thought it was the right thing to do and will never be duped again. You don't think you're like, don't worry, I already got my mask. Of uh, There's going to be pushback to how it's handled, do you think? A hundred percent. And yeah. and if and if there isn't, I don't want to live in this society anymore. Okay. I'm fucking done. For real, I'm checking out. Listen, I said it I said it a couple months ago. Like, I fucking hope that something actually deadly doesn't come along. Because... Then we're really fucked. Yeah, because we cried wolf now. Well, because we've eroded all the trust. Like We're the boy who cried wolf. He kept saying there was a wolf, there wasn't a wolf, and then a fucking wolf showed up and nobody came. You know what, though? Hold on. We know a lot of people who are still, like, pro-vaccine and, like, we did everything right and everything. No, I don't don't know know that many anymore, to tell you the truth. Besides, like, my dad... And that, that to me Any is doctor. the most scary because it's the old school. It's yeah. It's all the intellectuals who refuse to admit that they were wrong. Yeah. They probably will go to their graves. believing what? They Cause were it right. is, it was effective say for older people. They it gave them a better chance. Okay. If you're older hey, I mean that, but if you're younger, you're getting a worse chance if yeah. you take it. Anyways, I give it a three. I'll give it a three. Sure. And I, I would give this one a 3.75. I would give it much closer to a four than a three. If he wasn't working out of Brazil, that just seems sketchy. That just seems sketchy. All Again, right. I don't, uh, I don't, to me, yeah, fuck it. Fuck the government, man. That's what's really important here. There we go. All right. Well, that was a fucking marathon. There's no way you made it this far. If you're hearing my voice now, you must be an absolute true OG fan. Thank you so much for listening. Maybe we're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon that's fucking useless. It's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You want to support the show? I don't know. There's some extra content there. You get the post show. You get some other shit. We're working on it. Thank you for sticking around. If you're on the Patreon, you mean the fucking world to us. There's also a YouTube channel. There will be more clips going up once I get this fucking house sold and the studio moved. YouTube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. That's it. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. Kamar, you have anything to say in closing? Follow Kamar. Kamar Babar, email me. Follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, it's finally over. Keep your eyes open. Bye.